PKA598, our guest destiny, Taylor. This episode of PKA brought to you by Blue Chew, Lucy, and Lock and Load, the finest cum pills available anywhere on earth, and they are back in stock Monday. So mark your calendars. This come Monday, there's something, is when it's going to be back in, <laughs> back in stock. And so go, code PKA, 10% off this, all your cum pill needs, and any other products you want from Derek's site. Destiny, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Destiny, I, do you really stream 15 hours a day? Is that normal? No, that was an exaggeration. I, I, I shoot for 10 hours a day, and then it ends up being Good like gosh. 7 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's so much. <laughs> that is so much streaming. Is your stream nice to you? I, I mean, yeah, relative. It's not like they're shitting on me the whole time. What do you mean? <laughs> That's what my stream does to me, Taylor. They just call me a retard, but I don't mind. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like, like y'all don't moderate it at all. You don't be like, hey, I don't like people calling me a retard. So anybody calls me a retard, just go get rid of them. Like you don't have you to be to... wings of redemption about it. You don't be like, man, anybody calls me a retard and start crying and then talk about how emotional, emotionally like sensitive you are. Spend like, like three minutes being like, like, hey, like, no, I'm not upset. It's also like different audiences too, right? Like I, I, I'm a streamer. I've been streaming for like 12 years now. So like my mm. audience is conditioned to watch me as a streamer, whereas your audiences are going to be a bit different, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some some people don't get like if I do a stream that it's not like the show where it'll like three minutes will pass where I don't do a bit or a joke and they're like, do it, do yeah. it, do it, do something, do Hank Hill molesting Boomhauer, and I'm like, Christ, no. <laughs> like, well, you want the, well, I mean, that's good, right? Like that's, that's that just means funny, you need to. That just means you need to stream more so those people will stop watching you. That means you need a donation <laughs> level where you say that. Yeah, dude, I'm going to oh, make yeah. that like $10,000 and I shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> <laughs> you turn off my stream. You're going to want to raise that number. $10,000 to that. shut you up forever. That sounds like a hitman on the dark web. Like, <laughs> never talk again. Like, charity I stream. I was so in love with the idea of Taylor's house where they pay off your mortgage. That was a funny idea. Having a, I, I thought like I did look into Twitch's terms of service like a year and a half ago, two years ago when I was thinking about that. And I think I might've gotten in trouble for having a fake charity called Taylor's house. It's not fake. It is. But a it was, re- all the money was going to go to my mortgage and it was going to be yes, Taylor's, for house, Taylor's house. Yeah. <laughs> What's confusing about this? Like, like, like that's the conversation you would have if anyone ever called you out, you'd be like, let me explain. Let me understand, sir. You donated something called Taylor's House, a fund that puts money to go to pay for Taylor's house. And <laughs> and where did you think the money was going? Uh, I, I don't know. It sounded like a charity to build homes. It is. It is. <laughs> Taylor's. One house, one guy. Once we're no. done with that one, we'll move on. There'll be Jim's house and, and Mike's house. But right well, now. Taylor's Bigger House is the next charity. Yeah. Oh, up with. Next house. Taylor's McMansion. Taylor's McMansion. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So I was uh, I was poking around your your channel, Destiny, looking at seeing what you're up to, and it was it was a couple of months ago. But it was you in the gym lifting, and you were talking about how you're getting back into lifting. You're you're, you're <laughs> yeah. doing that again. Is that still going strong? Are you sticking to it? Yeah, this is the longest time I've like consistently, probably like seven or eight months now. I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job, man. Yeah, it's been fun. Are you enjoying um, it? Thing- like, is it more fun than the beginning kind of? Um, I've never gotten any of the like. Um, some people, I you know, I even ran cross country in high school for because they forced us to do a sport. And I just did running because why not? Um, I have never gotten any of like the runners' highs 
or any of that shit like you're done lifting like wow i feel so good or any of that shit i've never felt that i like watching the numbers go up and then i like seeing changes in my body over time and then i guess i like the idea that like you know you're like accomplishing something you have some discipline to stick with something like those are the it's Mm -hmm. like a very it has to be like a very like cerebral thing for me because i don't get that like emotional like oh my god i feel so good that my muscles move today like i just feel it on my soul like i I don't get that kind of feeling i do sometimes especially if i'm Uh down Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm the best me and I lift weights, it doesn't turn me into a better me. But okay. if I'm like, I don't know, seasonal defective, like like just pissed off and uh, not pissed off isn't there. Right. If I'm just not excited about life. A little apathetic. Yeah. And I have two options to either like watch YouTube videos about whatever or get outside and move. Get outside and move. I never regret that. It's It's better. Yeah, you never regret yeah. doing it, and you will, but you will regret not doing it. That's yep. how working out always is. Like, like, like there's never mm-hmm. a time when I get in the gym, and I'm like ten minutes into it, and now I've got my song playing, and and I'm like into the first like uh, exercise pretty well, and my heart's beating. I'm never like, man, I should have done this. I'm like, I should have done this earlier in the day. This is fun. I, why do I always forget how much fun this is? It's great. I'm going I, away I, this weekend, and so I do push, pull, legs, rest today lands on push so i thought to myself briefly i should just rest right because i'm gonna not do it friday through monday or something while i'm Mm -hmm. I'm away why would i do push and then just stop but i didn't i wasn't a lazy bum i got my push in i did well i put like i don't know everything seemed light to me today i was this it was the best me and i'm so like i'm proud of myself for having hit it that's that's yeah i don't really i don't really get to uh bog down in like the I don't know, the cycle of push-pull legs. Like, if I miss a day, it's like, all right, well, we'll just swap that for a rest day. You know? Like, Do like you if swap? I, oh, I add a rest day. Um, <laughs> like, if I were to get one. All right, so, no, like, like push-pull legs rest. If I do push and then miss a day, pull legs rest, push-pull legs rest. Like, I don't not rest after legs. You already had your rest. Yeah, I do what Kyle does, where you just shift it and just yeah. keep going in a different. But way. then my pull didn't get the days of rest that it needed. Like I, it, well, you're right. Legs, your legs oh, your poor pull. You'll <laughs> have to just get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Hope well, he's comfortable with that. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I feel I, like look. Some, skip two. It doesn't matter. Look, when when the the fact is that like. We're talking about working out five days a week instead of six in a lot of cases. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Am I being lazy when like 99% of the rest of the population is like 20 minutes a day? Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, I think the on. only yeah. scary thing about missing days, and this was the problem for me in the beginning, although now that I'm in enough, I, the thing that really committed me to it was like starting to gain some weight for it because now I know if I stop, I'll be a fat fucking loser who's it's fat and out of shape. Like before, <laughs> at least I could be like, oh, I'm like skinny fat. Now I would just be fat fat. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, fuck, I gained yeah. some weight. Um, the worst thing about missing days is is if you break the routine. And that's always what would kill me in the past because I travel so much for streaming and stuff. And if you're out of town for like two weeks you know unless you're lucky if you find like a good gym with a power rack or whatever like you can do a little bit of stuff at a hotel but it's not the same as like going Mm -hmm. into a gym doing your full routine you have your power rack you're doing all your big lifts um and once i would break something for two weeks and i'd come home it's like okay i'm gonna go lift i'm gonna like be domsing like crazy i've got at Mm -hmm. least like three weeks before i you know do another personal best like fuck it just that would like break me mentally and then i would just like stop working on i'd be fucked or whatever so that's always the scary thing for me about breaking routines and now i'm not as worried because if i'm missing a day or two like i'm feeling like the stress 
of like, okay, mm-hmm. holy shit. Like I'm up, like, I took like four rest days. Yeah. Like it's time to get back it on. again, you know? Yeah. As long as I have like that feeling going mentally, I feel okay with like taking a day or two. I was like, okay, you know, four days, bring down the overall fatigue, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah. Like I can invent like, you know, rest reasons before I do it. As long as the routine or the, the drive to keep on the uh, disciplined routine isn't breaking. Yeah. yeah that, that's that a good way to look happens. at it as well. That like, um, I, I think that I know me, Woody and Taylor in, on this push pull leg rest routine. And we don't stop it really, you know. It's it's like a lifestyle really now, and it can it can be easy to feel bad if you if you miss a day or two. Yeah, you feel uh, guilty. That's <laughs> like the lifestyle thing is really rough because sometimes I because it really is a lifestyle thing because mm-hmm. like I'll be like my you know my wife want to do something or like some friends want to do some shit like oh do you want to go and eat and it's like you know I don't know if I really need like two thousand fucking calories of bread and all this fucking shit that's gonna make me feel like shit the next day or do you want to just like I have to work out Friday night like if you want to like mm-hmm. hook up or do something different like we we can do it Saturday or Thursday but you're not gonna fuck my gym night up okay I'm not gonna miss that and that type <laughs> of like building your life around stuff gets a little bit weird sometimes. I don't know if you feel like I'm like pretty strict with like my diet now. And it's like, I don't want to go out to eat breakfast because I know it's going to be like 1500 calories of like trash food or I can have like my oatmeal and a banana and like a thing like that. That Yeah, I build that all in. I don't know how you guys deal with that. I uh, I found <laughs> restaurants. Um, I even watched a series of YouTube videos where this guy is like, here's the stuff that you can eat at Taco Bell. If you only, if you only had Taco Bell and you needed to eat lunch, and keep in mind, you can guy, drive by, lean your head out and smell to your heart's content as you drive yeah, by. The guy's like a big ripped, like bodybuilder type guy with like 10% body fat. And he's like, you're on a road, road trip and all there is a Taco Bell. Let's see what we can do. And like he goes in and finds like what you can eat at Taco Bell. That's not going to ruin your like macros and your diet. A good video for that guy would be like, let's see what we can do. And he's like, when you look like me, you can walk in and demand a rice bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they will give you a grilled chicken and rice No, make it. I didn't ask if you had them. <laughs> I know you don't have them. I want you to make one. I, yeah, that's that, po- it's possible, but I don't have the discipline. If I'm around a bunch of people that are going to be eating shit like that, I, I can't fucking order like, oh, here's like my rice and a piece of grilled chicken, please, with no salt. Uh, I, I, I don't have the discipline for it. If I'm around a bunch of people that are eating like shit, like, I'll be like, all right, fuck it. Like, we're, tonight will be our tonight will be our night of like breaking our diet and everything. Just fucking, yeah, it's really I did hard. That, like that. once in, in the last year, and I can still remember the evening because like I really, when I go out to eat, I always have grand plans of like getting grilled chicken. It always falls apart when I see what everybody else is ordering. (laughs) But one time I like stuck with it and I went out, it was me and my wife and a a couple friend of ours and they got like chicken wings, pizza, a burger and I got like a piece of grilled chicken with roasted broccoli and like it was a real feeling of depression when I saw the tray come out and I saw like all that tasty food and then what I was going to be eating on it and it like it was a real like feeling of like being bummed out. Like I'm yeah. at the party and everyone's party and eating pizza and wings. And look at retard here who got all his fun calories in over the past eight years in the and darkness. Now has to eat chicken. Yeah. In the like, I, I had my fun in the dark in front of it lit by a refrigerator light bulb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now I have I that, there's gotta be like a Mike Tyson or Muhammad uh, Ali quote. It's like the, the strongest of diets only survives first contact with the fucking menu because as soon as you start <laughs> seeing shit, it's from my, you know, oh god, yeah, not it's good. It's impossible. You can absolutely train so yourself. Great. Like, like I'll get a little sick to my stomach if I look at like really gross food. I don't mean gross food. I mean like if I look at like hot wings and like blue cheese dressing. Thinking about it right now makes me a little sick to my stomach. Like, like what? all that, all that grease and fat, and I'm thinking about like how many calories that is that could have been anything else in calories. And I'm also uh-huh. thinking about like, I don't, I don't know if you ever done like a serious weight cut, but like. I my this the thing that I did a year or two ago like like took three months to like go from mm-hmm. roughly two fifteen two twenty down to one eighty five 
or 182. It was awful. It was not fun. Like, like, like cutting the calories every week lower and lower and also adding more and more calories or more and more cardio, like sliding those two bars up and down simultaneously. Like it's not fun. And, and like doing that cardio is not fun. So you start thinking about how many steps a calorie really is. And it's like, shit, got to slow down with these calories. Dude, I just need, I need like three more weeks of really good dedication because I've been in gene limbo for like five months now. I can't fit into, I've, I've said it before that like, destiny's benefit like if you look in my closet it looks like four men live in my house based on the amount of weight i've gained and lost over my adult life and like i'm i am my 36 is jeans they're too big for me now that's a good place to be i'm feeling yeah. good about that 34s they're painted on oh I, okay. so i'm so i'm in the struggle bus there i've been wearing a lot okay. of sweatpants recently and so i just need to forge ahead until i get back into the 34 zone and that's where i start to feel good 32 is unreachable i'm, I'm, I'm tired of buying <laughs> 34 is where i want to be 30 if you first of all nothing is unreachable yeah i can do all <laughs> yeah, things through Christ. Is pretty me. much unreachable for me I, I my bones are that big that's a thing right but all right so bone structure is a thing and you can't let that fuck with you like, like, like the numbers are all arbitrary i anyway. have birthing hips <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, my I've got I've got a little bitty waist that just the bones just go down that much. But 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 like you know, it's it's a fucking struggle bus all the time with that shit, man. I'm I'm right in the middle of bulking and I'm eating so many calories. I'm I'm sick right now, like sick to my stomach. Like like I feel if I if you were like Kyle, I'll give you five hundred dollars to vomit right now. All right, where you want it? <laughs> That's why you're grossed out by wings right now. It's not because the thought of wings repulses you. It's because you've eaten yourself into damn near vomiting from trying to yeah. eat your macros. Yeah, Kyle's in the middle of bulking right now. I am in the middle of an unsuccessful cut. I am cutting four or five days a week. <laughs> That's an incredibly successful cut. No, That's it's not. That's exactly how you want to do it. No, it is. Like, like. Well, it's going to depend on what day six and seven look like, yeah. right? <laughs> you, can, you can ruin your whole. If week you're doing in a one cut. Day. If you're a 400 calorie cut a day and days six or seven are cheat days, you're probably not losing any weight over the uh, long term. Yeah. And, and just I, to keep in mind, I'm sorry to cut you off. I want to say this though. <laughs> I am always on the cutting edge of my cut. I am one nature's valley granola bar away from failure. Yeah. <laughs> and ruining the carpet. <laughs> What's that? And ruining the carpet. Like those things fall yeah. apart. You can mess everywhere. Now, when I was doing when I do a weight cut, it's not cutting four or five hundred a day it's cutting 100 uh a day it's it start like cutting 100 calories off a day and uh and you know adding 20 minutes of cardio and then those numbers move up over the course of weeks and weeks and months it's you don't notice 100 gone but then when 200 are gone and 300 are gone you're like fuck kind of kind of miss that extra rice every day because that's where it comes from you just pull carbs yeah. and the protein and fats the same or more or less i'll just get down on myself when i'm dieting like and i like it's funny what destiny was saying with the lifting thing where like I've been doing that for so long. Like if I miss a little bit of lift, like when I accidentally stabbed myself in the arm on that package and I had to miss a few weeks, like I was bummed, but it's like no part of me is fearful of not getting back in the gym. It's my favorite hobby. I know I will diet on the other hand. Like if I string together any success and then I like order a pizza and I wolf the whole pizza down, then I'm like, well, sell the farm. It's all over. You <laughs> fucked up again, you fat wow. piece of shit. And like I get in my head and I start insulting myself. And then I'm like, well, you may as well just eat a burger, you piece of shit. I don't know because like, I've grown up like I, maybe I didn't get sex shamed enough or whatever, but I have never, ever, ever been able to relate to guys that talk about like post fap, like, oh, what did I look at? I feel so bad about what I jerked <laughs> off. I've just I've never had that feeling. I don't care what I jerk off. I turn it off. I'm done afterwards. 
But if well, it's anything well, like the post meal shit, I can empathize because yeah, you'll be like, fuck, so much like meal. I'm so like, oh God. And until you're like really trying to like once, or, or maybe just for me, like, I don't think I've ever really known what it's like to be hungry. I, I think before you get into working out, like there are different types, like you get hungry, you want to eat or whatever. When you're like trying to lose weight and you're like mm -hmm. working out, like that hunger is a different type of feeling. And there for are sure. times like, oh God, like I'm just going to eat a thing. And then you just feel like a fucking loser. Like, why could I just mm -hmm. not? It's so temporary. The, 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 the joy that you get from eating whatever shit you do. And it's like, yeah, geez. But, but then you go right back to that bowl or that box or whatever's <laughs> there. Cause it's so good. And I, I, mean, I, I ruin with... my diet on the dumbest shit. I'll eat a whole box of extra toasty Cheez-Its. Oh for no. no reason. Yeah. Just because that, I want to. The yeah. household has to be on board with your diet too. Like if I'm dating, like I tell like my wife, like if, if you put this shit in the house, I'm going to fucking eat it. You have to not have it in here. Yeah. Like, oh, it around me. Oh. It's a if team ever, fucking effort. No, no, it no. It absolutely no. is. The See, worst I live you can ever do, if you ever date anybody or be with anybody that bakes, you're destroyed. Your life is over. My kid's mom is like it. She bakes the best. She always has like cookies or peanut mm -hmm. butter balls or whatever fucking brownies or whatever. It's like, bro, anytime I walk by, it's like an extra like quarter pound that I'm going to eat worth of shit yeah. and i can't help myself yeah and it's all butter i was <clears throat> that would legitimately like we were talking a few weeks ago about like hey what's the last time you actually got angry like like you know like not at like a video game that like i died or like or, or something mm -hmm. trivial i bumped my toe like, i ordered a burrito off of doordash from chipotle and it was wrapped so poorly it fell apart when i opened it and i almost cried <laughs> oh that's not angry is it <laughs> <laughs> it was angry and sad that's distraught <laughs> <laughs> so this was I had built my day on this pillar of happiness. <laughs> you know, funny. This That's was like thing. right in the beginning of when me and my wife started dating, and like we we actually we got it ordered. This like four years ago, and like I opened mine up, and it was just a pile of shit, not even all inside the tortilla. And I had I threw the most. I, we were like hungover or something. I threw the most bitch fit. Like I'm not even eating this. I wanted a burrito, not a burrito. But and like she was like, calm down. And I was like, I know what i ordered i didn't actually scream but i got yeah that was the last time i got really angry was that burrito kerfuffle i think the worst feeling is probably for me it's if you ever get any type of fast food and you get home and you have like a say like chicken nuggets or something or, or something like that and they like forget like a sauce and you're like mm -hmm. oh no that's the these dry these are horrible the sauce yeah. is the redeeming factor now you gotta go to the sauce drawer you don't have a sauce drawer in your house where you dump all this extra honey i don't have a sauce drawer but i do have a straw drawer because i'm tired of people forgetting my fucking straws i don't know what it is but i can't drink soda with ice and shit out of a paper cup it just feels fucking horrible oh, you're like, completely right the cup isn't stable enough right it, yeah and then like the ice cube it, they're like getting in your face and i feel like an autistic child like trying yeah. to fucking gargle <laughs> sure. my fucking soda like a moron it's getting all over i gotta go into the bathtub just anytime i want to get a drink of coke because i know i'm gonna make a fucking mess like yeah fuck and when you have facial hair there's always that remnant yeah, it's always mustache from the ice that touches that the is yeah. just better if you have a beard for sure Absolutely. for everyone it's better mm. You guys have very similar beards. Like I'm looking at them. I think that if I use Photoshop to swap them, no one would notice. <laughs> I mean, there people tell us that all the there. time. We look exactly alike. Yeah. We're the, yeah. We're the same weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no the, uh... the beard is like so clutch for an overweight man. It's makeup it's for facial contouring yeah. for guys. Right, right. Like, like men, yeah. women get to do makeup. They get to give themselves cheeks. They get to accentuate, the, accentuate their lips. Like whatever it is that makeup does for women, it makes them look better. It clearly does. Ever see a woman with no makeup? It's like, baby, are you sick? Right? Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Woody. I, clearly, neither of you have ever seen a woman without makeup. Before. I've seen plenty of women without makeup, but I know. No, no, I, I can tell you. Have. They look like baby possums. Absolutely have. They look like baby possums. <laughs> they're, all, they're all pink and squinty eyed. <laughs> 
It's like, your eyes were bigger yesterday. Like, yeah, yeah. I draw them on. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Like, baby, did your eyelashes fall off? No, these are my yes. actual eyelashes. <laughs> yes, here they <laughs> like, are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but for guys, we have beards. The beards, get, like, you know, any double chin you have, one chin again. You know, your whole face is just sort of drawn into what it should be. Yeah. I saw um, one of those crazy makeup videos on uh, Reddit, and the girl turned herself. I didn't know what she was going to turn her into, herself into. I just started watching this little Asian girl go to work. And with that, by the time she was done, she was Jack Sparrow. And it wasn't even like, oh, that's kind of Jack Sparrow. It was like, is that Johnny Depp on the set of fucking Pirates? Like, she did such a good job. It wasn't even a question as to whether that is Jack Sparrow or not. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like do, that this do one about is... being 35 <laughs> <laughs> i like oh, that we're pro man on the podcast there's not enough pro man vibe in the world there's not I, enough man i content i had to be careful i'm, I'm trying to be super pro woman right now because i've turned my audience into incels because women, uh. women are so hateable man and i've spent way too much time <laughs> I've been way too much. Especially if you're like dating or married to my, I would say my wife is pretty attractive. Being around attractive women will make. That's you because hate you've women. never seen her without makeup. I, I love you, but being around being around attractive women will make you hate women more than any other thing in your life. Like listening to her and her friend. There was a she had a friend over the other day, um, and she was talking about like, oh, like um, you know, there's a lot of concerts that happen down here in Miami, blah blah blah. And she's like, oh yeah, I know, but like I never think ahead of time, you know, like get tickets or whatever. She's like, oh, what do you mean? It's like, well, you like buying tickets or whatever. She's like, oh no 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 no, like look at this. And she goes through this whole thing about how like anytime there's a concert, she to go to she mm -hmm. changes her tinder profile to be like oh anybody going to xyz and want to take me and she always gets like free things to concerts always has guys houses she can sleep over for yeah. i remember her and and melina um went out to go to dinner once and she's like wow this place is like hundred dollars a person isn't she's like yeah and she's like hold on give me a second let me find some guys to like take us or whatever it's like, what the fuck are you guys jesus christ yeah yeah what a life Can you I, imagine I, that? i'm glad that's the avenue like that i knew that that's the avenue you were going to take for why you know being around hot women makes you hate women because it's the same feeling that people get around not being around, but observing the 1%, like seeing people who have privilege that they uh -huh. don't have for no good reason. And, and they're it's like, hey, I, 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 I would like those privileges. I don't know, make $100 million then. Hey, I'd like those privileges too. Grow some titties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was gonna say that it's so funny because it's like I live like the either the stereotype or the reverse stereotype depending on how you see it. When I was like doing carpet cleaning, working class, losing my house, my life sucked. I was very conservative, very libertarian. Like I'm just gonna keep working and working. I can pull myself. I can do anything. I gotta work, 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 work. And then when I got, I would say I'm relatively wealthy, upper middle class, or whatever. Now, now I'm like, damn, life is bullshit for working class people. Like I can speed around. <laughs> I can. I haven't registered my car in four years. So I don't give a fuck. If I get caught with anything, I just pay my way out of it. I do whatever the fuck. Like I'm driving around. <laughs> Nebraska played still in fucking Miami. Like, I don't give a fuck about anything. I can either buy my way out of anything or pay somebody to do something for me for anything. And it's like a, you live a totally different world. It's a totally different lived experience. Like the little fine, the, the little fines that are meant to keep the lower class in line. Like those are <laughs> those are just um the price of admission. Uh, yeah, once. basically. Yeah. And, 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 and we're not talking about and we're not talking about actually being wealthy. We're talking about like, okay, I'm I mean, look at it the other day. Uh, what the average rent, like the mean rent in the United States, is two thousand dollars a month right now. You're mm -hmm. to qualify, you need to be three. You need to make three times that per month. So you need to make seventy-two thousand dollars per year. The mm -hmm. average income is around fifty. Okay, yeah, so the something cool, there right? doesn't add up. So we're not talking that. about an absurd amount of money to get out of like the little ro speed the rat bump race. If you're mm -hmm. making one hundred seventy thousand dollars a year, which isn't like bonkers. Oh my God, your your family doesn't have to work anymore. Money. It's like. Hey, he's the manager over there, huh? Kind of money. 
Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't really care about registering your your play. Oh, if my, you make a hundred, let me jump done? in. If you make one hundred and seventy grand a year, and then you get a two hundred and fifty dollar fine, the thought is like, the fuck? I have to use? Do I even have a stamp? Like yeah. I, have to, I have to write a check and mail it. My time is valuable, you know. Like it's not. Oh my god, two fifty. It's like, yeah. The if you get like, if you get a notice about like owing on your taxes, it's like those fucking bastards. It's not like oh, my home, my life. Like oh, I got a good example. That doctor's appointment I went to the other day. Um, I self pay, um, and I needed to get a new updated physical exam for my uh, my TRT stuff. I'm getting new blood work done. And uh, I also need a new physical to go along with it. And it's just a sports physical. It's it's that checklist you got you guys got for sports growing up. Um, no hernias and blood pressure, e ears and eyes. That's that's Always literally it. Just on a prostate right? check. Mm -hmm. Nah, this um, woman had fat fingers. And uh, <laughs> don't, don't thread me with a I mean, good time. I only like, go to fat fingered perfect. male doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, you don't like guy in Milwaukee here. who won the arm wrestling competition? Just that guy. I'm like, keep checking. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't think you need Rudy this four times a week <laughs> <laughs> i can he's actually like a... see in there it's fine <laughs> <laughs> you're clean <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bay window now <laughs> a porthole um, yeah, no it's like 120 dollars to like show up and i'm like yeah it sounds fine uh i was also getting a prescription done but then like i got home and I got an email that said, okay, you paid the 120 And keep in mind, I stopped by a cashier on my way out. And they're they like, oh, you're good to go. They charged me another 226 for some for like what they called a physical. It was some sort of, like, they called it something fancy. I don't remember what they call it. But mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, I call up and I'm like, hey. well, first of all, let me just say, 226 extra dollars didn't ruin my day. But I can imagine, like, like, what if I didn't have two hundred twenty-six fucking dollars, and they just threw that on there unexpectedly? Uh -huh, yeah. That could ruin someone's whole. If I had children to feed, um, mm -hmm. or, or, or if I like gasoline's almost five dollars a gallon here, like, like, Jesus Christ, I, I, that that would really ruin someone's fucking week or month. That could throw someone into an absolute like crying on the floor. What am I gonna do? Kind of situation. For sure, um, like you'd be fucking destitute. Like yeah, some people, if that happens. I, did you see that thing the other day where the lady cried at her doctor's appointment and then the doctor charged her like $60 for some sort of like emotional well-being check? Oh, I saw that. I'm willing to bet that for those trips, because I know that sometimes people get a little crazy online, not to mm -hmm. be a buzzkill, but I, there must have been something different, like either a specialist that comes in or some sort of, it can't literally just be the doctor listening to you cry. There, ha there has to be something else, I would imagine. There, there, maybe he was, maybe she was really oh. bitching his ear off. I'll say this. If your doctor likes you, they won't check boxes that see what in my case, I didn't see the doctor I normally see. I saw his mm -hmm. daughter mm -hmm. and uh, and I and I, I think that she didn't have a personal relationship with me, which is why she charged me for that. Two hundred twenty six. Not yet. Um, <laughs> but, but her father um, is always like the opposite. He's like, oh, well, that's it. Nothing. Well, that's. And she'll charge like the, the minimum, the $50 or whatever to show up. Like, like uh -huh. that's his bag. He's already got his retirement. He's 70 something years old, just in there for the lulls. She's grinding away, trying to squeeze some extra money out of me into that clinic. You know who but, has their retirement? The orthopedic surgeon, the Woodworth C. <laughs> oh, you're guy. goddamn right. <laughs> we were putting his kids through college at this point. I mean, your insurance. Those guys make so much money. Yeah, it seems surgeons. like me too. 
Oh, goddamn. Imagine yeah, any surgeon's probably doing decently if you're how is <laughs> I'm sure. I didn't know how well dermatologists did until I looked at it. Like as far as the hardest special, one to get into. I didn't know it was so hard, but as far as specialties go, like dermatologists make a shitload. And it's like as far as the actual procedures they're doing, not nearly as invasive as most shit. Mm-hmm. So that would probably, but also you have yeah. to like probably a it's lot medical of school. It's so you have to go mostly the just skin deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like being a dentist. I don't know. I I don't understand why I'm not saying it's wrong that it is, but like, why is dermatology so tough? It seems like it's right there with like, what's foot doctor? Pediatrist. Podiatrist. Podiatrist. Yeah. Thank you. Like, like, wait, why do we think it's tough? I read it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the internet. Destiny. Don't question it. It's definitely Maybe, true. Is it like a really high volume service? Cause like everybody at some point in their I life is going to get a skin issue. Right. I think so. it's probably because it's so varied, right? There's a, there's a big variety of things that a dermatologist would do everything from an, an oncologist who's looking for different kinds of skin cancer. Like, like I think I ha- that I had on my eye or whatever. And then you've got some guys just trying to make girls pretty. And then you've got plastic surgeons who are giving people facelifts. They're probably dermatologists too. Right. If they're, Doing that sort no, of thing? plastic surgeons no? are just surgeons. They're just yeah, surgeons. Yeah, they're... yeah. Okay. No, plastic they're surgeons is one of the toughest thing. as well. Although this website I'm looking at doesn't. Oh, I just oh, say, but they they're, they're not. Yeah, I, I, I was. I guess it's dumb of me to like equate oh. someone who operates on skin with someone who specializes in skin. I guess that's... Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't going to draw attention to it. Well, thank you. Thank you for not calling. <laughs> <isn't> really <laughs> out you really embarrassed me there. <laughs> the formatting sucks, but that's an ordered list of the most competitive medical specialties. Number one, plastic surgery. Number two, dermatology. Number three, neurosurgery. What? Number four, ENT, ortho, interventional radiology, radiation, oncology, vascular surgery, general surgeon, med peds. So, My guess is going to be that the these easiest? probably aren't ranked from hardest to easiest. It probably is a big supply-demand thing. So, like, I bet that, like, in terms of surgeons, plastic surgery is probably a massively in-demand thing. It's like the amount of procedures and everything expands, and people want these types of doctors. That's probably... And then dermatology also, because, like, dermatologists, they probably get a lot of, like, customers over and over again, because, like, skin conditions come and go and everything. Yeah. And then, like, everybody, like, tons of people can see dermatologists for hair problems, for eczema, for all sorts of shit. That'd be my guess. And a lot of like, I mean, it's the same way Like you can use it to. So a lot of the way these doctors make revenue is by turn. So like the number of people they can see on a given day. So like a plastic surgeon isn't going to be able to see a total of people as high as a dentist. I know a dentist in the same doctor, but like a dentist makes money by getting as many people in and out a day as possible. A dermatologist, because their procedures are so quick, I imagine they operate on like a volume thing as well, where they're trying to get, you know, a shit ton of small procedures in that each kind of rake in a decent amount. But yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. Uh, I did I see. Know. I was over on. Uh, we were talking about the money thing, and I was on your Twitter earlier, Destiny, looking, seeing what you were up to. Oh, I saw boy. you treated something about like uh, you said, like millennials need to Fucking learn how millennials. To yeah, making two hundred fifty k a year plus, like fifty percent of them say they're living paycheck to paycheck. I'm like, you guys fucking serious? This does see. It, it literally says that. of millennials making a quarter million dollars a year or more report living paycheck to paycheck. I, I'm bad. I can't imagine that being true. How, what are you buying? Like, I, I don't Um, get that. uh, They're they're buying two cars and they're, and each one is $1,200 a month. And then they're paying paying $3,500 a month of rent. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute. $6,500 $6,500 of my money just disappears every month. That still it, doesn't get you very far into, into wasting a quarter mil, though, does it? That's yeah, a, I was gonna a lot of people. Holy shit, you can, 
All right, let's let's start. First there. of all, it, remember that a quarter mil is like 150 one grand take home, something one, like that. Only so, if you pay taxes. Yeah. Well, so now like we're that, down to hold on. That's a lot of taxes. A hundred thousand disappearing at a two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that including yeah. like healthcare and everything as well in your paycheck? Or Dude, I'm not wrong. A hundred grand out of two hundred fifty grand. That sounds about right to me. Jeez. And okay. um, it's almost like forty percent. Maybe in California or. Uh, is it forty percent? I. Well, anyway, sorry, like that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot though. Let's use let's use one fifty as the operating amount though. Yeah, like, I, I don't think it's sure. too far off. Like, don't forget, yeah, we have one hundred fifty thousand. Social security tax. taxes that take a yeah. uh, that go for a bunch of that. Zach says one hundred and sixty eight k is a better number. I'm, I'm sure one fifty is an easier number to use. So <laughs> okay, yeah, think, yeah. About, think about that. So total three grand a week, you know, you can spend that. And and I, so I used to do people's taxes, and. Um, the amount of money that they saved and the amount of money that they earned weren't as tightly related as you'd think. Like I remember Bill Clinton raised income taxes on the top percentage of people. And like we had a heart surgeon who was thinking about selling his second beach house. It's like, did, you have two summer homes? What'd you say? I said that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> poor soul. <laughs> poor soul. Guy. And we had a school teacher who made 30 grand a year. They make 36 now. It's gone way up since then. And uh, uh, she was worth $3 million. She lived a very poor lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But like so, someone do who's good at math, do this. 52 weeks a year, yeah. 150 grand, about three grand a week, okay. right? Yeah. How the fuck do you spend three grand a week? Because not all of that is just going out to eat and immediately like uh, perishable food items. Like if, if they go bananas and get a Tesla, that's like that's a one year expenditure. Like on uh, for like the yeah, I mean, even a Tesla thing. would be pretty with the aren't the, aren't the model S is like 80K or something or 100K. <clears throat> How much are they? I have no idea. I just I I I I refuse to believe that someone can make one fifty a year and be living paycheck to paycheck. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. As a really wealthy person, the people that I hate the most in society are middle class people. And when I was Go a working on. class person, the people that I hate the most in society were middle class people. Because middle class people, they 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 want to have the status of being upper class, but they constantly mm -hmm. act like they're fucking working class. So like I'll hear people say shit like this, like, oh, like I'm living paycheck to paycheck, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, what does paycheck to paycheck mean to you? It means that when I get home with my family after a two-week vacation at Disney World, I'm having trouble making like the third car payment for my second child. It's like, are you fucking serious? Like, what do you mean? You're fucking living paycheck? <laughs> like, you, even if we do that post-tax, you're saying $3,000 a week. Holy shit. Like, I remember like $2,500 a month doing like carpet cleaning. It's like, how the fuck do you guys blow mm -hmm. so much goddamn money on like crazy shit? I don't want to pull the avocado toast memes, but like budget your shit. That's insane. Mm. There's so much money that's being like wasted on stuff. Or I shouldn't say wasted, but like at the very least, like acknowledge that you have a spending problem. If you're making that much money and you're actually struggling, short like any like major health issues or, you know, some other like huge circumstance. Um, yeah, I will I, say that I, if you've got sense. any sort of like, one of those really shitty healthcare situations, like a kid who needs wh whatever kind of medicine and it gets ridiculously expensive, like that can just suck all yeah. the wind out of a, a yeah. healthcare is a whole different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it, a, a millionaire, <laughs> like a, a, someone who's worth $3 million can go bankrupt in a couple of years because someone they love got cancer. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's probably. totally different. That's I remember when I, um, my kid's mom had stage four non Hodgkin's lymphoma and we were still like, 
we, we hadn't like officially separated because all the paperwork or whatever bullshit. Um, but because we hadn't officially separated, I was still filing taxes, head of household and everything. And for purposes of Medicaid and everything, we were still considered like joint income. She didn't qualify for any of that shit. I didn't have health insurance. I was a fucking streamer. And I remember I had to buy one of her medications one time. I went to a pharmacy and for two pills to take home, it was a thousand dollars. Like the next day we filed the paperwork for everything. Like I can't pay for this. We're going to go fucking bankrupt. Like I was only making like, I think I made like 115,000 that year, which was way better than I made before, but not enough to pay for like fucking that, that for $500 pills. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. That <laughs> shit was insane. Fuck. I, yeah. I have a lot of sympathy for, um, for <laughs> Did, that stuff. For, how for tempted are you at that point to be like, can I look at those before I pay them? I want to make sure those are the two pills that I needed today. And they just run. Bring her with you and be like, take it. <laughs> <laughs> or you do, or you do the, the, the poor person shampoo thing. You take them home and you crush. Them. It's like, okay, we're going to mix these with water. Okay. This is going to be four oh. treatments instead of two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to dilute it a little pill, bit. All right. Lick the pill. And then you put it back in the bottle. <laughs> Just get better a little at a time with your yeah. pill licks. No, that oh. shit's absurd. Like you can't hold people. You can't hold people to task for losing their money because of medical stuff because we have a, a yeah, fucked up sucks. system and there's nothing to be done on their behalf about it. But like, if it, let's picture a thirty, someone like me, thirty-one years old, making one fifty after taxes. Let's say I'm even in New York. What am I doing to spend that much money? Oh, that's well, fucking absurd. Well, you, I will say, if you're not careful. And I, because my thought process was when I jumped from um, into from nothing into streaming, the first year of streaming, because it was just crazy. I think I made about one hundred thousand dollars. And my thought was like I was getting about like seven or eight thousand dollars a month in terms of like raw income because I was a ten ninety nine employee. I wasn't paying mm -hmm. taxes or whatever. And I had the same process. I was like I'm getting eight thousand dollars a month. It is impossible for me to spend this much money. I went from making twenty five hundred <laughs> to eight thousand. Yeah, that shit was fucking one hundred percent gone. I didn't save anything <laughs> for tax or anything. I don't know how, but if you're not careful, money can slide through your fingers like nothing. Like until you're making at least like five or six hundred thousand a year, like. 100, 200, 300,000 a year, that you can lose that. Um, if you order out every single day, that's easily like one to $3,000 a month that's gone, depending on that how much shit time. you spend. Yeah, people that on that Uber Eats and that DoorDash grind will lose a fuck ton of money. I've um, always considered people who have like one or $2 million to be in the danger zone, right? Of <laughs> being stupid as fuck, yeah. You're a millionaire or multimillionaire, but dude, you can lose it. You know, you just fucking buy all the stuff you want because now you're a millionaire and that shit will go away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you have five million, then all of a sudden your returns are getting you like four hundred grand a year. You can be a little stupid, but if you have one million, you can lose it. You can mm -hmm. easily spend more than your you know stock market gains and, and ruin your principal. Especially when people are taking on more monthly payments too, instead of just making dumb purchases, they make dumb purchases that they have to start paying every month, and they're mm -hmm. yeah, you can yeah, you can slide into oblivion very quickly doing dumb shit like that. I, I, it is so. Is it distracting to anyone else how much Destiny's background looks like the Italian flag? Yeah, Shut very the fuck much. Up. Yeah, my stream says it all the time. What do you want to do? Like, 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 it's got to be by design, I like right? It. I just picked random colors. They look nice. Okay, you probably <laughs> just no, I'll change nice. one of them. Okay. The problem no is, problem is that like in Europe, you guys don't have cool, real flags. Okay, we have awesome flags in, in in Asia and in the United States. Our flag is awesome. In Europe, their flags are just three fucking colors on ninety nine percent of them, or they copy the fucking stripe shit and they do that. So whatever three colors I pick in my background, it's gonna be some fucking flag. I think I went through like six different things one day, and I learned about all the boring fucking flags of Europe. It's like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm keeping these colors. They look <laughs> I'm nice. a little fuck biased me. here. Is the United States flag the best flag in the world? 
When you look at how boring all of the stripe flags for Europe are, the United States flag is pretty cool. Maybe not the best. I, I think but it's right off cool. the bat, right off the bat, we eliminate every flag that's nothing but two to three stripes and every flag that's just an intersecting line with yeah. four different colors. Cut all those right. out. They all the Nordic Japan, countries gone. Japan yep. stays because Japan's <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. I saw it on Reddit. Oh, come on. I know. Japan oh. redesigned their flag in like that. Uh, I don't know. Like at some point in the last century, they redesigned it. They just changed it to a slightly different shade of red. That was it. It's still the fucking same size dot in the middle of a, a white field. But I do like the original. I don't know. There's something understated about that. I like the Japanese flag. Australia's you like the Japanese flag, one. Australia's flag is about being a bitch. Like, like you've still got like some stuff from the last country, right? From England on there. I know their Always, money. I, yeah. I know them and Canada both have like the Queen's money on the or the Queen's face on their money. Uh, Canada's flag, very cool. I like the I like the maple leaf thing. I think that's uh, I don't know. I you like, like their flag. They did their own thing. Yeah. You know what I like? I like Mexico's flag with the because the it's eagle. like it's like Italy's except they add, they add a little spice into it. They throw the yeah. eagle in the middle. I, I like not just an eagle, an eagle fucking up a snake. That's good. That's cool. Is it that's is, is Poland? Is it Poland? Romania? One of those countries has like a dragon. Oh, no way. it's um, isn't it where Valentina Shevchenko's? Is it Poland? No, I don't oh, know. But Poland. whatever Poland the dragon the country one. is, yeah, not Poland. Poland is like two colors, right? Some stupid. Yeah. And the Romanian one is boring too. Yeah, um, most of the flags fucking suck. Like, like, oh, that's the flag you're talking about. That, Wait, which flag is, is that? that? Welsh. Welsh. Okay, well then, Welsh. I like the Welsh flag a lot, and I like the way the dragon is like they're holding to that like bad Middle Ages art. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and you know what? Stick stick by your guns. The, like and that. the dragon's like deuces, and he, yeah. he's just like, like where's he going? What's he up to? Yeah, I like that one more. If you're there as a foreigner, you're like if you say the wrong thing, there's like there's not a zero percent chance that you might get fucking guillotined. You know, maybe it's possible. It's not zero. maybe they play for keeps. Not zero percent chance. Yeah, I think there's a list of best flags. <laughs> I'm sure somewhere. Just as a quick thing, I looked up the income tax things. I was curious what Woody said, and it seems like in most places with um with a normal income tax, you do pay about a hundred thousand on two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So good job, Woody. Yeah, this is one um, of the things I know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Woody is an accountant. Accountant over there. I don't. I, he's uh, he's he's from a. Uh, I used to be an accountant, a junior one. I have an accounting mm-hmm. degree. I'm capable of estimating these things roughly. How old were you when you were when you started in the accounting firm? Nineteen. Okay, nice. there we go. Yeah. So you, he's, I, he's up to date on the cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> it actually hasn't changed a ton. It, it's I not that know. hard to keep track of the changes. And I'm sure you have. Um, uh, I think I think the states that have zero income tax, I think people underestimate how valuable that is, especially if you have a business. Oh, I don't. I just moved from California to fucking Florida. My basically, I just think of how much is free here now. If I just ignore the fact that I would have been paying however much state income tax yeah. in California that I would be here is like insane. Yeah. Yeah, I've never thought about it until Taylor brought it up not too long ago that sports teams that exist in those states have a huge advantage because, oh, yeah. like, if you're right, if you're now, don't get me wrong. If you're if you're some little team from Florida and the Yankees want to like, they can outspend you. But but like if you're like Not neck hockey. and neck with somebody else, if like they can afford to give you one point five million and you can uh, and in Florida they can only give you one point three. It's like when you do the math, it's like not having to pay that state income tax. It's probably coming close. You know what I mean? Like like, oh, like yeah. they can outbid people just because of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And That's why Tampa has such a Tampa has such a world beater team. 
because and like unlike baseball, Cheated. the Montreal Canadiens can't p- pay any more than the Tampa Bay Lightning. And so Tampa's like, hey, Stamkos, we'll give you eight million dollars a year. And he's like, wow, that's like eight million dollars a year. And Montreal's mm. like, we'll give you ten. And he's like, wow, that's like six million dollars a year. <laughs> and then he, he goes to Florida. And so these Florida sports teams are going to keep getting better, I think, disproportionately. Like, Tennessee. And, and, you know, where are the other places that do that? Tennessee and Florida are the ones. Obviously, I'm here in Georgia. So Texas, right? Wait, Tennessee has no state income tax? As far as I know, yeah. I did not know oh, that about Tennessee. Florida doesn't. Washington doesn't. Um, I think Delaware doesn't. Am I right about uh, yeah, Texas? Yeah, Delaware. Texas right. doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, I think there's like one or two more states that nobody cares Delaware? about. Delaware? Yeah, I think yeah, 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 Delaware's like Delaware. the biggest one, yeah. I Vegas to... might not, or not Vegas, um, Nevada, I think, right? Not sure. I don't know about that. I always assume they taxed a lot over there. but I've A lot of times Trump and states that have a huge tourism industry just tax the tourists. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's. I mean, makes sense. Not, right? Smart, yeah. right? People, no, it, they're, they're already it helps you win elections. Yeah, helps you win hockey games. <laughs> helps you win all sorts of things. Way more important than your stupid politics shit is <laughs> the Stanley Cup. But oh, I wouldn't. Dude, if, I wouldn't mind politics with destiny. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, just as a slight boring political topic, I wouldn't mind the high tax states because a lot of people make fun of me, like, "Oh, you're a big liberal and you move from California to fucking uh, Florida." Oh, I did go to the low tax place, which I did, and tax was mm-hmm. a big fucking reason about it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. care as much if I felt like I got something for my taxes. Like, um, not to. Huh. I was just to make sure my wife's not listening because I fucking hate making any concessions to her ever as a fucking. <laughs> this <laughs> is great um, husband behavior. Never yeah. admit you're wrong. Go to the mat over everything. Not. Stigma man. Fuck would I ever admit? Yeah, Gerald Center back home before I'm ever admitting. Okay, they're, they're, you must have that feeling where it's like, if I'm among other Americans, I will shit on this country relentlessly because there's so many horrible fucking things that <laughs> go on here. But as soon as a European shows up, I am the most patriotic fucking Braveheart, <laughs> Mel Gibson motherfucker, back to back World War champs, like undefeated Super Bowl world, like baseball, whatever. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's um, why I could never stand Pierce Morgan. It's like, you're making good points, but fuck you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah get them, go back to your country. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, if, I, if I'm in, like, if I had, like, if, if if LA or if these really high tax areas were like European cities where they're like pretty clean, the roads are really well taken care of, they've got awesome buses, public transit, fucking ever. It's like, okay, yeah, fuck it. I'll pay the taxes. I spent some time up in uh, New York City, um, especially in a lot of like Manhattan. That's a mm-hmm. place where it's like, you know what? If I get taxed a lot, that's cool. I have a subway, the buses work, tons of fucking taxis. It's relatively clean. Um, even though people in New York City say it's dirty, but I don't think they've ever been to like Seattle or fucking LA or LA. Miami before. Yeah, I don't think they've ever been there before. If you think, or at mm-hmm. least for Manhattan. Um, but yeah, yeah like in LA, way. there's like the streets are fucked. I have a little focus RS. I can't pull out of anything without my fucking bumper scraping the ground because everything's so fucked on all the like everything there's so many homeless people everything is disgusting everything's fucking falling apart like mm-hmm. what the fuck am i getting for all my money like it just feels like a ripoff you know that, it that drives me crazy yeah getting no tangible benefits for a huge uh-huh. amount of money out of your pocket are, are you uh i saw you've been doing some stuff about like getting into guns or more into guns i know you've been a gun guy for a long time oh yeah it's well in california i couldn't bring i only have like a glock and a mosa i couldn't bring either to california because they're literal nazis when it comes to it but now i live over in florida uh something i've been doing recently is trap shooting is actually so much fun it's so much fun i never would have thought that like shooting at a moving target could be infinitely more entertaining than just going to a range and like oh shooting at the same thing but yeah so Does i've got the like target a sh- go away from you or across from left to right or right to left 
Uh, super depends. You can do, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. I think trap shootings where you just, you pull and either one or two will fly away from you at the mm -hmm. same like trajectory and everything. Then there's like either skeet shooting or clay shooting or whatever, but you can have like different stations set up that shoot different things so, in different directions. It mm -hmm. super depends. Yeah, if go. It, I, yeah, before the expert speaks, I want to go first. <laughs> Sorry, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> if the target goes away from me, I can hit it because it's kind of like in the same thing and I can stay aimed at it. If the target goes left, like across your horizon, that's actually not possible. And it's done with magic and visual effects. Yeah. Well, you so, can, oh, God. <laughs> there's a bunch of different things that are all called different names that are about shooting clay targets, but trap mm -hmm. uh, is uh, meant to simulate the old game of having birds in a trap. And you got some poor surf down there, opening the cage up and letting it go and run away from you. So those go straight away from you. You'll either stand at a stationary station or, or move from station to station. But the wobble trap is always throwing a target away from you in some, usually in some random like angle, but away from you. Then mm -hmm. skeet, um, same thing. You're moving from station to station, but there's a, a high tower on your left and a low tower on your right. And they're throwing skeet, intersecting, sometimes in singles, sometimes in pairs. Uh -huh. uh, and then there's five stand sporting clays, which where you go to five different stands. And there are multiple machines, maybe five, six, seven machines, giving you varied combinations of targets. And then there's sporting clays, which is basically golf, but with a shotgun, where you go mm -hmm. to about 18 different holes, if you want to call them that, and shoot five to eight targets per uh, per hole. And it adds up to roughly 100 shots at the end. And everybody gets scored one, out of, one through 100. Uh -huh. I mean, that... It's the, the most I've, fun you can have with a gun. The, the it, one, it is a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. I've only done publicly, I've only done the one where you go stand between like the silos and they shoot those out, the towers you were saying. <laughs> what we generally did on my grandparents' farm is just one of those like tires, and then you have to like hold the shotgun in your left hand and then you pull the lever and it fires yeah. it out. Kyle, when I said the tire, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you use a tire as the base for it because it lays more. Uh, more steady. On, are you, on, are, are on you talking around. about the one you've got to cock yourself? So you got to you got to crank it back, and then you like hold your shotgun in your left hand. You pull the string with your right hand, and then you quickly aim and shoot. That's more high class than what I've done. Mine, I've seen. So they put the the pigeon, which is like a little clay disc, in a high lie sort of thing, and one guy throws it in the air, and the other guy shoots it. Hopefully, don't hit your friends. Yeah, I mean, I've only I've done that, but like, mm. I had most fun with that throwing it with my right hand and shooting it. Like and then pulling the gun up and shooting it. That's not possible. It's it's totally possible. I, twelve twelve year old Taylor fucking di all day out there on the farm <laughs> firing that shit up. I loved it. It was great. I, I would do it every time I went to my grandparents as a kid. I'd be like, Grandpa, you have clays? And he'd be like, Yeah, I got clays for you. And then he'd like get like two big boxes, and I would just run through all of them, missing more than is appropriate because it, it's, it's a little disappointing <laughs> to miss the clays because mm. you'll see it like you just get a fat miss, and then you see it just go gently yes just a little crack when it so goes. i was a little spoiled um when i was a kid you know we had the we had all we had all those things we the, the hand mm -hmm. thrower one isn't necessarily the basic bitch thing we we would use it for like trick shots and like learning to hit very difficult angles and stuff um and then there's the big spring-loaded thing that you cock and ours wasn't on a tire dad built this like stand for it that like went into the ground so it was kind of at like chest height so it was easier to cock but then at 16, I kind of got into sporting clays. So my dad bought a five-stand sporting clays range. So I had top-of-the-line, like, industrial resort-style machinery that's solar-powered awesome. battery. So everything's on a computerized system that you could work with your phone. And you could pre-program different games. So it would always be different, the combinations that you were fed. Mm -hmm. um, so you and, and you could go, you could tell that's it to, like, you could be like, go crazy. And it'll be like, ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk. Kachunk, and now they just start every like 
0.8 seconds, a target gets thrown from somewhere. And it, you always, when you, for your shooting for stuff like that, are you expected to have like um like a like a five or six round internal magazine? Or are you expected to reload really fast? Or, oh, well, normally I, for a lot of the uh, stuff I've seen, you're supposed to have two shots basically every time, right? Um, well, you know, I, yeah, two is the most um is the biggest combination you're ever going to shoot when we're like doing mm -hmm. it the correct way. But yeah. if I'm just out there training, then I'm like run them and i've got three shotguns sure okay I, okay yeah and i just load them up as many shells as they'll hold you have three um, oh three double barrels or just three like three semi-autos like three semi-autos like ready to go and i'm just going as fast as i can like if i'm training like i'm trying to get better i would shoot two or three hundred shot like like a day every day and um and then like dove season would come around after months of shooting 300 clays a day and at the at we got the machines going 45 50 miles per hour the even the rabbit which is this skeet that like yeah. rolls on its end and hops along the ground like i it they barely would get out of the machine after a while <laughs> i would hear the kathunk and i would just go and like know where it was going to be and shoot it so you can get really sharp with a sporting clays range but that that's the that's a that's the that's the most fun you can have with a gun without animals being involved i think sure. um, if you yeah. if you ever really want to have a crazy time and, and and blow some money at the same time it's Texas helicopter hog hunting. Jesus Christ. They'll put you, they'll, they'll find, they've got badass pilots who do that shit all the time. They'll put you in the side of an R22 helicopter and he'll fly that thing sideways. And your door is the leading edge of the helicopter. Like, <laughs> like, 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 and you're half, you're, you're one ass cheeks on the seat, one, one's off. And you're like strapped in, leaning out with an AR 15 and he's chasing pigs sideways, going 25, 30 miles per hour, 30 feet off the ground. And you're just and you can see the impact. So it's like a video game. Like, like you don't need to use a sight. You can adjust your impacts. That's awesome. What are when you're shooting clays, what are you using, Destiny? Do you get a new gun or an old shotgun? Um, I ordered a nice one to go shooting, but I've it's just been whatever shotguns I've been renting um at whatever places I go to, basically. Yeah. Or if I've got a friend that does a couple, like I might shoot with them or whatever. What would you order? What'd you pick out? Um, it's a, it's a Browning shotgun. I'm embarrassed to say, because I had a friend recommend it, but it's a really, it's like a $5,000 shotgun. So I feel like a fucking loser, but <laughs> Don't um, be embarrassed. it's, it's called the, I think it's called a synergy trap classic. Um, yeah, like the, Oh yes. Yeah. I have a friend that shoots professionally. He's like, cause I, cause I said, I went shooting and I really like doing trap shooting. And he's like, Oh, well you sure it was trap or ski. And then he explained the different times like, well, yeah. And he's like, well, do you want to do different kinds? I was like, yeah, I guess. And he said that, um, different shotguns excel at different types of shooting. Mm -hmm. And he's like, if you want a really nice like trap shotgun, you're going to spend like $2,000, but like you should have a different gun for everything. Or you can get a really mm -hmm. good one that you can like swap barrels and shit. I was like, okay, fuck it. Like link me, whatever. And it's like, yeah, I got that. That um, yeah. So I'm excited. That should be here in a week or two, hopefully. So, oh yeah, that'll be really it looks nice. slick. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, a, it's a nice fucking shotgun. It's a really nice shotgun. Uh, I knew a lot of guys that shot I love over-unders. They're mm -hmm. so cool looking. Does it? I, I, I didn't click it. it. Does it have a really high rib on it? Um, I think if you... Yeah, I think it does. I think it says high ribbed, right? Yeah, that's a trap thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I think you can take the barrel off or the ribbing off maybe too. I don't, I'll know more when I get it, I guess. But. Definitely take the barrel off. You know, It's going to come in two pieces, <laughs> which is one of the cooler things. It'll come in a nice case too uh, with the, the browning wheel. Yeah. Um, Fucking better, these, five grand. These are uh, these are pretty wild too. Um, but you got a really really nice shotgun that you could like keep for the rest of your life. Yeah, I hope and, so. Yeah, and and if you wanted for some reason to have children, they could have a really nice shotgun too. That's yeah. it. Yeah, no, sh th those shotguns are um, little works of art. Craigoff mm -hmm. does some wild stuff uh, with their wood. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I, I know that you can get uh, some of their woodwork where they, they use this petrified forest somewhere in Europe that's like the, the forest was like uh, it's been in, a, been in a swamp for so long that the wood is turned to stone through the petrification process. And they use that wood um, to, uh, to do some of their furniture. And it's real funky looking. But that's kind of like a basic bitch uh, Craig off trap gun. Uh-huh. I don't even want to know how much that costs. They're silly. Um, <clears throat> this one we're looking at now, Kyle. What can you scroll back up, Zach? Uh, what is the benefit of that like weird looking long sight? The long. Oh, the, that's the. Ri- oh, you're probably talking about the rib and how mm-hmm. high it is. Target acquisition more quickly. Um, this is a trap gun. Um, and like I don't know about comp- competition trap. I don't know what they do. But when I shot wobble trap, it was there was a good bit of reaction time because you hear the kachunk and then you have to find the target and get on mm-hmm. it and shoot. And it's, it's leaving you, you know, it's not like a left to right target where the more time you take, um, it, it's not going to change the amount of lead. It's like the, mm-hmm. the amount of lead is going to decrease because the target's slowing down as it, yeah. as it goes from left to right. This starts leaving you. It's getting more and more difficult to hit. Uh-huh. And that ridge on the top for me, it's easier it, to, faster on. target acquisition it's it, it, getting up and on the target yeah for me that's that, okay. that's what i would think i don't know something some... um prior prior to this a couple months ago i'd never shot a i just never shot a shotgun before no interest or or maybe i had once or twice at maybe an outdoor range but i just never thought about it much um i had the opportunity um i mean i think it like a month or two ago for the first time in my life um i swear i would never be the person to end up on one of the i won't because this video will never be released ever or somebody's dying um <laughs> have you ever seen the it's not a pistol grip shotgun. It's something worse. You know what I'm thinking of? It's like a the Serbu Super Shorties that are like this. It's it's not no no it's not the it's a nor, it's like a it's like a normal size shotgun, but the grip is there's no stock and you ha- your hand is like down on some bullshit. Just on a pistol grip in the back, it just ends right there. It's not even a pistol grip. It's worse than a pistol grip. Oh um, oh oh! It's um it's it's yeah yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. It looks sawed off almost. Yeah almost yeah. Uh, I shot one of these and I, I had a friend with me and he was telling me, he's like, this has got a lot of kick to it. It's like, I'm, don't worry. I'm good. I, you know, I watch videos, I shot rifles. I, you know, I'm, I got mm. it. And I yeah. shot some, um, and I shot some bird shot out of it. And it was, uh, it was a kick. I was like, damn, that like, oof, that hurt my wrist a lot. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. One of these type close, things, something close like enough. This. And, um, yeah. And then, and then he was like, <laughs> Hey, you should try, you should try a slug next. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. If you, if you you say so. So I load one in. He's like, this is gonna really kick. Never in my <laughs> life. Um, the video is amazing. It's like if, if you've ever played like a laggy video game before. I pull the trigger to shoot, and the gun literally teleports behind me like two feet, and it's just like <laughs> hovering in the air for a second. And I was like, I have no fucking idea. I thought I was about to die. Like, so, I mean, I only had one shot, but like, holy shit, yeah. I don't know if people shoot these like for real or if they only put in bird shot or whatever. But Jesus Christ, yeah, those you just got to be ready for it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, maybe. Or I'm just yeah. That, that dude was laughing for like. We, Next we, time you'll be you'll be braced. You'll be ready. You'll be good. No, because there's no way to brace it I, unless you are like really like. Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe Kyle could do it, but like, holy fuck, it's got to be like slightly a slug out of those things. Like, there's more left it, hand involved than you think. Because when it's like that, it's it wants to do this as much as sure. go back. It's 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 doing this and back. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it'll like you said, it'll leave you. I've seen it happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've seen that video of the. The like Arab guys from like 15 years ago oh, shooting yeah. the elephant gun, elephant where gun. it like they're like there's a guy feeling from like behind the glass behind the guy and like it bang the butt like bangs into the glass it shoots mm-hmm. back so hard it's like a rocket takes off and it was like and not one of those guys in that video knew how to shoot that 
yeah, think that, there was one dude at the very end who maybe one guy. does it and it was like and he sets it down and he was the only one in that video i remember the video you're talking about there's <laughs> one dude at the end that could do it but yeah it was uh, but all the rest it was like man you're lucky to be out of this with your life because those guns God. are expensive too those big bore rifles like, like I, I always felt bad watching that gun bounce around that room because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you expensive. knew the, the the price tag a lot of times those like big bore rifles I hear about like crazy prices. It's like, wait, that's a fourteen thousand dollar elephant gun. Okay. Like why? Oh yeah, you can't even kill elephants anymore. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, I think it's frowned upon. What, what they're invincible suddenly? Trust me, they'll die. They'll go down. They, I mean, you can, but ever since that dentist killed yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna guy, say it depends on yeah. what your job is, I guess. <laughs> and you know, like we we've talked about this before. That dentist was totally right. In the right, yeah. Literally, he was like, I want to kill a lion. And like a Kenyan was like, We have an older lion that is not allowing the younger males to mate with the lionesses. Can you kill this one for me? And he was like, Yeah, sure, that's fine. And so he kills that one, literally allowing the new adolescent males to come in and and promulgate the uh the, the group of lions, the pride and the fucking park made a bunch of money from it. And the dentist is like, Hey, look at me. And everyone's like, you fucking, I'm going to kill you. You monster. You kill that regal animal. And like, you see a picture of the lion and it's, it's like, it looks anorexic. Like it, it wasn't like a fit lion. It we got to clearly... get over this shit with these yeah. fucking animals. All right. Like, like, like it's Only us against them. Okay, mm -hmm. like maybe when we're in a perfect utopian fucking society, we can start worrying about the goddamn animals. It's us and dogs and that, and maybe cats, and that's it. Okay, you had me briefly. I would. I, I, the, everybody gets triggered when I do this one, but like, or if I have this argument, when I see people get so mad about like that, there was the fucking gorilla, um, there Harambe. was the Harambe, Harambe. Harambe. Yeah, yeah, the fucking lion or whatever. There's always one question when people get this fucking mad over this shit. I always say, "Are you a vegan?" If you're a vegan, you can be mad. If you're not a vegan, shut the fuck up. Why the fuck do you care? Like, you're eating, like, how many fucking cows, pigs, whatever the fuck else, every fucking day of your life, chickens. How, you obviously don't give a fuck down. Okay, cows are very friendly, cuddly creatures, and you're yes. crying over some random fuck line. Get the fuck out of here, you dumb yeah. fuck. Like, that is random true. Lions gorilla. are assholes. If you think lions are nice, you probably don't know any. You don't know yeah, any fucking lions, bro. They're and meaner versions just... of cats, and cats are assholes. Like, what yes, the fuck? Yeah. 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 Like, cats are horrible. If we are going to have an animal war, I'm not participating if cats are on our team. I'm joining the animals against the cats because they are, they're mean spirited. They're not be... kind. Dogs, on the other hand, loving, wonderful creatures. They love you with their whole heart. They would, if you died in your house and you have a dog, that dog would borderline starve to death before he started eating your body. A cat would pluck out your eyes for the fun of it. You'd be <laughs> exhaling your last breath, and the last thing you would see is a talon approaching your pupil. Like that would be <laughs> what a cat would do to you. And so I, I, I cannot stand behind, it, behind cats. Even the friendliest cats I've ever met are like a really pissy, mean dog. The yes. friendliest yeah, cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people are like, this cat is so amazing. He's nearly a dog. Yeah, this cat's so great. You, oh, really? Because if there's a dog behaving this way, I would think it was the least friendly dog of all time. I'd poison it. Yeah, I'm poisoning it. Yeah, the, the Harambe thing was silly too, because it was like, oh my God, they killed a gorilla. What happened? Oh, and they're like, on. well, a six year old got in there and the gorilla was potentially going to tear him limb from limb. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they killed see, it. See, what they should have done is, is like, I'm glad they shot the gorilla because um, yeah. those people got sad. 
and like fuck that gorilla. He was look, look, look that gorilla is so glad to get shot. He's like freedom. And that was that, that, was that gorilla's suicide by cop. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get out of his life as a drink. Why aren't you concerned about why they had a goddamn gorilla in a fucking zoo? Um, but but they should have when, when parents like drop their fucking toddler off in there. Like we need better repercussions. Like like I like it when they take kids away from parents and like. Mm. I like that a lot. To the <laughs> you take the child away from the parent and yeah. you put it in an exhibit until it raises enough money to pay for another harambe. See, that would maybe, be a, maybe, if, maybe if they were. Hear me out. All right, we maybe. lost. We're out of gorilla. Now we've got a six-year-old exhibit. I, I, yeah. no, first of all, I'm liking it, but my idea was to let the gorilla raise the child, right? Since the parent clearly is giving the baby to the gorilla, let the parent have Ooh. his way and Ooh. see if we get Tarzan. We could well. I don't think Tarzan was raised by gorillas because he was arboreal in his method of transportation, and so obviously he wasn't learning that from a ground-faring great ape. I mean, for you to suggest it is laughable. But which of course only populate equatorial Africa, so I don't even know where you're coming. Dude, if I worked at that zoo, I would have really pushed for the day after the Harambe thing. I'd be like, guys, it'll be funny. We'll make signs that say unattended children will be taken to the gorilla exhibit. Come on. Come on. They're like, come on. Yeah, that was that was a ridiculous thing that got a lot of attention for too long. I didn't care. I didn't care a bit. Um, on one I don't like hand, a gorilla was, dying. It didn't do anything. What I, what I was upset about was that the irresponsibility of the parent had clearly led to the death of the gorilla, and and like the parent wasn't being being punished for that. Like that's what I cared about. But I care. It must have been. There must have been some fine or something for the parents. No. Yeah. Fine. They should have to spend as much time in the. They're gorilla not allowed in the zoo did. anymore. They're not allowed to go the gorilla. to. Oh, I bet gorillas are expensive. I bet, but you know what? They did cost them a gorilla. It's true. Yeah. There's now, no when, way gorillas are cheap. And you know what? I bet they didn't even like sell its hands as ashtrays to 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 make money. <laughs> they just don't think like entrepreneurs like we do. No, no, right? no. They don't have that entrepreneurial mindset where they extract all the veins and sell them at the gift shop. I bet they you, fucking you know cremated that powdered, bitch with honor. Powdered gorilla <laughs> penis. Powdered gorilla penis on, uh, to, to the right customer. It's how I stay young looking. Three hundred dollars. No, you don't. You, no, not not powdered gorilla now. penis. Gorillas have the littlest penises. We, we've That's why it's so before. valuable. You only get a little. Wouldn't little, you want like a, a if you were looking you for a virility like thing, you'd you'd want like a powder of a of a chimp's testes. Have you seen those things? That's like a it's like an ostrich egg. That's why that stuff's cheap. You you, you kill one chimp, you got enough for the whole football team. Okay, well you're making points. My team Not always good, <laughs> you're making points. We always snorted chimp testicles before a big game. Yeah, I, I I would rather a chimp have died than a gorilla. I definitely like gorillas more than chimps. They're friendlier, they're bigger, they're stronger. They have an aura of I'm a gorilla, bro. Like that's you like you big, you're gonna come at me? Yeah. There are some little dogs that are very aggressive and mean. And I'm like, I, what do you have a complex? What what is this about? Right? They do. Mm. Whereas oftentimes big dogs are chill and like lazy. <laughs> I've, I don't know if this is true or not, but the, the explanation I always hear for that is that you can't have a disobedient big dog because it will fuck mm. everything up. So yep. if you have a big dog, people have to give it some level of training or else it's going to go fucking crazy. But for small dogs, people treat small dogs the same way they treat disobedient 
like five-year-olds where yeah. like a five-year-old would do something that it's not supposed to. And the parents are like, Oh, little Timmy, yeah. don't do that. But you're laughing. And now you're training the kid to be an asshole. And mm -hmm. I think people do that same thing with small dogs. Like, Oh, that's funny. You know, every now and then like a fucking asshole, he just walks in, he bites people's ankles like a possessed <laughs> fucking demon, you know, and it's cute, but you know, we tell him it's like, I've well, yeah, no, she's going to do that. House breaking, you know, like, Oh, they do yeah. little peepees and little poo-poos like, dude, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> you're saying that little dogs are like women and big dogs are like men. If that helps you, that's what Destiny was saying. Yes, is <laughs> he's anti woman. Yeah, they can like, get away with whatever they want, and, and everybody was still like, Oh, only the pretty yeah. ones. Only the pretty ones. Yeah. Kyle, would you rather that's be a guy or a girl? Girl, Ooh, I didn't expect that because then my yeah. follow up question was going to be, What about a hot girl? Because that's life on easy mode. I mean, I just assumed I would be a hot girl. What if you're an absolute, <laughs> what if you're an absolute dog? Like, I didn't Dude, think no I was going to be dog. like. I, I didn't think I was going to be like a 6'1", 205-pound woman all of a sudden. I was yeah. hoping that wasn't the case. <laughs> Although, <laughs> but the, the, I keep saying the same thing. Everybody is good-looking enough, right? Like it, if you have good hygiene, you might need braces. Some people need braces. And uh, if you're fit, you're good-looking. I don't believe there's like everyone could be a fucking eight and a half or better, pretty much. Eight and a half. What do you? That's a you got a really optimistic world. There's good. There's girl Kyle. I think every. I think almost every beat off to this. She's got a Superman upper lip, but yeah. Crazy deformity. I think I think every person like a six or six and a half. I think is is six or six and a half. No way. Six or six and a halfs are still getting fit. I'm saying if you achieve your max, if you max out you. You're at least an eight, I think. You're talking about maxing out. You mean like getting as physically fit and everything as possible and like good well, clothes? And... I mean, it, it, physically fit, right? Let, let, let's not pretend this is the physique you, you can only keep for one day or something, right? But but like if, if you're a fit, good-looking version of you, right? You straightened your teeth, you got a good haircut, and you got yourself fit. You're an eight. Eights are pretty high, Woody. I don't know. Twenty percent. What's the rest of the, rest of the panel thinking here, Kyle Taylor? I I think eights too. Too they high. do a logarithmic scale of some sort. There's it, like only two percent of the population. I, I don't think I could reach. <laughs> I don't think I could reach an eight. I what you're totally as, good. I'm not as good enough looking of a man. My face isn't there. Someone like Kyle. Kyle's a very pretty boy. Mm, he mm. can he can get there. He is there. But me, I, I don't think so. I don't totally, think, I think there's no chance. Totally good. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, Peak Taylor is. I'd fucking. <laughs> oh, you fuck me! Okay. I'd fuck you now, sweetie. I'd fuck you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like all. I'd fuck all of you. <laughs> I hope they uploaded a, a to... nine-second highlight to PK. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to write a joke the other day about your dented ass, and uh, th for those of you don't know, Taylor fell off a bunk bed and and, and he hit his ass cheek so hard on something he has like a permanent dent in the muscle. That's um, true. And but I had this joke about you know how like. Um, you can buy dented cans. Here. You can buy dented cans <laughs> at the at the store for like yeah. pennies on the dollar. And I was working so hard on it, and I, I, I tried to figure out a way. That's where I got. That's where I got. <laughs> that's where I got to the because an ass is a thing. can. Yeah, it's it like just, a little dish anywhere. that I keep the lube in and then reapply it. Oh, that well, Crisco. You, just, mm -hmm. you you ruminate on that over the next week and hit me good with, <laughs> with, a, with a good <laughs> ass ass dent thing because it is. It's a real deal injury. Like I know I'm, I memed and joked. I believe it. No, my my right no. upper. It's not like where you sit your ass muscle. It's like, it's like the part of your where ass you that's inject. so high. It's almost that's the part like you inject into your. It's like for me, it's beneath my love handle. 
So, so, so <laughs> that's like, it's where not, you're it's check. not close to the uh, the lower sitting part of the ass. But yeah, it is. If I wear like athletic shorts or like sweatpants that are tight, like workout pants, and I turn a certain way in the mirror, you can see a dent in my right upper ass cheek from where the muscle got deformed. It and, and it looks, and it's like it's a shame because I've had. Like one of my few physical things is I've always had a donk. I've always had a donk, a huge, big, bubbly ass that I worked Mm -hmm. hard to attain and maintain. And then I get injured and immediately I'm taken out of the game. Now I'll never have an ass like I used to. Mm. It's really disappointing. More hands. And I'm, I'm, I'm only like half joking. It's like I'll like get out of the shower and be like, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) your ass is just you think there's and I turn to the left side. Oh, there's absolutely nerve damage. If I if I overwork. Like my like I that's why I had to do such like weird workarounds the past couple of years since this happened for like my lower body because like it I would do like back squats this is right after the injury happened I was like all right I just got to power through and rebuild it and what I realized over like a few months of trying that is like the amount of weight it took to stimulate muscle growth was way higher than the amount of weight it took for me to feel a lot of discomfort and pain in my glute area mm. and also like I know it's nerve pain because it starts up in that upper glute. And if I really overexert it, there's a stripe about the width of my hand that goes from there down to almost the outer side of my right knee that just gets like numb and tingly sometimes if I like overexert it. And so now I have to do like all sorts of weird shit. Like I do like Bulgarian split squats, weighted lunges where I do less weight on my right glute than my left, like trying to to recover it. But I'm. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do like heavy back squats again comfortably without worrying, you, which is you, another another reason I got that. Um, hack squat squat. leg press machine because i was like i'll be comfortable really like well everyone knows hack squats more quad focused but if you get one with a big foot plate you can put your feet at the top in a wide position and that'll activate your glutes and so i figured i can like do that with no fear like the worst that'll happen is that like my glute gives out or i get a lot of pain and it just slams down into the safeties and so what's helped what's helped me a lot with like activating the glutes through the squat is um first of all doing them barefooted um, I, I just put a towel on my concrete floor and take my shoes off and get barefoot. And then, uh, and like making sure I just imagine myself driving, not just imagine, I drive through my heels. Like just doing yeah. that alone, it's like, oh, it's so different. Um, I bought mm-hmm. that Titan safety squat um, bar, you know, like two, three months ago. I love it so much. Like, I it's love great. it so much. It balances itself. I thought I was going to have to like hang on to those handles and keep it in place, but I was like, I'll squat and I'll just like make fists in front of me and like 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 squat like that and it balances itself like like to where it mm-hmm. needs to be just on my back with all that weight. Th- now that that good. thing, I I will still sometimes use my my Titan uh, squat like the easy squat thing because mm-hmm. it takes the weight and it front loads it and puts it way more on quads than on like glutes and stuff. And so I'll do that sometimes, but even then, like I'm I'm a little skittish about throwing a ton of weight on the bar like i used to i, I just don't want to it just doesn't seem worth it and it's if that's kind of where I, I'm I don't at. go super heavy my hips hurt if i go super, my right hip and it, like like just that one if i i, I go really deep sometimes and <laughs> no, I, I don't even I, I wasn't meaning i wasn't meaning like unbelievably depends on heavy. the position right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if i go. squat from the back i tend to hit the bottom more often yeah yeah I, i'm meaning like, nobody I'm likes even, that well some people do I'm, I'm not even talking about like high weights i didn't know like high yeah, some people like it it's great it's <laughs> i can't i mean it's like some do some people like being hitting the balls yeah 
Wait, did some people like what going? How, like, going the bottom, <laughs> oh, so we we lost them. Oh, we, we, <laughs> so, so Woody and I, the... Woody and I haven't been talking about weights for a while. So, Kyle <laughs> <laughs> said he goes real deep, and I said it depends on the position. I tell you, you can hit the bottom from the back, and Kyle knew exactly what I was talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't know how how far down the double entendres we'd gotten, or if we were still talking about just doing back squat. Oh, we're we're inside the cervix at this point. Got um, I was looking at those. Look, I, I'm still shopping at uh, gym equipment because I, I every now and then I'll, I'll think about doing something silly and getting like one of those crazy like there's one thing that's like a, a power cage with a functional trainer on either side. Like, like, yes. like, 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 yeah. and, it, like that. and the thing that's, is that's like overkill, man. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's like, like it's like a, it's insanity mode. Like, like, uh, like I have to start charging clients if I'm going to spend need, ten thousand uh, dollars to put now, that thing. Is that in. What now that Destiny is lifting a lot, and if you're gonna, I, are you planning remember. to stay Something in like that. in Florida for a good bit? Why is this going to? Because if you are, leading? you gotta you gotta join the home gym master race. Oh. You gotta get oh, home gym so stuff. I'm in an apartment so right better. now, so I can't really. Ah, that um, sucks. I did. I had a nice power rack at my last at my house. I guess when I live in Omaha, though, and yeah, having a rack in the house is is, is super convenient and super nice. Mm -hmm. You can do all of your big lifts out of it, basically, right? And then mm -hmm. I guess if you want to get like cable machines, or whatever, you can do that too. But yeah. I'm moving um, into a new house soon, but like preemptively, uh, I've been building my garage gym, so I've got I got quite a bit of stuff out there now, um, and that, that's where I've been good. working out for months now. Pro tip for you kids listening: buy a couple thousand pounds worth of shit right before you move. <laughs> I, 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 I have resisted the urge to get the heavier equipment, but like, 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 like I didn't buy a, a power rack yet because because that's out, outrageous to move. But but mm -hmm. I have bought like a machine or two and. I don't know, 800 pounds of weights or something like that. And a bar, <laughs> a couple barbells uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and, and like two sets of dumbbells and, and, and you know, some stuff. Um, I, I got those Nuo bells, those adjustable dumbbells. They're awesome. Those look sick. Do you, I was, oh, have you laid hands on them? Do you yeah. feel like yeah, you the, could drop you them? Twist them? Drop them. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, here's a scenario that happens to me. I'll do um, incline mm. bench press with dumbbells. To fail. And, uh, or, and incline dutch press. I was going to call them flies, but they, I'd be cheating like fuck. So incline dutch press with uh, dumbbells. And I am stronger at that movement than I am in getting them into position. So sometimes I practically <laughs> drop them afterwards, right? Like I don't want to fuck around with my own safety. It's like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's yeah. once you get to like when you're and maybe you guys are obviously level strength, but like for me, we're like getting getting to like the 45 or 50 pound dumbbells. Once you start hitting that level, you have to like do some weird fucking shit yeah. to like move stuff around. <laughs> yeah, it, get, it gets a little bit annoying. Yeah, and then you can well, do the you can do the lift, and then when you're done, you're like have to do the thing, and it's like fuck. I think I've hurt myself one time doing it. I was like, this is fucking retarded. I'm actually injuring myself <laughs> not working out. Like this, I'm not even at the lifting part. And I'm like, <laughs> That's what Kyle hurt. has, but red. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those before. Those look cool. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I sick. would not feel confident dropping it. No, because I don't know what it'll do. I don't know what'll happen. Uh, and they're eight hundred dollars for the set, so it's don't like, drop them. Yeah. Jeez. So um, I will have. I, I already thought about this. Uh, I'm gonna have my rubber flooring, and I yeah. might put crash mats on either side of the bench when I'm oh, doing, right, in right. particular, exactly what you're describing. Because overhead press, incline press is like that when you're going heavy. If you've got seventy-five pounds in each one, eighty pounds in each one bringing those down to the neutral position in a slow, safe manner can be dangerous on your joints. And uh, I, I generally try to get them flat on my, my, my thighs, on my quads, like 
you know, like that. And then doing oh, you sort kick of, them up? Yeah. I, I kick them up and, and I get them to this position. And once I'm here, I'm good. I can yeah. get anywhere from here. But like it's 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 from this position to like on the quads that can be a little rough. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. We're gonna find out tonight. I'm gonna, a similar I'm gonna thing happens right. with my functional trainer. So I I do um, it's the equivalent of like a, a decline bench press. Like that I'm doing flies up here and I'm pushing it down here, and I'm pretty strong in this movement. But getting to here is a problem. So I have to like go over to this one, pull it down, go over to this one, pull it down, get into position. Then I do the movement. And now it's like, well, <clears throat> don't break. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I do a little better than that. But at this- the um, my wingspans, like we did it the other day. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And but but at my at, at the at the gym that I started at, you know, they've got the really big cable crossover machine. So I did the exact same thing. And I'd be getting like. I think 75 pounds on each one, depending on the movement. Like I'm not, I'm not doing like a strict like crossover. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, I would do that little hop over, but when I'm at full wingspan, it's still pulling me apart like a rack. <laughs> it, 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 that's how wide this, this, this Medieval, thing is. Supposed to. Yeah. So when I released it, it's like I'd look around before I'd let it go. Um, and I'd feel like an asshole if I ever dropped it from like, I don't know, here. Right. But, but sometimes you got to drop shit. That's uh, I, I've definitely dropped the big, dumbbells at that gym and what I, I would look around to make sure nobody was in the way and if they were i'd be like hey, hey these, when i when I, I i'm dropping these <laughs> like, <laughs> are those steel toad work <laughs> rudders or whatever like what it, do you call sneakers um sneakers okay shoes probably if i were being specific if they're like if like different types of shoes laying there i would i would call like the sneakers sneakers i think oh, I you know they're like, like boots a... and loafers and such I think I've gotten spoiled at gyms, like for when it comes to flies or like reverse flies or whatever, I, like the actual D fly machine, the pec deck or whatever, I I think it's so much better than anything else. Like I'll never do like, like having my shoulders out here with dumbbells is just like fucking agony and like trying to like work the cable machines. Like you just have like the machine that you sit with your back and you've got it, you just squeeze and you come like, that machine is so nice. I'll it's admit like, pec deck yeah. is awesome, but how <laughs> do you do like a- incline decline equivalents? Like I kind of like doing like, I, I stress the, the lower part and then I do another one where I stress the upper part. That's cables. You need your cables then. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the cables are great. Like, like I, I, I really like those studies that are like dull and hard to read where they take the core samples of muscle tissue before and after like this six week controlled thing where one group only does bench press and one group only does cable crossover and one group does pec deck. And they find that I think crossover is the highest um, activation of pec um, muscle tissue, but it was so closely followed by like wide grip bench. And then like so close behind that was the, uh, you're talking about like 2%, 3% better on these exercises uh, at activating muscle tissue. So it's not a huge difference. Yeah. <sighs> oh. You need to get on the steroids soon, huh, Destiny? Like, like, <laughs> no, fuck no. Get on, just get all juiced up. I, I almost did a long time ago. I think like five or six years ago. I was curious because I was like, oh, like I don't know if I'm putting on muscle fast enough. Like, I, So I went to one of those fucking male clinics and they measured me out at like um, – I think when I went there, they were like, you're at like 340 nanometers, whatever, and normal men are like 350 to 950. I was like, oh, well, fuck, like maybe I should do some shit. But I think I that basically like for my in my own mind, like I'm committing myself to like the only time I would ever consider like TRT or anything like that is if I did like one to two months in a row of like strict diet, sleep, exercise, and I was like super stalled and I tried other programs or whatever. If I was at like really low, low numbers, I'd consider it. But I mean, like, I feel like as long as my diet is consistent, my sleep is consistent, and I'm working out like consistently, like the numbers keep going up. So I'll do that until I, if 
I hit something that's like really shit, then maybe I'll consider it. But otherwise, yeah. No, I feel you. And and like I won't respond to that because the answer is discouraging. Do it. <laughs> What's the response? <laughs> well, yeah, go for it. What's the answer? I mean, well, I mean, the the answer is like everything you're saying is true and it mm -hmm. is healthy. Your your number, if that's that accurate number, seems low to me. That's about where I was. I was about three twenty. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've read. Um, yeah. Well, and, I don't know if I trust the Mill Clinics, but yeah, no, I know it could be. Yeah. I went to LabCorp and 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 got. That's where I get my blood work done. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's it. I don't know. With just a maintenance dose of testosterone, like one hundred and fifty milligrams to two hundred milligrams a week or whatever, it's like Jesus fucking Christ. It's it's, it's absolute cheat codes. I mean, it's it's <sighs> yeah. It's the it, like like it's. You ever go from driving like a big truck to like sitting in a sports car and you're like, oh, wow, down here things are different, huh? I'm in no, a whole yeah, different I can, world. I can, I can imagine and like and, – and it's because it's like like – we might have talked about this last time. I, my fans hate me when I talk about gym shit, so I'm glad I can agonize them on this show doing it as well. But the um, – people always talk about how like the – you know, like motivation and, you know, getting there and having the drive and like that's the, – these are the big things. Like that shit is so easy. I'll, when I'm lifting the weights, lifting the weights is easy. Feeling motivated is easy. The hard part is going every single time. It's the discipline between sessions, right? I can go to the gym, and when I'm there, I'll work hard for an hour and a half, two hours. I'll do it. I'll do six, seven, eight, depending on what, I'm, what program I'm doing, whatever. I can do that. But the um, when I when I hear stories about people starting TRT and shit, like if you're telling me that I can be like fully recovered every two days, like growing every time, like that type of stuff, I know I would get addicted to it. And you I know will, I would either start to ramp up or I'd be like, yeah, this is like the shit. You because, will see a visual like like, like I saw one of those posters and I'll get the numbers wrong, but it's like mm -hmm. you'll notice a difference in your body in like six weeks. Your friends will notice in three months and like mm -hmm. and on and on and something like that. It, you just that slider goes to the left so fast. Yeah. Like, like, like you will notice visual differences in your body in two weeks. You'll be like, oh, that's well, that's just different. There's like an indentation up here at the where like my your, where your collarbone meets your shoulder and your neck and uh, like, like, like the top. Um, that'll start looking different. It just starts looking different in two weeks. Like, like it's parts of it start going in and parts of it start coming out. Like parts are, of it are growing and shrinking at the same time. And you're, you're just a different human being. And as far as mm -hmm. recovery, it's, it's instantaneous almost. It's some Wolverine stuff. Like the way yeah. you can, I can't go hard enough to make myself sore for more than a day. Like mm -hmm. I can't, I've tried like, like to the point where I'm, I do my squat routine. I do all my machine stuff. And then I'm to the point where I can't really do real squats anymore. So I've got resistance bands to keep me stable as I Let's do body circle weight. Circle back squats. to the if you hit a rest day, <laughs> then you've taken your rest day. You just skip your rest day. I'm like, yeah. pool needs three days to rest. And you're like, wow. fuck pool, you pussy. <laughs> yeah, Woody, oh. you're not chemically enhanced. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, I, wait a minute. No, no, it's it's never fair to compare anything I do to anything that somebody who's not on TRT does. And uh -huh. it's really not fair to compare anything any more than it's fair to compare like anything that i do to like people who are blasting steroids like multiple compounds mm -hmm. like and like ruining their or their their organs and stuff like that like mm -hmm. like those the, those freaks you see on the stage that paint themselves into a different race because it makes their muscles pop a little uh -huh. better that should be I, that, that's the silliest part of bodybuilding in my opinion um it's not that we all have to pretend like your penis isn't super tiny and that little mankini you're wearing um <laughs> Like, 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 I feel like that should be part of the judging. I wish, I wish Arnold was out there. I, I'm noticing his balls; they're, they're very large. They haven't, they haven't atrophied. <laughs> like, I, wish they, I wish they would like. You ever see the dog show where they fill the dog's balls up briefly just to make sure that they're real and the dog has testicles? They do it. Like, I, I wish that was part that. of body. I, I wish they felt the bodybuilders up. Like, 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 they went up there and gave him a little inspection. 
little prostate exam. I mean, I think it's just uh, you brought up the right. Oh, point that's enlarged. <laughs> them, them doing black body like He's that. He's been doing prostate bumps. <laughs> I can see why they do the dark is the the muscles pop so much better. So when much better. Dark. I feel like a lot of sports are kind of lame in little ways that they have to be. That the painting, the bronzing that they do that that really makes white guys as dark as dark as black guys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just so the muscles pop appropriately. I feel like a dork uh, on the ground in my paramotor, like with the helmet and the whatever. It looks lame, like it just does. Um, <laughs> then uh, oh, I had a couple other examples in my head, but I've lost them. But a lot of sports are just kind of goofy for spells. I, mountain climbing, mm-hmm. the outfits that they wear and their dumbass helmets and stuff. I get why they're functional, but imagine how much of an optimist you have to be to, to wear, wear a helmet, helmet mountain climbing <laughs> oh it's like, a bump helmet bro. get real it, it, it's but not also, for falling at 200 feet it's for all the little times you hit your head on the right no, oh. you wear that like, like, like I, okay well that's not funny then. <laughs> if, if, if you had if you had said a skydiving helmet i'd have st- i'd have been with you uh. but, but rock climbing i need that helmet because like you could like it could be like a slope that you have to tumble down or something. Mm-hmm. And it's the difference between like getting to the bottom broken and getting to the bottom dead. Right. Like, like but if you're jumping out of an airplane, like fucking Peggy Hill, I saw this <laughs> whole iceberg on King of the Hill the other day where they were like, after Peggy fell out of that airplane, she was never the same again. Yeah, and they, four, we they, all remember it. They show her like personality change and how she becomes like, like super confident in abilities that she doesn't even have anymore. They think, oh, that her, yeah. they think yeah. that that's when she lost her Spanish, that previously she actually could speak Spanish. No, that's, that's <laughs> a wrong iceberg because she's never been able to speak Spanish. But like, Hola. She, that would be funny to listen to where like, uh, like she really did change because I like those little story things. The Simpsons, they had a good one of those. I've watched a lot of King of the Hill. I didn't notice a character change after that. Maybe that's wrong. But she does do like one of her most arrogant lines ever in that episode where like when she survives and is laying in the bed, she's like, Luan? Your Aunt Peggy is one of 11 people to have fallen from that height and survived. She's like, oh, my God, Aunt Peggy. And she's like, of course, that is only a guess. My best estimate. (laughs) 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 To be fair, probably a solid number. Probably Probably a solid solid number. number. What'd she fall from? Like 4,000 feet or some shit? It was a ridiculous height for the the show. 10,000, I guess. Whatever they do skydiving at. I still haven't done skydiving. We talked about doing it um, on that Colorado trip. And, God, I was just so stoned all day. I didn't feel like doing anything. Like, like, I underestimated how strong weed was going to be after not smoking for two or three years, and it was just a a, a, a couple weeks of getting stoned. But uh, I, I do want to go skydiving at some point. I, I got no desire out. for skydiving. Really? Yeah. No? It's, it's, not, it's about... not something that tickles my fancy. It's I, fun. What, what, what would be a hobby that you haven't done before that you'd, that you'd be open to, like, trying? Because I, I, I'm thinking about kayaking. I think that could be something That is fun. so funny you just said that, because I was like, I've never done a white water thing and i think that could be kind of fun i would like not really a hobby more but i want to do white water in a kayak like like, like what do you usually do it in the big well in that big inflatable raft with all your buddies and everybody's got helmets and there's a guy i want to be in a regular boat there'll be a guy in the front who's like he'll tell you from the left or the right row 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 stop backwards back like he'll he'll guide you through the raft i'm not trying to take instruction on vacation you need her you won't survive (laughs) So, so like me and woody went and did me woody and chiz went and did rapids and uh quote unquote rapids and i was look i was disappointed by the rapids i had a great time that day but it wasn't because of the intensity of the rapids i had fun because of the company of my friends and the and you know the environment and everything i would like more rapid rapids i remember there being one or two good fun rapids one just fell out of the boat do you remember that 
And yes. then the problem was <laughs> like the next five hours was lame. Like Zach, it, Zach I pull up Burt Reynolds. Pull up Burt Reynolds in Deliverance. Show me that outfit he's wearing. That's what I'm wearing. <laughs> That's what I'm wearing next time if, if we go uh, if we go rafting. Burt Reynolds and uh, and Deliverance. Show me his fucking cool ass yeah. outfit. And I'll dress up as the guy that gets raped. Ned Beatty. You're, you're the Ned Beatty. <laughs> yeah, and and what is John Foyt? It works. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, I want to be that kid who I really thought was playing the banjo until you corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks good. That's no, I changed my mind. I want to be that know. guy. I, I, he's a solid action star. This is a nice pre-steroid action star so, vibe. He's got oh, yeah. he's got the bicep vein popping. No, he in does. the 70s, that's a huge guy. When uh, he's a big guy anyway, um right off the bat if you've never seen Deliverance, um if you haven't watched it yet, you need me to give you a little little teaser so that you go watch this masterpiece of a movie. This happens in Georgia. Uh these Atlanta boys uh go rafting, Ned Beatty, John Voight and uh Burt Reynolds here and uh Burt Reynolds like the alpha of the group clearly. So they mm-hmm. take him out of the picture right away as a physical threat. And then hillbillies fall upon them and rape Ned Beatty in the ass right away. And uh, it's your character, yeah. Taylor. You get raped right in the ass right away. I picked away. him. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, <laughs> there's the, 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 hillbilly, the hillbilly goes, now get them panties off. And I'm, I remember watching that at 13, and my heart was pounding with fear for Ned Beatty. <laughs> you, I, could, you could take Bird off. <laughs> I expected him to be rescued or saved. Oh. Right? They're like, oh, there is a rape scene coming. Oh, Nick of time. I've watched plenty of movies. I know how this goes. He will be saved in the nick of time. And then he wasn't. He got raped by another guy. Yeah. And I'm like, this is... All, like in my head, I feel like this is insensitive to say, but like, I'm like he's been raped. He that always happened to him. Like it, they, we can't undo it. We like you can't yeah. unfuck that hole. It's not like a gunshot wound that'll heal up in a movie. No. <laughs> right? like, it's like, it's it's a mental wound. Like yeah. I, I I just felt like ah oh, shit. From yeah, from you this know? point like, forward, you will always have been a guy with a dick in his ass that he didn't <laughs> want there. And like all his friends saw it. All his friends, they were his friends were. They they responded, I think, as well as somebody could. You know, they yeah. didn't like. You know, they were all like. They didn't Man. laugh or anything. And they didn't laugh. They pulled their dick out. They gave, <laughs> they gave him the sympathy and empathy that he deserved. Like they they were good friends, but. Yeah. And, and, and and I think that that's um to like go further into the plot because it's a cool movie. Um like like. They 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 kill the the hillbilly there and uh, the the raper I, I believe I think they got the one that raped him and the other one like runs off I- anyway but but like they're trying to say what to do with the body right and it's when Ned Beatty steps up and he's like well I don't know if I want any of this getting out you know uh, maybe we keep this a little quiet and everybody's like yeah I, I could see why you maybe want to keep this one quiet Ned maybe we do just hide this body here and raft on back to Atlanta get yeah team Ned there. yeah like, like you could and see I- yourself it going down that way like I don't want everybody to know Taylor got Got raped by that hillbilly? They, they, you no. Know. Well, they don't bring it up. Well, that's like kind of like a, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the same thing at the end of a Pulp Fiction, kind of right. End of middle. Oh of yeah, whatever. yeah. I do know the scene you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, get the fuck out. Don't tell shit. Uh, what you, happens you know what from here? Are you okay? <laughs> no, Next, I'm me and a couple of uh, pretty fucking. fucking <laughs> yeah. What are we? Where are we now? What are we here? What happens from here is me and a couple pipe wheeled motherfuckers. Uh, I know. Ahead, no, I'll probably get it right. Well. Well, you can't get it five, right all the way. You I'm going to get about five pop-banging ninjas with, some, <laughs> with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch to go to work on the homes here. 
<laughs> you hear me talking, hillbilly boy. I'm going to get medieval on your ass. <laughs> and the guy on the ground goes, <laughs> what, what did he like, say to Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis like, at the end? Nah, I mean, what now between me and you? Oh, that what now? And he's like, there is no me and you. I know all the rest of this scene. There Let's just stop. No me that's such um, a great movie. That's a great movie. It's time, it's time for a rewatch. It's been a while. Um, Would you say that's Tarantino's best? No, Reservoir Dogs is his best. Hoping um, you'd say that. Obviously the best. Pulp Fiction's his best movie, but Reservoir Dogs is his best story. I like that little self-contained jewelry heist thing. It's a complete ripoff of an Asian film, by the way, 100%. Uh, he, he, he took his whole movie from care. like one aspect. He does that with everything. Everything he's, do he's done is stolen, and then he twisted it and made it fucking cool, snappy dialogue, and like wild-ass visuals, and that's, that's what Tarantino yeah. does. That's fine. I like Pepsi Reservoir Dogs stolen. a lot. I watched Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs uh, last week last week and I, I love it tim roth is like like steals the show for me um all bloody and like like not michael madsen madsen is just madsen that's who he, that's his fucking personality when he, when that he's dancing sociopath. around that room and uh, talking uh, into that ear that's such a great fucking scene he's got that fucking straight razor anytime that song comes on i do michael madsen's dance this is uh <laughs> Kind of in line with what we were talking about. I'm curious. Um, you, I'm sure you guys all saw the new Batman film, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is probably the first time I've seen a male lead in a movie not do like the Marvel Roy Jack program for. He refused. They yeah, could, did he? He refused. Mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. and they were very upset that he was refusing. Um, they said that he wouldn't stick to their workout program and he, he wouldn't do it. And he clearly didn't go on any sort of chemicals. I, it's, <laughs> it's getting a little bit weird. I don't mind for some like. Captain America should probably be worried out of his mind because it's literally sure. the story of Captain America. And I understand like Thor and stuff. I don't know how I feel necessarily when I see like um like I'm trying to remember. I think I think Toby Maguire had like an okay like buff. He was better than you remember. He was yeah. We we looked at this recently. He got oh yeah. He was. But, 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 Zach, I would say can you that, find a good yeah. Toby Maguire? Oh, he, well, this is Batman. new Batman. New Batman's yeah, a bitch boy. Bitch boy I, strong. I mean, that's a physique most people. My hand have. wraps around his neck like it does my girlfriend's. I think seeing a variety of non-Marvel. What if he molds too? Seeing a non-Marvel worded body, I think. What if he what? I think it's cool. Yeah. You think it's cool? You, 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 uh, uh, yeah. Shit. I wish I heard it better. I Destiny, you, you. So you, you're in favor. You appreciate the the guy. Yeah, I thought it was no, interesting. Yeah. So it's 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 sold the weird because he comes off as kind of like fucking psychotic, right? Um. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Tobey Maguire is a, a bit more than I remember. I okay. think he gets better than. I don't think that's his best. Is that not even? Because that's Tom like Holland the in the Spider-Man shit, that dude, all, is, Jesus, the fuck? he's all ripped up here. He's yeah, great. Is this, or, I mean, his, his bicep veins are insane. There. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they may have even like, like the still like does some weird stuff because even Toby's looking at a mirror, right? We're looking at a mirror mm -hmm. and then a, a freeze of a, a video. But he, mm -hmm. he's he's awesome in that movie. Look, I think that if you're going to portray that character. Um, you should get jacked for it. Christian Bale does that every role. If he needs to be a fat guy to be um, uh, Dick Cheney, like, like yeah. he just wills himself to have male pattern. The ballless. machinist. <laughs> His hair falls. Like, yeah, it's yeah, great. Exactly good. I looked for a better one. I didn't find it. So this, I think, is peak Toby. Yeah. I love the I, I like the facial thing like like the realization that's happening like 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 he's hey, as surprised as anyone else. Surprise? Dude, the rhythm between his pecs are impressive to me. Three weeks on TRT, yeah, <laughs> normal male levels. <laughs> yeah, to to get oh, that to get that I, definition that that's genetic. What he's like, like between his pecs because it's just sure. like you know how you know how some chicks their boobs are wider. I, th I think our pecs are just wider or closer yeah. together too. Oh, this is something else. 
I'm sure, Kyle, you probably know this because you're way more into this. Something that I noticed though that I'd never thought about before because before I started working at all, my body was just a flat, just nothing. There's a, a, the most androgynous, <laughs> amorphous, flat, no <laughs> shoulders. Like when people said like, oh, if you want to do like, um, if you want to do like low bar squats, rest the bar across your rear delts. I didn't have those. So the bar was just going everywhere, like nothing. Um, after building more and after seeing like, oh, cool, I have like a male body. That's kind of cool. One thing that I noticed was how <laughs> unbelievably important and how different posing makes you look. Yeah. Holy shit. There will be times where I will I'll wake up and I'll walk in the bathroom and be like, oh God, I don't know what happened, but I lost everything. And then there are times where you're at the gym, especially with a pump, and you're like, mm -hmm. I look fucking jacked. This is like, I would actually send, the first time I, I would send topless pictures of girls and I feel embarrassed about my body. Yeah. And the, um, <laughs> it's funny, like, uh, not that I would ever feel embarrassed about my body before. Listen, dude, love me at my, what is it? Uh, if you don't, if you don't take me at my worst, you don't deserve my best. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, Joseph um, Stone. But, yeah, it's funny because I'll notice on stream because I, exactly I, I'll stream like ten hours a day, right? And the the comments from my fan base now that I've been working out a lot is like on some debates that I have, people are like, "Oh my god, like his posture is amazing, like he has some shoulders now, like his arms gonna be like, oh my god." And then in other in like the next day, I'll be like leaning over like on a laptop, kind of hunched, and people will be like, "Why he's been working out for seven months? He's just gotten fatter. He has nothing. He looks <laughs> fucking slob or whatever." And it's just really funny seeing the difference in like what kind of shirt you have on, like if you're like you know your posture is good or like yeah that. That's, that's been mind-blowing. Uh, the moral of that story is you can't trust what any woman looks like in a picture either, okay? Because they always fucking lie with poses, okay? That was the whole thing. Oh, Bring that one back to the woman hating true. people, yeah. And all of the filters and stuff, too. Like, 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 they work on video, too. It's, like, wild. Like, you'll see a video of the girl, and you're like, oh, okay. And that's not her. Mm -hmm. She's She sent you some fucking AI deepfakes <laughs> of, of her, like, flexing her ass or something. And it's just like, like, you're not even the same person anymore. Weren't you a brunette? Yeah, I feel like, like, yeah, fuck those women. So, Woody, what do you do? Oh, yeah, I, I, camera goes up here. I got work all the same what? angles. I got lights here, here, here. Oh, You're you don't have a backdrop? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 you know, I, I, if you're going to, I mean, especially for what I was trying to do, it's, it's like I spent a year to take to take ten pictures, right? You know, mm -hmm. that was the goal was to take ten pictures in a, a year from now. And uh, so, yeah, I absolutely got the water bottle out, like get, get a little wet, get a get a nice pump going on, turn the t temperature in the house up and fucking like, let's eat some insulin 25 minutes before we're going to pose. Like, <laughs> the whole thing. Now his Tinder profile is ready for the next 22 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really fun um, to do. You know, it's, it's fun to do anything just to have a hobby in general. And something like that is a lot like. Oh, who who is it? Maybe Schwarzenegger compared it to um, to uh, like chis the the whole chiseling thing, like chiseling the body out of stone, like how mm -hmm. he thinks thinks of it that way. Um, it's a it's a bit like that. Yeah, I, it is I, just like that. It's a battle because you chisel away so much stone, and then the stone grows back. And you <laughs> try and keep chiseling away at it faster, and then it reproduces. It's I've so been thinking work. about um, those. Uh, <laughs> I think about getting into building those tables. Like like I I want to. I'm, I'm about to buy a dining room table. Yeah, and they're expensive. Um, for like a good table, because I'm like I, I kind of want a table that I'll keep for a while. You want your last table? I yeah. I don't know if it's my last table. table. I want my second to last table. Let's say okay, that. Okay. And uh, and so that means it's a twenty five hundred dollar table roughly. And I'm like, wait, why does that cost twenty five hundred dollars? Can't I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this for five hundred dollars? And it turns out you kind of can. Um, I'm looking at those. Um, it's not acrylic. Yeah, what's the thing where you epo there's epoxy? epoxy? Uh, uh -huh. It's where they pour um, over the live edge wood, and then like it, it fills in the gaps. And the, 
you basically just take a form and just throw up wood in it randomly and then pour the uh, the epoxy or whatever on top and it hardens. And Didn't then Wings they... try this? No, no, exactly. no, Wings, no. Wings hired some imbecile to pour like clear coat on top of a desk and make it sticky so it could catch a lot of blood. From what I can gather, because I've done this, I've, I've worked with epoxy thick like that. I think the guy didn't add the hardener. Epoxy doesn't dry like glue or water does. It you, know, you, you combine two parts and then it dries chemically. They react with each other mm -hmm. and it hardens. It seemed like this guy either <laughs> it seemed like this guy either didn't add the hardener or didn't add the ratio right. So it just stayed mushy for weeks, maybe forever. That's a terrible job. It and, and yeah. like in the instances I'm talking about, they're not using it as like a clear coat for the top. Like the table is is composed almost equally of wood and epoxy. You're pouring so much of it, so the wood is floating in this. Usually they color the epoxy and they'll throw LEDs it's in there too to like light it. So you've got. They'll do like a, they'll make it look like the beach or a river is, it'll look like a blue river is like flowing through the center of your table. And it can be achieved for a few hundred dollars and a mold, it seems. And like basic carpentry tools, like you need a saw and hammer and brad gun and a few basic, basic bitch, bitch, eh, basic bitch things. That's, that's correct. Cool. All right. So that's like a $40,000 table. That's a little different because of that live edge wood that they're using there all that artistic shit they've done and the fact that it looks like it's about 10 feet by four feet or maybe even longer. Maybe it's 15 feet long. That's probably a $40,000 fucking table. He says a couple hundred on Etsy. <laughs> I don't know. Is he joking? I, I, I imagine he literally scroll down. And, <laughs> oh no. Scroll down and start clicking the arrows though, because that's when they, you tell them what you want, what you want it to look like. Like, like perspective? Right. It's a couple hundred. You realize it's like a 12 inch by 12 inch table. When you, like, you can get a charcuterie <laughs> board. Like, right. like, 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 they're like, it starts at charcuterie boards and then the, you click the thing and drag. And, and so you can get a two. Everyone needs a nice charcuterie board. Yeah. I don't know if this is my inner bachelor well, male dimensions, though. Yeah, yeah. coming out, but I, I'm still not at the point where I'll give a fuck about furniture. Like, my plan really? is when I move, I throw everything the fuck out, and then I just buy new furniture wherever I go next. Like, fucking moving. Maybe if I had, like, a house, maybe it'd be different. But, yeah. like, moving furniture, like, sucks so hard. I did it one time in my life, and I'll never do it again. I can, like, replace, like, my whole living room for, like, three or $4,000. I don't need anything else. You know, like, a decent couch, <laughs> a table for the TV. Like, I'm not paying, like, fucking trucks and all that. Fuck all that shit. It's not worth it. Yeah. I just want a table. I want a table, and I think I can build that table for, like, $800. Mm. Uh, like, no problem. I don't How want much to time, though, would it take you? Uh, is the other materials? We like, we have a nice dining room table. But the legs are like some sort of cast iron heaviness. Like it's kind of nice. I'm like, oh, I can't do that part. I can do the top part. You can buy the wood. So you buy the legs on oh, Etsy yeah, as well. Probably. They're these guys who do like these. They've got these like, these crazy legs that like scissor each other. And then mm -hmm. like any legs that you can imagine they've got on there. And then you buy like those. Um, you do carpentry, so you know. But I don't know what you can imagine. The thing where you like screw the inserts into the bottom of the table and then the screws go through the base into those inserts. There's there are metal screw in inserts that you put in the bottom of the table. Oh, those T nuts. I think yeah. Called. Something yeah, like yeah. that. I don't know. You, you know how I picked out this table? I'm trying to learn how to do this. This table that I have all three monitors. You know how I picked this out? Mm. It was the closest and cheapest table to where I bought my couch at the same store. <laughs> I, went, I went that's fine and my mom at the time this was a few years ago when she was alive but she was like that doesn't match at all and i'm like it's going in the fucking streaming podcasting room who cares it's cheap 
Just get All it. Right. I made my table. There's not much to it. It's just a tabletop sitting on some file cabinets and shit. And uh, I'm like, I have an 11 foot room and I want a table that's the exact right size. So I have an 11 foot table. <laughs> still I think, using it. So here's what I'm actually going to do. I'm going to buy some of that Ikea butcher block stuff that you can just order. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to split it. Or maybe not split, maybe like take a quarter of it and like make it that. And then I'll be, I have it separated. And then I'm going to have an epoxy like stripe. Mm-hmm. Like, like to, to reconnect those two pieces backed with like LEDs in the bottom. And I think I'll make a dot, something like that. You're not uh, going to do this till you move. <laughs> oh, I've already. It, oh, my living room is full of carpentry tools. The mic is all right. <laughs> no, I'm you're, not so, you're so funny. You'll be like, because just a couple of months ago, you were like, I'm going to be moving soon. Let's put a let's table that home gym. And then, like, I knew, I knew it would get you the same way it got me and Woody, where we're like, we're just going to get a power rack. Well, but this cable machine. Well, but this peck deck. Well, but this dumbbell. Oh, but this bar. Like, mm-hmm. and you just get more and more into it, and it becomes like at a very expensive. Like th- this is what's crazy. Like we were talking about all that money, like three thousand dollars a week. My gym, I've probably got eight thousand dollars in it, eight nine thousand dollars over the past five years, and I feel like sometimes I'll be like, "You bougie bitch," like you like <laughs> using this. And no then way. Like, no, that's I, your I hobby. The- that's your fucking hobby. Like, like, like it is my and, main and, hobby. And, yeah. and like, I'm certainly not gonna say anything because right now I paid I'm a lot money. more for a lot less. Yeah, this is ten- <laughs> 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 I'm like ten grand and three machines. <laughs> but I'm not a retired millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, there's a ten thousand dollar motorcycle sitting next to the bench press. It's like hobbies expensive, right? So they like, are. Um, no, I'm just gonna buy. It's gonna cost what it costs because I, I want a home gym, and so home gyms cost what they cost. Now it's up to me whether I blow all my fucking money on Soren X or or something like that, or if I go and get mm-hmm. Titan stuff. And I'm trying to find a middle ground in between there. Where like I love the idea of the functional trainer built into the power rack. It's cool. It's yeah, cool and it's too. space I like efficient. I, I, even if you have a two car garage, I think you run out of space at some point. When you and, say functional trainer, are you talking about like a cable attachment thing? It's the cable, cable machine that you kind of do that. Exactly. Oh, okay. So the one where there'll be like two bars really far apart at the gym, kind of, and you can load weights on them and do like. Yeah, uh, yeah. And oftentimes yeah. where the pulley is goes from top to bottom. So you can top, bottom, and in the middle. I think you're thinking of a cable crossover, Destiny. This is a standalone little machine that has like. It's, it's, it's a double cable machine yeah, with yeah, weight stacks. But it's it's built in this one little pod more than like a big spread out cable crossover machine. Um, okay, it's, interesting. It's, um, they're like the cheapest ones are like fifteen hundred dollars. The most expensive ones are closer to eight. Yeah, something like oh, that is a, this thing. That's okay. a very expensive one, like a gym quality one. That would have be you heard of the? Um, there's like a machine that it looks dumb as fuck, but apparently people actually review it pretty highly. Have you heard of something called Tonal? Yeah. I have oh, the one that you like uh, you like put into the studs in your wall. Yeah, and apparently it like electronically detects like the load for every lift that you do, and you don't ever have to actually touch a weight. Apparently, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you like you pull, and it tells you if you're pulling hard enough. Yeah, or it'll adjust the weight dynamically as you're going through your lift or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, people review it highly, and I've they never do. It, it looks really that, stupid, and it sounds like, really stupid, yeah. but a lot of people I, give it really good reviews. Yeah. How do I not be a pussy on that? Like, yeah. It, it, how do I do better than last time when I have to try harder? Than, I need weights to not let me puss out. Yeah. It's also like, what is, I, I think I watched the Garage Gym reviews. Great channel. Shout out Garage Gym reviews. He did a review on this. And like, if you are more than like, just like if lifting is a hobby of yours that you've done for years, this is not going to hit the weight requirements you need. Mm-mm. Like oh, it's, really? it's okay. not even, it's oh. not even close. And he said that like, uh, 
what was the word he used? I think it was called like uh, concentric pressure, like where you know how if you like grab a resistance band, it's not equal pressure the whole time. Mm-hmm. He did say that this has that like concentric pressure where like if you pull something that's 40 pounds, it will be 40 the entire uh, movement, it's probably magnetic, which is right? good. Yeah, it's magnetic or something. But he also was like, but if you ever do anything above, say, 170 pounds, this isn't for you. And so it's like, oh, oh okay, okay. OK. So like anyone who any man who lifts for more, more than, than once months, a month. Feeling a little yeah. called out here. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and it depends on your workout program, too. Right. Like, like because some people will want to max out or, or like lift heavy and maybe do, I don't know, sets of three sets of two. Uh, like, like people do that. We do sets of 12. You know, we do yeah. three sets of 12 on everything. So mm-hmm. that means that like the the highest weights we're working with on like, unless we're doing legs are like, you know, in the high hundreds, low 200s. Stuff yeah. like and that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, as soon as I saw in the chat, like Destiny was coming on tonight, I'm like, oh, I know that guy's fucking lifting and I want to <laughs> ask him. So if you're still doing the, uh, so I saw you were doing starting strength from the thing a couple months ago? A long time ago, basically. I've gone through a lot of different things, but yeah. Okay, good, good. I was hoping to hear that you hadn't stuck with that because like, and I'm not, I know someone will come after me. Starting strength is not a bad, is not a bad program. It's just people will do starting strength, which is like five by five compound lifts with low volume for Mm -hmm. like eight months, Mm -hmm. which like is not the way you're supposed to do it. Starting strength is a way to teach you how to do the compound movements well. If you're comfortable doing the compound movements, it's time to move away from it. Yeah, I feel like it depends. I feel like a lot of it depends. I feel like a lot of it depends on a lot of things. I think that ideologically, I think that programs like Strong Lux or Starting Strength, I think are probably really good if you're young and healthy and you could like figure out how to do movements and stuff. Um, one of the things that took me a while to notice was that um, so like I started off with like like basically just starting strength. And then eventually I was like, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is like the ultimate the ultimate sin as a beginner is to start looking at like isolation lifts. But something that I noticed when starting to yeah. do a few isolation lifts, because some of them are fun, was that um, I didn't actually have any idea how to use any of my muscles before. So I didn't know how to bench press until I got on the pec fly machine because I didn't even know how to activate my boob. I, like when I when I would bench, I would sit at the bench and you're pressing and it's kind of weird. But like, I guess for a beginner, I'm body retarded. OK, because I haven't done anything athletic in like fucking really, truly like 30 years of my <laughs> life. And then I finally like start doing gym stuff sure. like you can sit on the bench and you can really push and you're really only using your tries, your shoulder the whole time. And when you've actually sat at a pec machine yeah. and you're truly doing it correctly and you're squeezing your chest forward. When I took some of that and then I went back to benching and I'm like, this is a totally different lift now. Like, I feel like I'm actually pushing the way that I'm supposed sure. to. So I feel like do, learning some of the isolated movements help. My workout mm-hmm. now, if you look at it, is basically like starting strength plus at the end of my lifts, I'll be doing like some fun accessory movements or things that I feel like starting strength will miss. But I still do, especially since I'm still pretty new, I want to have big compound mm-hmm. lifts. Like, I like to be able to say like my squat is big, my bench is big, my deadlift is big, and I can overhead press for more than 100 pounds hopefully someday. Um, but like these are like the, for, for reps or whatever. Yeah, the, the, like being able if you can do those lifts well, like nobody can take that from you, right? That's it's like a, it's sure. an accomplishment. I think, yeah, um, and and it builds like your whole body. So, but like I, I don't think yeah. it's like a crime. Like if like you're always worried when you read through starting so you start lifting that if you do like curls one day, like Ripto is going to come out of a closet and fucking kill you or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and then also, like, people get a little bit crazy maybe for some of those programs where they'll tell you to literally, like, bro, if you gain 30 pounds of weight in your first month of lifting, that's great. You're doing the right thing. And it's like, I don't know if anybody can handle the psychological impact of getting that fucking fat <laughs> just to have 
a really big squat and deadlift, which no offense, I love those movements and I think they're important, mm -hmm. but nobody gives a fuck how big your quads are. No girl will ever care. Any guy yeah. that's as differently as coping and deadlifts, you can't even tell when somebody is big on deadlift. Okay. I'll watch guys that come into gyms look like fucking sticks. And these guys will be warming up with three plates. And I'll be like, what the yeah. fuck? You, you look like a skeleton and now you're pulling like 455 from the ground. You're unbelievable. Um, but then you'll get gym bros that'll come in and do retarded shit all day with like the 50 different arguments, but they look fucking cool. They look good. They got big yeah. chest. Their arms are fucking huge. And like, so yeah, you have to balance out like, what is it that you're actually looking for? What are you willing to do? What do you want to do? Like all of that shit. Yeah. Very true. Like it, it depends on your goals. And like if, if getting those compound lifts high for you mm -hmm. is a really important thing, then that makes sense. Something that I didn't like about it is, is harkens back to five, six years ago when I started like doing, and I did something like that is there is a promise of progressive overload that is really unrealistic for a lot of people. And so they'll say, you know, rip a toe in his program and be like every week, five more pounds on your squat. Well, that doesn't no, work every day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's five pounds, Monday, five pounds, Wednesday, five pounds, Friday. That's yeah. bananas. That's not possible to do for any more than like a week. If you know what you're doing at all. <laughs> and so like you, you get that shit. Mm -hmm. If you're if you're brand new, that's if you're like great. an 18 year old, like healthy adult size male, I'm five eight. Okay, I weighed 105 mm -hmm. pounds in high school. I'm probably never doing that. Yeah. But for like a normal, like masculine adult or whatever, probably. I on what you said, this is something that I noticed, and it took me so long to fucking learn this. And it is one of the most important things. Ever. Anytime you read people's numbers on the gym, you need to multiply the weight by 60 percent and you need to double the time they said they've been training so if somebody says like they can bench 225 and they've been lifting for six months they've been lifting for like fucking two years and they probably bench like 120 everybody lies about their numbers everybody exaggerates oh, really? their shit. A yes absolutely i don't lie but, about my numbers at all i, I don't like, either that's good you're an older <laughs> refined gentleman but i noticed this morning because, like i start because i'll hear on online like if you don't bench at least 225 you're a worthless like limpic piece of shit you're not that's even you retarded. haven't even started right but then i i would do this and i would think this mind like okay jesus christ like I can finally bench like 150, 155 by five. Like I'm still weak, but I'll go to the gym. And sometimes I'll notice like, wait a second. If you're at any normal gym and a guy is benching 225, he's probably like one of the strongest people in the gym. You're not going to, to 24 sure. hour fitnesses or whatever all the time. And it's like the guy's like, oh yeah, you know, load up three plates or whatever. Like these guys are super strong and people like, and it's hard to even find people that like even squat more than one plate. Like most people don't even go on the squat rack. So a couple people do, uh, but like when guys are squatting two, three, four plates online, this is like normal, right? Yeah. If you weigh 180 pounds, you're not squatting three plates. Do you even fucking lift? But if you go into a gym, it's like, okay, hold on. Not many people are putting more than 225 on the bar, you know, like, yeah, the online shit mind fucked me really hard for a long time on progress because i'm like dude i'm six months into lifting and i can't pull 315 for the floor yet oh my god Jesus. six months and i can't get 315 yeah. on the number too much i uh, can get you hurt too nah, i was talking really? as an older guy i think i'm hurt more easily than you two are but yeah like that'll fuck no, you up i've hurt myself so many times <laughs> i mean okay? like it's a matter yep. you have to learn because like this is another thing too. compound movements are really hard squatting and deadlifting this should take like i'm still like i'm not i'm almost here and i'm still learning really these movements they're mm -hmm. really complicated there's a lot of mental cues um it's yeah weird how movements can be hard i'm sorry to cut you off but no, like, yeah, like yeah. throwing a good punch right not saying i do but it's complicated and it's hard and it mm -hmm. looks so easy mm -hmm. and and the, the comparison i always use is like how is it hard to throw an accurate punch? If you put a salt shaker on the shelf, I'm fucking money at reaching for it. <laughs> you know, like it's not hard at all. And out of 10 yeah. times. <laughs> Yet somehow throwing a, like a, a good punch with good form and rotation, and getting your whole thing while that guy's moving and dodging is really tricky. People miss all the time. Boxes miss constantly. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and back to the weightlifting movements, same sort of thing. You'd think it's easy to just push things up in the air, but add some weight to it. Start focusing on everything from fucking flexing your ass muscles to pushing it up yeah. to your lower back, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's it's so many things to get wrong. Yeah, I think there's there have been so many movements that I've reset. I, I wish that like I thought about doing this after I get a figures in is like making like a like how to lift for actual body retards because yeah. there are like so many ways that you can fuck up mm. lifts that you would just never even yeah. fucking imagine you can fuck like for instance like I, I had to reset weight so many times like on the lat pull down machine there are so many ways that you could like like you could do pull downs that aren't even fucking using the right muscles like you're like you're pulling it down you're hunching your shoulders forward like get the weight like so yeah. many stupid fucking things that if you don't have a really knowledgeable person to point it out or if you don't eventually figure it out because you realize you've stalled in some really dumb way or the wrong muscles are hurting um yeah there's just like so many things on these movements it's like fuck that, that is such that like a perfect muscle? example of it of like the lat pull down because if you when you i feel like and maybe this is stupid but like almost a litmus test you see somebody get on the lat pull down you see the way mechanically they hold their chest where their back Mm -hmm. is where their shoulders are you can pretty much tell right away like that person knows what they're doing or that person doesn't and that is totally independent of the amount they're lifting because i used to be like i have a cable machine in my my basement for for seated rows lat pulls and everything and i used to like get in my own head a couple years ago and be like I'm not going up on my numbers. Well, I guess I'll just do bad form pull downs. And then I, eventually I was like, you're alone in your basement retard. Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, you know what? Back crazy. off the weight and just be incredibly strict with it. And mm-hmm. so like, I was finding, I would like just picking random numbers, like 125 pull down with really good form and activation felt better than 190. Just <laughs> a lot of yeah. doing that. What happened bullshit. to me, the switch my muscle connection, right? We all know that. Think about the muscles you're moving. A lot of times I think about the body part I'm moving. When you do a bench press, you think you're pressing the bar up. Meh. You're kind of pressing your elbows up. Like that's the goal. If you do a bench press and you're focused on pushing your elbows forward, you're probably activating your chest. Same sort of thing with the lat pull down. If you think you're pulling the bar down, you might be getting it wrong. If you're pulling your elbows down, that's the movement actually is. And yeah, that was the sort why, of thing that helped me uh, reset. That's why I always do like hook grip on pole exercises because okay. if you remove your thumb from the equation like if you grip like this you're it's like telling your bicep time to pull if you hook like this and focus on your elbows just like you said you can force your lats your rhomboids to do all of that lifting what if you only give a fuck about your biceps then just fucking wrap it up <laughs> just, <laughs> just get get big ass biceps dude i have a pro like my, the way my arms are built like they're just really long and it's hard to get a lot of bicep mass. I, I every so often I think I look good. I was doing I talked about this before. I was doing overhead presses in the mirror with a shirt on. An overhead press is one of the exercises that I think I look best at. Mm-hmm. I see myself doing overhead like this exercise flatters what I bring to it. So I decided to videotape myself doing overhead presses with no shirt on. You guys will notice you did not get that video. <laughs> I, I fucking look like, like Mike from Monsters Inc. That green monster with the skinny arms pushing up. I look so Dude, I, It's so embarrassing. I do military or I do seated presses because my, my ceiling in my basement's too low to stand up and do it. And so seated overhead presses are very hard. And like I I put a mirror in front of me about like eight months ago. And I was just doing it in the squat rack, unhooking and then doing my presses and seeing my shirt come up and then just like lay back down on my fat belly. And then I'm like doing the reps, like trying to feel good about myself, looking at my fat pasty belly and like, 
I, I moved the mirror. <laughs> so I was like, I don't, I, I'm comfortable funny. in my form. I don't need to see myself do this. Here's where I kick my own ass. So even on my best day, right? The day where my, I, I think my abs are as good as they've been all year, et cetera, et cetera. If I'm on my laptop on the toilet like this, <laughs> I got the worst gut. It is hard not to have a gut when you're curled over like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I caught really a, I have a big mirror over my bathtub to the left of my shower when I come out of there. I caught a, an image of me bent over drying off the other day. It ruined my day. <laughs> it's just like uh, oh god i don't, I don't mean, I, status. I, I had the other experience I, I caught an image of myself i bent it over like this and i saw my own lat and i was like wait that's really you <laughs> oh, look at you oh look god. at your lat woody i'll do that sometimes i'll put a shirt on and i'll be mm-hmm. like dude you look like a monster you look yeah. huge and then i take the shirt off and it's like yeah you look like a monster <laughs> you're cute. Uh, you're huge, you monster. Uh, Speaking of um, hating women, so I, well, you got you do this every Wednesday, right? Or Thursday, not every Wednesday? Thursday, you do this every, every week. So, have you guys uh, talked about the Amber Heard stuff yet? Oh, I really um, don't not know. The, that not the I haven't verdict. followed it. Not the I know verdict. that Johnny Depp won, but yeah. I don't know anything. Well, else. she won too. No, well, she, no, she lost about as hard as she could. Have, she won two million dollars. You guys, yeah, but it was all... like I think it was the worst win in the take world. Take it out of the fifteen you owe me, bitch. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was the worst win in the world yeah. because, at the very least, if she would have lost everything, she could have gone out and said like. Well, look, I got screwed by the courts. They didn't listen to anything. I didn't even get a fair case. But now that you get took a little bit of bite out of her bark by that, like, well, you know, they awarded you some. You had some legitimate points. But um, yeah, I think it would have looked better for her, uh, like just from an outside perspective, <laughs> if, she, if she'd lost on everything, because um, at least then she could say she got fucked by the courts or whatever. But yeah. But her know, net worth been. is negative six million. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have the money. She doesn't have the money to pay. She'll him. absolutely have the money. If anybody's out there with a hate button, because people, she could probably start a GoFundMe to t- tomorrow. Race oh, I'd love sure that. That'd be money. hilarious. I'm not sure it'll do as well as you say it will. I, I, I feel like her winning $2 million and losing 15 is the day she, al- you will remember this is the day you almost Call it Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> so did so Johnny Depp is off, off the hook. Well, there yeah. was no right? hook. He was suing her for oh. defamation. He was saying that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Talk about, about what's going on. She she like like right in the heart of the Me Too thing. She and her friends got together and faked this whole thing um, with I didn't uh, know about with, that. with yeah, makeup yeah. and performances and police calls and stuff like that. And then she like had this op-ed that she posted in the Wall Street, whatever, wherever the fuck it was. They said it eight times yesterday during the thing, and I can't remember what paper it is now. But um, it, she uh, she basically called him out without saying his name. And he's like, oh, those four or five statements are all defamatory. And th- so he sued her in civil court for that and won $13 million. I think he sued for 50 and uh, came out with 15 or something like that. Which like you'll never mil- see. I, I don't know about that. I don't know how that works. But, um, so technically, he won one count for ten million. Yeah. Um, and then I wish I could remember the name for this. There was a second count that they awarded him for five million, but the statutory max for that is actually like three hundred fifty k. So technically, the judge adjusted that down. His overall winnings were ten million. It was like ten point three mm-hmm. million. But then she won two million. So overall, the balance to him is going to be it's eight point three million. I think is what his overall win is. But yeah. Do you think okay. he'll have or she'll have to pay it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just the judge. They're going to garnish her win. future wages, assuming she oh. has them. Yeah, like you have to pay. It's a judgment in court, right? Yeah, unless unless they appeal and win or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if and there's any getting out of it. Like she came out and had and like made a statement, 
And it was basically the same statement that she's just lost in court for. And, yeah. and so people are like, is he crazy enough to do it? <laughs> could, he, <laughs> could he sue her for her, her post-court statements? Could he say what, those what are defamatory? And, like, she copy-pasted some of the stuff she said in the original statement. Like, something about, you know, this was a day where women voices were silenced in the night like candles in the wind. Whatever, like, bleeding heart <laughs> You know, she said something like that about. So how, she like, knows she lost justly, and now she's so lashing out. This, oh, this is actually about women. Yeah. Oh, she's she's hidden behind that the whole time. It's it's been about women being silent. Is, is this like, what her statement? Okay, I'll read it for people. I think my favorite my favorite headline was I don't think it was Vice. It was some some other publication where it was like um, Amber Heard's loss is a dangerous signal for black women everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Come what on, does that guys. mean? That she's going to be so mad she's going to take it out on him? Oh, it's from the root. <laughs> Amber Heard verdict sends a message to black women everywhere. Because if white women are losing, imagine how bad it's going to be for black women. Like, Jesus Christ. Damn, that's full bore retard. Yeah. That is a ridiculous thing to think. Well, I, I want I'd like that. Yeah, that's a good one. No, if it, this I, I, liar can't get away with it, this means that people who tell the truth won't. Like, what, I didn't really follow the trial um, other than like occasionally there'd be a really funny bit where someone s did something silly on the witness stand or Johnny reacted. I caught like 10 of those, but I didn't, I didn't really follow it. Um, I'm glad he won. Um, he seems like a genuinely like nice guy, as nice as like a lifelong celebrity Hollywood actor can be, right? Like, wow. Nice. Yeah. Not a perfect guy, but like. I mean, I his flaws like seem to be like. He does seem I like, like a weird. I like the part. Like there was one part. I wish I could remember exactly. Like like they were like, and is that the point where you poured a one liter glass of wine? And he was like, I thought it was going to be necessary. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like he found a liter of wine was going to be necessary to deal with her that night. Like and then his text message where he calls her like a floppy lipped fish house or whatever fish market yeah. or, or something like, like all that some cocaine involved too and then, you oh know, yeah he, he likes to and party. he just like he owned it completely like did you do cocaine and he's like yeah yeah <laughs> Dude, anyone what, can tell by looking it, at johnny it, depp he loves cocaine that someone was like was like and it was it a whole bag of cocaine he's like well, you got to keep it in something. <laughs> like, like, what do you think? We just have handfuls of cocaine, like blowing. In no, the it was a wheelbarrow. What are you retarded? Like <laughs> that kind of stuff was really charismatic. Right? Yeah. Like, like he, he didn't die. It was in a whole bag. He didn't. You, know, you got to keep it in something. He's like, yeah, a bag is not a unit of measurement. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a professional actor. If anyone knows how to present themselves in a way that's endearing to the general public, it would be them. I mean, she uh -huh. failed at it. She she came off as, 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 as yeah. it was difficult. what was she in? I don't remember her from any movies. Uh she's oh. in the well No, she's a major most, actress. Most recently she's um she's in the uh the, the Aquaman movie. That's the one uh, that the fans have been trying to like get taken away from her for a while. Well that makes sense. I haven't oh isn't uh Jason Momoa Aquaman? Yeah. Yeah, you sent me a photo of him earlier today. I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna send that to Zach to put up. Jason Momoa looks exactly like sam hyde now what open, oh i saw this, this you saw image. this yeah it he actually looked... i didn't know if i was being trolled i thought it was sam hyde yeah that's <laughs> how much it looks like fucking sam hyde is he's just wearing he's just looking big and burly a little overweight bad glasses torn shirt which is you know very much a sam hyde look oh my doesn't yeah. that I'm, uh, has that been shopped a little like, you know, you know what's doing it? You know, you know what's doing it. You see that stripe across the whole screen. It's making yeah. it look like his shirt's doing a fat belly thing. 
Maybe. Like, like if you if you imagine that gone, like like see, there's like this like like this horizontal stripe. It's a little angle. That's like I don't know, it's like a dirty window or some shit. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like, like, like look at his glasses, the the forehead, the hair, the facial hair. Like that's very Sam Hyde-ish. Look how big his fucking forearm is. Huge. Dude, you, you can see Sam Hyde on the right there. I'd bet on. Is that really him unedited? Is that really Sam Hyde? If that's Sam Hyde unedited, that is a powerful, an unbelievable. Okay. Oh my yeah. god. Okay, that guy's. Oh. <laughs> and remember, he's he's six foot six. He's Harley's height. <laughs> oh my like, god. I, I'm hyper focused on his belly, but if you look at his delts and biceps, like Jesus, that's look a at his forearms. The, oh my yeah. god, yeah. he's a monster. Oh, that's so scary. <laughs> I know. Just look imagine that. Quad. Imagine that face coming to you. <laughs> Look at his calves, every bit of him. Like, yeah. like, he is so much scarier than I thought he was. Is this real? <laughs> yeah, I, I, anytime I see anything related to Sam Hyde, I'm always 50-50 on whether it's ironic or not. It, it's so it. hard to know with, with Sam. Mm -hmm. It looks like it looks like the, the Waldo from Where's Waldo was doing roids for like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my trend. god. What the fuck room is he in? What's going on? <laughs> like there's a punching yeah. bag and part of a power rack in the back. Is there there's a, a woman in the background in like a cafeteria? I, I think there's a nun coffee? at an office chair. <laughs> yeah, right. If that's really him, Jesus Christ! Like he's huge. He, he could be a Ninja Turtle or something. He's a he's a fucking. He could be. No wonder I Dubs wouldn't let him to the competition. He would have just dominated. All right, that's a terrifying <laughs> man. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> terrifying man. Ah. Uh. All right, ads. Yes, let's hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Blue Chew. Spring has finally come, so let's help you do the same. That's right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, confidence can take you far in life. It can also help in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. No visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. We've also got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the <laughs> podcast. We laid down our on our faces, prostrate and whip ourselves to be worthy of your dick pills. Thank you so much for the sponsorship, Blue Chew. I flagellate myself. I flagellate myself. I fillet myself. Oh, dude, there was a. I went to my paramotor flying. That's thing. impressive. There was a guy <laughs> thanking me for Blue Chew. He's like, I use Blue Chew. I'm on the Tadalafil. It's fucking like he was so happy. I'm like, oh, congrats on your dick, bro. Glad you like it. See? Uh, a real, a real testimonial, uh, testimonial, testimonial yeah. happy individual. Definitely go for the Tadalafil. We've said it before. They offer the Tadalafil and the Sildenafil and Tadalafil, Sildenafil and Tadalafil is the way to go. So check that out. Bluetooth.com code PKA. Just pay the five bucks in shipping. And I think you'll get three pills to try out. See if you like it. This episode also brought to you by Lucy. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. 
Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen cinnamon and pomegranate. Cinnamon's the way to go. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine and cherry ice flavor. Each and every flavor actually tastes great. And it's convenient and discreet. Their products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, even in the gym. It's 2021, 2022. Get, your, get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes direct to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Painkiller already listeners go to lucy.co lucy.co and use promo code PKA to get 20% off all products in your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code PKA at checkout. Also, we have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So head over to lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code PKA for 20% off all products in your first order, including the gum or lozenges. So check those wonderful sponsors out, Lucy and Blue Chew. And if you're still coming like a chump, come like a champ with Jesus Christ. lock and load. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Look at these children and animals being hit. But, you know, I don't like it, actually. You know, I don't like it, actually. <laughs> Not it. near the electrical outlet. Check, check on. Don't come near electrical outlets. It could start a house fire. Lock and load. It's the finest cum products this side and the other side of the Mississippi. You're going to be so impressed. You're going to, your whole life you've been busting and you've been thinking that's the best my bust can be. No, no. Not even close, friends. You start taking this, you're going to come like a champion. It's going to erupt. It's going to be like a public fountain in Vegas. You're going to be shooting all over the place. The women you're with, the men you're with. Look at this. <laughs> Celebrity, get me out of here. It's exactly like Gordon Ramsay. That's... <laughs> That's one of our giant hogs spraying him <laughs> with, <laughs> with fucking cum because we've been taking it like a gutter. <laughs> yeah, it does look like a gutter. I don't understand what's going on. That's but uh, buy, buy the cum pills. PKA code. They're, they're, they're a little sold out right now. but but they, Monday, uh, Monday, Monday, they're back. Yeah. yeah. Destiny, <laughs> I've been dying to ask you this. I saw an article uh -oh. that talked about Donald Trump. And <laughs> okay. it resonated with me. I, I, I feel the same way. They're like, this is what's happened to Donald Trump. He has become no longer entertaining. I don't give a fuck about everything Donald Trump says anymore. He used to blow you away. The dude could misspell something in a tweet like hamburger or covfefe or whatever. And it was major news that everybody carried. Now he's out there accusing people of being dirty and fake elections. And it's just the same bullshit again and again and again. Adam Schiff is still shifty. Right. This other guy's still sleepy. This other guy's still little. He has no new material. It's boring as fuck. You go to his dumbass rallies and it's the same bullshit he's been saying since 2015. He is the equivalent. I've read and I agreed of, of a Marvel the Beach movie. Boys the same singing, thing over and over. Of the beat. Hush. He's the equivalent of the Beach Boys singing California Girls 50 fucking years in a row. He's going to go up there. He's going to play all his greatest hits. We're going to build a wall. The election was stolen. This guy, you know, he, he, he reads the same tired material off a teleprompter with a few little riffs that he throws in on his own. Some insults that seemed edgy four years ago, six years ago, but now they're not. Now it's just dull, boring nonsense. No one gives a fuck about it. The, the little name calling he throws in, it doesn't phase me anymore. I don't care. It just seems petty and little and small, and he doesn't have any new ideas, and all he has is the same redundant bullshit. I think 
when Trump runs again, he's not going to be the show anymore. There are lots of people who enter the presidential primaries as the leader, right? Jeb Bush had won that thing before he started, which is a coronation ceremony. Hillary Clinton, she won before she started against Obama. It was just, you know, it was hers to like, just, just give it to her. Why are we even doing this race? And they don't always win these front runners early on. That might be what happens to Trump next election cycle. Thoughts? I think that's the off season right now. I think you're judging your favorite athlete, and uh, it's not even it's not even spring training. He's uh, he, he's just uh, he's working on his material like a comic in some little club somewhere. I think uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's working. I, I, and and I, people I, I, listening I mean, to this, Democrats, am I am I right? He's like working on like a tight five. <laughs> I think What's there's the a deal with dividends. I think, What's the deal? I, think good, I think there's a good chance he wins next election. I think it'll happen. Um, the whole election. I think oh, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the that the, is um, the Democrats don't have anyone good. Well, the the problem is that like the one. Well, there, there's. It's. I think it's actually kind of simple for the next one. This is my what I'm thinking right now. One is that um, the economy will always be blamed or accredited to whoever the president is. Right. Sure. And if we haven't gotten rid of the inflation stuff, if we haven't cooled that off by, which is hard to say in two years, maybe that'll change. But if the economy is still doing eh in a couple of years, like we're already probably losing the midterms if you're a Democrat, when I say we. Yeah. Um, if we if we lose, if we're going to lose the next election cycle, it'll be to a Republican, obviously. They're not going to run anybody against Biden. And the person that's going to run on the Republican side is going to be Trump, right? And if things don't change, it's going to be a Republican. Ah, you I don't think they're going to run Trump? I don't think, I think they're going to run Biden. I don't think they're going to run Biden. I'll run Biden. You'll never. Th I know that people have ideas about dementia or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll put like. 50 I don't want to get crazy, millionaire. Uh, you're, you're over there or like, twenty like, bucks or ten bucks, whatever. Yeah, I, I bet you on it. They'll run Biden. I, I know for a foul bet it. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'll think, hold on. I'm going to. I'll give you two to one odds on ten dollars. I'll give you two to one. If I lose, oh. I'll give you twenty bucks. Okay. Oh, of course. Pinky's up okay. for this one, but oh, let's, let's <laughs> That's actually dollars. a lot for me. That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> wait, so, so yeah, wait, absolutely. when was the last time? Because I think they're absolutely um the, the, the sitting president will not be running this time. I think the I don't remember the last time, but it should have been Reagan is when it should have been, right? Like 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 he shouldn't have came back. Cause he I he's know. yeah I can't I mean of course there's a two-term presidents where that happens a lot but that's not what you're talking about i can't remember the last time a one-term president didn't run he should not run um uh, honestly like, like look biden could more... die of old age these people exactly throw, exactly so, away that's a no bet advantage. by the way if biden dies it's a no bet sure how can you, <laughs> or if trump dies of elderly just, and obesity why would you risk throwing away your incumbent advantage when it's so huge it's like one of the most important advantages i don't think in... it's as big anymore um i think that i think there's gonna be a lot of voices that want to run kamala that's no poison. shot. No, that's she is poison. very unlikable. She's so and she's unlikable. Funny and she's bad with her voice. It's very. Um, I, I can't see it being Kamala. I can't there are going it. to be people who want Hillary. No, there, no, there will not. Nah, there will be so. like five blue checks on Twitter. The Donald Trump it. fanatic I, talk, voice or ideas. I, I don't think Hillary is coming back. There's it's no way Hillary wants to come back. I don't love her to lose again. I don't think you guys want to go old white guy again. I think you're. I, I think there's a lot of voices in the Democratic Party that are like, are we doing old white guy again? Do Buddha Judge? No, he's not old. He's like 40, 45. Uh, right? That was my alternative to old white guy. Like, you know, uh -huh. do this. I do believe, I genuinely believe Biden has had uh, a severe decline. I've, I've never seen a president who had his wife slash caretaker with him so often <laughs> when he's on the microphone. I've never seen that. 
like, like, like you often would see Michelle with Obama at, at like meet and greets and anything social. But yeah. but Biden is often speaking on serious topics. And, and I know there's different categories of when the president goes on the yeah. mic. Like there's there's a Rose Garden thing and then there's a there's an Oval Office thing and, and they different ha they have different protocol. But, man, I see her with him almost all the time. And she sort of interjects with and, and like softens things and makes things yeah. help things roll along. That's the Where, weird thing is like Michelle would be there with like, Rock. She, remember Johnny Carson had that little fat fucker that sat next to him that made things yeah. like work like like. That's what she is. She's there to like keep things rolling along smoothly. Ed McMahon. Because 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 I feel like Biden could easily get in a situation where he's like, what? Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to do the thing now with the camera, the talkie, the talk, talk. Mm. Like, 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 I don't know. I feel like something. I, I, I want them to keep putting him in positions like that, because I like when he gets exasperated and he just has to be like, yo, how about you know, shut up? shut up about that and it's like, and it's like oh that's great because then like like everyone like a lot of the media like wants to defend biden and so they'll be like biden delivers hard words on this and it's just him like barely with it like shut up the, the, okay the, <laughs> yeah he's we'll not tell, just lashing out as an elderly person let's assume biden is going to run and let's just assume that he it will. doesn't matter who comes from the republicans it's going to be a, a, a they, they can all speak well like, like even if it were ted cruz it's he's a different it'll, it'll be trump but yeah we can assume it's anybody yeah it, in, from it, whether it's trump desantis cruz rubio um any anyone from the right i don't know who i don't really know who the field's going to be this time is but rubio like, a guy anymore? I, I think I they're i think they're all better debaters than the than uh joe biden is i thought biden was bad and the vp um stuff like what 12 years ago i remember thinking that he lost to um McC who was mccain's vp choice like palin palin i i, I thought think, he lost to her i don't think anybody cares about debates or any of that shit right because like in turn like it's all an entertainment thing because in terms of like foreign policy or knowledge regardless of how you feel about either one hillary has a trillion times more information is more knowledgeable and every facet of government and life in general versus donald trump maybe they had a bit of real estate like the I, I, would bet, I would bet money and i would win every time that if I were to ask Donald Trump to point out, like, on an unlabeled map, where is Afghanistan, he wouldn't be able to do it. He no. He wouldn't be able to do it. Just to be um, real with you, none of us here can. I, 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 if you tell me you can do it, I believe you. I sure. could get. I could probably get, like, to one of the You can pick out Afghanistan on the map. You can get it. Yeah, I think if, if, I if the borders are drawn. It would take me a minute. If the words would, are drawn. Let me just say I this. I can pick out every country <laughs> if the words are drawn. <laughs> a bit of, uh, a bit of uh, savant in that way. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can find it, but I guarantee it wouldn't be boop. It'd be sure. like, Hmm. <laughs> I'd be There'd like, be no, some... that's that's Iraq. We need to go. go but I just, I don't think way. that people, I don't think when the American people are trying to judge um, winners or losers, I don't think that they're looking at like, oh, well, who had the like most informed like foreign policy take on this particular thing? I think it's more just like who made me laugh more, unironically, who made me laugh more. Like, <laughs> I mean, and and that answer is going to be Trump every time because he's got bits, he's got jokes. He is. Maybe, funny. Yeah. Zach is calling us. What color is Afghanistan? Is it, is it the green one between the blue one and the yellow one? Is it the green one between the blue one and the yellow one? Um, yes. No. Yeah, it should be. It, yeah. To the right of the yellow one. Because the big yellow one is Iran, and then it's Iraq and Syria to the left. The one above the, the right yellow? Oh. Afghanistan and Pakistan. I only know this because we do. That's, that's, that should be Afghanistan, yeah. Oh, that one by India? Well, no, that's, that's not where I put it. 
Well, India is next to Pakistan because they fight, you know, they fight over the Kashmir shit, like between them, they've got like the contested territory to the Northeast. Yeah, you say it, it makes sense, but I was putting it over in like Eastern Europe. Yeah, I don't like how the U.S. got gray. That's not fair. And just to be clear, I definitely struggled with that. That was that was a minute. That was that was harder than I thought it was going to be. I I, I think that that map is has some weird like shapings around the borders. So yeah, that's what it is. It's it's certainly not uh, not the map I usually use for this story. They say, Kyle, I'm a traveler of the world and i'm trying to get to the land of afghan and they help i, I, I mean I, I don't want to be rude but zach that's a little on you for yeah for not I mean, showing an accurate you did map. that one up yeah, yeah, yeah if exactly. you showed a real map i would have been fucking laser eyes <laughs> yeah it's a pretty, pretty weak sauce map <laughs> can you name every country in it in uh in italy in in europe yes italy uh, <laughs> and, uh italy and Rome. vatican city uh, yeah, yeah, vatican city, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be such a great place to live. Imagine being the Pope. Already you got more influence than anyone, like, individually. And then you get your own country, and you get dope guards with, like, swords and shit. I want to know more about... I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really fascinated with the Vatican and what secrets they might have in there. I don't it's really a, have it's any, all child rape. I think a lot of <laughs> child rape. Like, like, like I do, and, and look, like I, I don't believe in God. But if they've got some holy relics in there, like like at the very least, they're historical artifacts, and I want to know more about them. Like, like, yeah. like maybe I don't. This believe belongs in... in a museum. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're <laughs> robbing <laughs> my museum that I work out in every night. Like, like I, I've got like the fuck, fucking Moses's hip bone <laughs> stuck on the wall. Dude, I would love to have Moses's hip bone. That's like something out of Supernatural. They'd like make a dagger out of like Jesus's femur well, or like, some uh... shit. Dude, the Catholic on Church the fucking cross like, the actual fucking Jesus. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm getting yoked on the actual crucifix the Christ actual... died on. No, it's just adding Christ your blood to the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Oh, I got my <laughs> rings hooked up to the nails. No, he's got yeah, he's got the rings hooked up, and then you're just you push the cross into the corner and you're doing fucking landmine rows with it. True. Like I think sometimes I guess you, you throw it on your cross back. on your shoulders. You're yeah, real like deep yeah. Oh my I mean, God. like every everyone knows, like Christ up there all time with the oblique game. That's a man that did not struggle with the lower two abs. I'm gonna tell you right now, son of that, God. He was like ten figured out ten pack, dude. And that's doing carpentry. Can I get a picture right? of Jesus? I want to know. Have what you not seen Jesus? Show Jesus us, was show jacked. Us, show me blue-eyed, blonde-haired, lean as fuck Jesus, like Brad Pitt on the cross. No, show me five foot four, dark-haired, dark-eyed Jewish Jesus, and because of being short, those muscle inserts. He's just he's he probably gonna tore that cross down if he felt five like it. Four? What is he, Danny DeVito? I don't know. I thought people were short back then, and Jewish people aren't very tall even now. Well, he was the son of that's God, racist. though. He comes from good stock. I mean, there people. There's a variance. Right? It's like, racist like, to admit that some people are taller than others. How tall do you think God is? Oh, God's pretty tall. He can be as tall as he wants, man. I think God's like a solid 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, I, I bet that God mm. God would not want to show up as like a 7'2 guy. That would seem insecure. I bet yeah, he'd come yeah. as like a confident 6'2". Yeah. I, I don't like, I, uh, I, think be I could be 100 feet barefoot, tall. A barefoot 6'2". A barefoot 6'2". Jacked. Vascular. I just, and I'll tell you what, like I'm imagining God's feet right now. I think he's got a little bit of polish on there. I think he Can had you a pop pedicure. one of those in your mouth. God's does. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. oh my all, God, I Googled it. I'm sorry to cut you off. God's I Googled God's it. height. No. <laughs> God's height. God is six seven foot different two. things you could have Googled right now. Yeah. <laughs> the top link assures me that God is six foot two inches tall and that he doesn't use the metric system. 
<laughs> well, that much well, is well, obvious. He doesn't use the true. imperial system either. He uses those cubits and stuff. He, 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 oh, yeah, yeah that they measure the arc in or whatever, yeah, right? You go yeah, from, you go from like the, it's like the length of a human. It's like from elbow to, to the tip of your fingers or some shit. Whatever. you're right. Yeah, a cubit. Yeah, a cubit. Uh, it says here. Six well, I don't care what it says there in the Bible. It says, like, God's like, all right, make the ark like 50 cubits wide and 300 cubits long. And Yeah, and but the, it doesn't say, and like, the, and, and then, then Jesus <laughs> was two cubits tall. I, on the Bible thing and the connecting to the political thing, I want to say one of my favorite things tall. about Trump is I love how he, um, Woody, you have kids. I do. You, you know how they lie so horribly when they're like oh, seven, constantly right? Filthy ever, yeah, like um, so this would happen. Nathan would come for the bed. Like, Nathan, did you wash your hands? And be like, uh, yeah, of course. I didn't hear the sink run. I turned it really low, and and I'll lie. I'm like, I went in and I checked, and there's no water in there. I wiped it down with the towel. Like, <laughs> like I, one of my favorite Trump lies is he's a uh, he's in a conversation with I think one or two like preachers, and they uh -huh. ask him, and they ask him. What's your favorite verse in the Bible? Mm. And I think he says, does he say all of them? Yeah, he's like, there's so many good ones, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> did he really say that? I think John 3.16 is the easiest one for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, the, the whole, like the, I like Genesis. I like the that. apple and the snake. Like it's a good story, you know? Like don't yeah, trust me. I like women, Leviticus you know? eleven nine. Jesus wept. They're like <laughs> the the oh shortest verse God. in the Bible. Wait, wait. I th I have the quote. I'm gonna read it. Hopefully, it backs up what we said. His favorite. Well, I think many. I mean, when we get into the Bible, I think many, so many. Can I and read it in his people... accent? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, give, give me the give me the voice. I want to read it. Yeah, yeah. You'll give do it better. The lines. <laughs> well, I think many, and I mean, when we get into the Bible, I think so many, 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 and some people. An eye for an eye, you can almost say that. That's not particularly a nice thing, but you know, if you look at what's happening to our country, and I mean, look at it, if you really look at it, what do you think what's going on in our country? How people are taking advantage of us, how they're scoffing, they're laughing. Believe me, I'm talking to a lot of smart people, a lot of good people, they're laughing at us. And then they laugh oh, in our face, oh, and they're pivot. taking our jobs, and they're taking our money, and they're taking the, and it ends at H. There, and so, okay, so that's masterful. We were going to make fun of that, but think about what he did there. Like, like I don't give a fuck that he doesn't know any verses anymore. What he's saying is like, like he almost in a retarded kind of way said, who cares about memorizing verses if you take what the Bible really means, right? For example, oh my oh God. That, is, God. That, is a, that is a that is a generous interpretation right. of this on, lunacy. On the, on the other side of what's, what's actually happening here is Trump has like two or three thoughts in his head for like many months Trump at is a time. Trump instrument that plays and, one note. Exactly. He, he tries dodged, to find a way. pivoted, he and struck. They're he like, tries to find a way. Bible verse? And he's like, string. <laughs> he, he, he could have so easily note. answered that. He's like, a gong. You, there are classics, John three sixteen. I don't even need to repeat that. We all know it. We're all Christians. <laughs> like that that level of thing would have been smarter. I just agree. just quickly he, doing that. He got away from it and started talking about how we're we're embarrassing ourselves in the national stage and we need to defend the like he went to a core issue that well, but I actually care about. Well, what does that I have to do with the issue, Bible? I think the issue it doesn't have is, anything to do with it because he doesn't know he doesn't know <laughs> shit about the Bible. He doesn't want issue, to talk about the Bible. I'm pretty sure right after this, I don't know if the rest of the quote is here if, if I'm making this up, but I'm pretty sure right after this, something I asked him again, like, oh yeah, but like what's one verse? Just one thing. I think the guy tries to ask him a second time and he mm. just Try he has to pivot again. I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, you guys, all three of you are put on the spot for that. Woody, do you have a Bible verse? Yes, Matthew five thirty eight. No, you can't read the Beatitudes. I can see you're reading it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Matthew five is called the Beatitudes. Very, very common passage there. Kyle, Matthew what would you, what would you say? Turn the other cheek. That's that's totally not me. At all. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> I, I I would say that um, I'm not a big fan of fairy tales in general. No, no, no. You're you're in a political position. What do you do? Yeah, What's that's your I'm leading with the atheist thing. I'm going to be mocking Christians throughout the campaign. <laughs> ah, okay, so you're just you're just ready to fucking yeah. lose badly. I, I, like, like I, I look like I could tell a lot of lies, but I, I can't pretend like I believe in fairy tales and I don't have any imaginary friends. That's what it said on my Tinder profile for a long time. Like like like, like I don't I'm not interested in people who have imaginary friends. And well, I you might have missed I, and I the... relished the moment when someone asked what that meant. I told him it was Jesus. <laughs> like, like if, if if you have a, you've got an you got an invisible guy you talk to at night. Yeah, is your friend? Oh, he's your best friend. He loves you. Oh, he loves you more than I can even imagine. Oh, you're your invisible friend that you talk to at night. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to die for for anything you might do that that he wouldn't like. Wow, he must be a really, deal. That's right? a pretty good imaginary friend you've got there. Is what you have, and and, and people get real upset about that for some reason. But but no, I'm not. Gonna, I don't. I don't have a Bible verse because I don't know any Bible verses. I took. I was in, in church for years, and never once do I remember them being like. And hey, write this down. This is called Matthew. Blah blah. I have no idea. I you guys name, never had to. Do I couldn't that. name more than half a dozen of the books. Trump, a Presbyterian, Damn. has repeatedly said that his favorite book is the Bible. <laughs> But oh, in an yep. interview with Bloomberg last August, he declined to name his two favorite Bible verses because he said it was way too personal to share. Remember on the campaign trail, he would hold up. <laughs> on the campaign trail, he would hold up. He would say, these are my two favorite books. One was the Bible, because you have to. And then number two is Art of the Deal. That's what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be the Constitution or something. Dude, no. that is, dude you, you cannot look at that and not laugh. That is so fucking okay, funny. It's, I definitely, it's funny. <laughs> Having said that, like, I'm... I'm done with the Trump show. I've seen it for six years in a you row. You say oh, that, know. but they're not. They're <laughs> not. I mean, like the party oh, is like. What are you saying? Did, did he win your vote last time? Close. It was close. But he didn't. So yeah. So no net loss really here by losing. What you mean I is what, you're saying. what you mean is I'm not, not the target anymore. <laughs> but 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 I'm I, not entertained I, anymore, and I think that hurts him. I think the does. country follows me i think i think a lot of people in this country are no longer outraged by everything he does interested in everything he does if he oh, were to get twitter back eh, he released a press release today talking about how some georgia official was corrupt and that that's why he lost the election they gotta let go of the that. election you gotta shit. drop that you gotta drop yeah. that this is what i was talking <laughs> about last week <sighs> trump i could i could win you this election this is so easy this is so easy it's the core issues it's the people it's what's happening right now and that's why Inflation. he was so good that's why I think he was so good on Twitter is because it seemed like what he was interested in was like the, the current events. He's hung up on this stuff from the past and he's got to let that go. We don't yeah. care if the election is stolen or not. I don't want to hear about rigged voting machines. I don't want to hear about how the politicians mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. Georgia and Arizona didn't it's cheat old for hat. you. Like that's yeah. It you makes you look, it's about, one of the reasons why you like you're talking about inflation and dead children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you need to be talking about uh Russia. And price of your dead children? I'm not sure that's his issue. No, price of energy, price of food is yeah, the main issue. People, Good whenever new politicians get in office, people like pundits and stuff will say like, "Oh, there need to be, uh, you know, there need to be courts, and we need to be holding people accountable." Blah 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 blah. Um, thankfully, the politicians are a little bit smarter, but nobody actually wants that. When you get into office, people want you to make forward progress. If you get into office and you make like 
like the first like hundred days about trying to hold the last people accountable or like have courts or whatever. Like it just you look salty as fuck. Even, yeah. You look like a bad winner, and you just seem like vindictive and spiteful. And nobody's actually going to be on it's bad optics. Yeah, yeah, it just looks bad. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to just move on. And um, Trump being like so fixated, like it, it, it almost comes off as like a. Um, like like a division three athlete or like a high school superstar mm-hmm. who's like trying to hold on to his glory days and he got like you know defeated in the election and he's all, like that's like his whole life's mission is to prove that that election was stolen and it's like bro it's time to let it go you still have like the whole republican party is still behind you the next president is probably going to be a republican like just let it go like move forward like where fine. do you stand on the roe versus wade thing first of all pro-choice for life second how do you analyze the politics of what's happening uh that oh how boring do you want to be <laughs> really you think this is boring maybe i uh, maybe well, my view there's is two things so i'm super you. i'm pro-choice as a uh, morally and philosophically i'm very pro-choice okay. as a matter of law i kind of think it should be in a vacuum it should be left to the states because it seems to be a very contentious issue still so it seems kind of mean for the federal court or especially the supreme court um to, to decide that thing um from a from a law background i think that roe v wade shitty ruling i i the whole substantive due process and how all that is built out is very weird there's like 17 different amendments that they draw from in order to say we should have a right to privacy right to abortion and, and also the case that it's based on like like was was the woman's name uh it was roe her, her well Roe, and the, then there was kcv planned parenthood later but yeah but 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 she falsified her story that didn't happen Sure. Although the the precedent that was set is kind of the more important thing, but the mm. the original cases were too. But the 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 unfortunately or fortunately, I was wondering. I think that Alito's ruling, if it comes out, I think is bad. I think that even if we thought that Roe was bad law, uh, there's kind of this concept with the Supreme Court or with all courts called stare decisis. This idea that like once you've made a decision, um, especially like a watershed decision that other stuff is built off of, you kind of have to stick by that. And when the Supreme Court gets in the business of reanalyzing. 50-year-old decisions and then reinterpreting them and doing this stuff over and over again, you kind of undermine the validity of your court. And I think for that reason, not whether I'm pro-life or pro-choice, but for that reason, I think Roe and Casey should both probably stand because we don't want a Supreme Court that's constantly re-ruling and reinterpreting uh-huh. stuff from decades ago that other stuff has been built off of. Yeah. I was looking at it more like, so I think that pro-choice is the more popular position. I think something like two-thirds of America <clears throat> think that there's... Depending sh- on how you pull it, yeah. It be, but, yeah, yeah, right. I'm, I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. Um and I was wondering if it could have a positive effect for the Democrats, it given will. that the Roe versus Wade threat always seemed hypothetical and not a problem. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, holy shit, you know, like it. it's a I saving grace. If you're a Democrat, you're like, please get rid of yeah. Roe v. Wade because it is because Biden. I love Biden. I love Biden. I, by the way, he's done an amazing job as president. Fuck all three of you. if You don't think so. I love I'm Biden. Not, I'm right. And I, but. He is not the type of guy to drive people to the polls. I'm sorry. Right. People voted for Biden because they were voting against Trump. And Biden is not the guy to do it. But with the Roe v. Wade shit, where you're actually telling women to go buy a fucking hanger if you want an abortion, that is like the, the lifeblood saving thing. Hopefully, Or it's drive or stay away. Yeah, I've well, got a couple things to add to that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. on the Biden thing, what Biden does well is I don't disagree with many of his decisions. Like if you take Ukraine – I think everything he's done with that has been the right move. I'm so happy we're not in the war I'm yet. Very somehow happy winning the war, like mm-hmm. it, the, the, the support he's given them, the amount of even like political support he's given them and not given them, like it's just, everything is perfect. Perfect. How yeah, he brought them, how, how he brought how he let NATO come to their own decision. Yep. Uh, he, we didn't go in like like George Bush and we're going to lead a coalition of the willing. Like no no no, 
You guys get together, put your heads together, and let us know what you think. We're, we're uh -huh. waiting. Yeah, dude, and, and everything like Germany has and Italy and everybody on board with the stripe bands for Russia and everything. Yeah, a lot and of. And there really are other things outside of Ukraine that I think he's really done well too. The problem is he hasn't inspired even me, who's kind of on his side at all. Right, this guy doesn't speak and get me to line up. He doesn't get me excited. He doesn't bring people to the polls. And in, in your example, so Biden has like he's actually done a good job as president. But it seems like he's doing a bad job as president. And the few things that like he does do well, like when the stock market hit a new high, for example, there was no celebrating. There was no mention. There was no him saying, look at the Dow just hit 33,000 or whatever it hit at the time. You know, Trump would have claimed credit for that. Trump would have said, look what I did. Look at the good parts about what I'm doing. Look at what's happening to salaries is what Trump would be saying right now. Never mind that inflation is making these salary numbers seem like bullshit. But He'd be pimping the good parts. Trump is like, look at the unemployment rate. Our unemployment rate is fantastic right now. Trump would be talking about that. Biden, yeah. fucking mm, mum. It's not working. It, it, sure, there's all sorts of weird stats, but that's what Trump would have done. He would have celebrated the good parts that are happening during his rule. You're right. And uh, Biden's not doing that at all. He's just silently mm. letting all the negative people and, get the and, words and, out. And, and look, that I think that leads to... I think it might be because he is not planning to run and he hasn't been planning to run. Think about it from that point of view. And then if you're the kind of guy who thinks Biden is a smart, calculated man or at least a good politician. Or he hired good people. If you believe in any of those things, then why yeah. isn't he touting his accomplishments? If not, that he doesn't plan to run on them at, because he doesn't plan to run. And someone else might need to tout those later. Because he own. doesn't like, publicly speak unless it's absolutely necessary. I think it's because he's actually a good bureaucrat and not a good salesman. Yeah, I think so. He, okay. If you if you look Even at it, to, maybe to Kyle's point, yeah. if you listen to Biden talk in the past, oh man, Woody, if you want to uh, look at a good speech, him talking about U.S. involvement in Bosnia in front of Congress is the most fired up I've ever seen him. And it's really inspirational, actually really good. But I... I think he was a younger man, and I think that he was probably does it. play. Uh, no, absolutely, he was in favor of, of course, for U.S. intervention in Bosnia. Um, but he was a um, he he was he was a younger man. It was um, bad, and I, and I think it what was bad, the Bo Bosnian conflict. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you would have hated it if you were politically interested at the time. You were probably like 16 years old. I, you're probably yeah. right. They I were just, ethnically cleansing those people. They it were was ethnically cleansing. Yeah. Raping was just how we win hearts and minds. And the U.S. involvement was all Air Force. Like We had zero deaths, I think. If not, it was very close to zero deaths. Mm -hmm. Yet we had a huge influence oh. on that war. Just was that when Serbia was yes. fucking with Bosnia? Serbia, okay. Bosnia, Croatia. Slobodan yeah. Milosevic fucker. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah. we were able to really you know, help people get a little less rapey and it <laughs> without was a sacrifice boots on the ground and soldiers. And dying. you can't underestimate like, like how important that is on the world stage to be, to, I'm sure everyone took notice that America pushed some buttons and flew some planes and they won a war across on the other side of the planet from themselves. Just like right now, we're all looking at Russia and like, like, of course, like people like us are like, haha, look at Russia. They don't know how to fight wars. I'm sure there are people out there who are like in the market for weapon systems and they're not going to buy Russian weapon systems. And that's that's their second biggest import by the uh, export, by the way, is weapon systems like like from a financial business standpoint, yeah. winning wars is good because these superpowers, they make weapons and sell them like like American whatever, weapons uh, are shitting on Russian weapons right now. Whatever sure. happened, because I remember that big story like a month or so ago, maybe not even that long, where it was like. Russia's going to make Germany buy uh, fuel in rubles. And it was like this big threat, this big thing. Like what, what happened with that? Is like, is Western Europe just like going with less power now, like more expensive power? Um, it's they... gotten more expensive, but they, even with the stripe bands of um, 
some Russian stuff. I'm pretty sure they exempted energy industries from that because Europe still needs that oil um, from Russia. I mean, that makes sense. Like, why fuck over the people of Italy and Germany because of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I haven't been looking into that too much, so I, so I'm not really sure. I, I think the whole yeah, thing I, is fascinating, though. Like it's it's this is one of the big bigger political events of our lives. I think it's top two or three. Obviously, 9/11 is this monumental fucking. If there was a multiverse, it's one of those events that you like you can't move. Right? Happened like, in all like, of them. Why didn't like Captain America stop him? All what was he doing? Because Captain <laughs> Afghanistan was too powerful. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, I wish there was a Captain Afghanistan. Like that, that's what they would have done back in the day. Like, like that's how we have all those Russian villains in our comics because you know they were the they were the bad guys. Oh yeah. Um, have you seen like the way like American propaganda cartoonists drew Japanese people in mm. World War II? You look so at that now, and it's like realism. <laughs> <laughs> they, get the, they get the Bugs Bunny teeth just right. <laughs> you look at those now, and you're like, "Damn, I get we were at war, but fuck, like this is <laughs> brutally, brutally." Imagine mean. you were like an Americanized Japanese person. Yeah, you're like, yeah, and you were thrown Whoa. in a camp. Yeah, man, I even remember just watching um, is it Breakfast at Tiffany's, and they have like the Chinese. <laughs> That's Mickey Rooney. That's Mickey. Yeah, Rooney. I know. Yeah, he's not a giant, right? He's he's a uh, yeah. He's a white man. He's a white yeah. guy, and, and he, he does yeah. like the oh, 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 you don't even understand me. And it's like his eyes are closed behind the racist eyeglasses. Yeah, like Jesus Christ, <laughs> doubling down. What a world. It was, it was yeah. funny though. You know, we've advanced a little bit since then. I watched a really good movie last night. It's called The Little Hours, and uh, it's about a group of. It's a convent, you know, a nunnery or whatever, but all the nuns there have been put there because they're mentally disturbed and their priest is John C. Riley. And, um, and, uh, so it's this, not a serious movie. It is a comedy. And, um, the, the things get like really mixed up because, um, <laughs> this guy fucks like the king or the duke's wife and has to flee the castle. And so he flees there to hide amongst the nuns. And he poses as a deaf mute to, so that like that way they can't be asking him any questions. He can't be saying anything. But all the nuns are trying to fuck him now because they think he's a deaf mute who can't tell on them. So they're, so they're all like so they're all over him every time he gets alone and he's trying to fight him off. But he's a deaf mute, so he can't say no. And they're really hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it's really funny. It's I can't think of her name. Who's April from um, Parks and Rec? The uh the, the brunette that dates uh you know the, oh Chris Pratt Chris Pratt I don't know her name Aubrey or Audrey or something that sounds right but yeah Audrey, I know you're Aubrey Plaza about. or something yeah she's in there and um um that uh there's a lot there's a good bit of nudity it's fun it's, it's a real funny little movie it's on Amazon for free if you want to watch it Dude, speak speaking of movies that are fun it made me think of a movie I watched just last night that is not fun at mm. all I. I think it's on Netflix and I was, you know, Destiny doesn't know. I, you know, when I play magic, the gathering arena on my laptop late at night and I'm relaxing, I like to have something in the background. Usually it's family guy, King of the Hill, old Simpsons episodes. But I also, my favorite genre of film, I like campy shitty horror movies. I just really enjoy them. And so I was like, I haven't watched horror in the background while I'm playing magic in a long time. And so I kind of scrolled and something suggested on Netflix, I think was called the girl next door. From 2007, there's a 2004 movie that's very tame called The Girl Next Door, but this one was 
2007 movie. And I'm like, I have never seen this before. And I imagined it would be on the tier of horror as a stranger calls or when a stranger calls where it's like you get some spooky, you get a little thrill, but it's not gory, not vicious, nothing too bad. And I was like, that's going to be my background movie. And so I'm starting playing magic. And the background of this, this tale is it's two girls One's 18 and one is 13 that has polio. It's set in the 50s. So she's got those leg rickety things set up and their parents die. And so they have to go live with their cruel, insidious aunt and her aunt. They have she has four boys, four young boys, all like under 14. So those two girls come to, to live with them. And immediately the first half hour of the movie is demonstrating how much of a bad parent and bad woman this aunt is because the first scene is she's like offering these literally nine-year-old boys and girls beer and cigarettes and being like would you like a beer would you like a cigarette and then she just like one of the first scenes they're all in the kitchen she's just talking like about her pussy like talking about sex to children and like her her young sons are getting like horned up over it and i'm out so what happens? No, no, no. no. I, I have I have a question. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to go take a piss break if this is what I think. I believe this is based on a true story. So everything that you're describing actually happened, just so everyone knows. In I'm some gonna, form. No, 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 no. I've read the court transcripts. This happened and it's worse than what you saw. It's I have so not, much worse than what you saw. I haven't done that, but I did see awful. after I watched it. This is a real story. I don't like this story. Poor, it, it was the most upsetting thing I've ever seen on Netflix, and it was Jesus and then, Christ. Okay, it, no, literally, and it then the you know the, the, it shows how dysfunctional and ridiculous the scene is with this woman, this aunt in charge, and she's kind of like hyping her own young sons up about sex stuff, and she leaves the room, and all the boys decide they want to tickle the 18 year old girl who's coming to live there. And she's very reserved, very uncomfortable. She doesn't know the situation. So all the boys are over there tickling, but they're really just like groping her like tits and ass and stuff. Uh Uh And, and, the 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 girl the 18 year old girl shoves one of like the eight-year-old boys off who was uh, grabbing her tits and the boy falls then the aunt comes back in the room and the boy's like she pushed me she pushed me and the girl's like he grabbed my breast or he tried to feel my pussy or something and the mom was like he's a good boy he would never do that unless a whore tempted him and so <laughs> she and then the, the mom goes in the most evil fashion ever she's like i'm not gonna punish you you know angelica whatever the fuck her name was when you do something wrong it's susan who's gonna pay for it and so then the woman takes susan the polio ridden 12 year old and beats the shit out of her and so then like the girl realizes like oh my god i need to get out of the situation the older girl like my young uh-huh. sister's getting beaten this is horrific they go to a baseball game the next day and the boys plus the mom they kind of notice at one point the older girl goes to talk to a police officer and you can see through the body language, the older girl's like, and she smacked her and she's abusing her and she's giving boys cigarettes and booze and stuff. And like, and little girls from around that, cause it wasn't just boys. It was like four sons, a cousin who was a boy. And then like a couple girls and boys from the neighborhood who would hang out in there. And the night they get home, they go, we know you talk to the cops. You're going to go in the basement and we're going to chain your hands to the ceiling and you're going to stand there on three books or we're going to kill or beat the shit out of this girl. 
with polio. And so she goes down there, she gets chained up and they go down there. The, the afterward, you know, the polio girl's not there. The family, the, the four dysfunctional being fucked with boys by the mom and the mom herself, the aunt is like, she's a whore. I bet she fingers herself. I bet she's fucking playing with her pussy. And then the boys are like, yeah, she's a whore. She's a, and these are these are these are eight these are eight nine ten year old boys. Like she's a whore. And I'm watching at this point. Magic is by the wayside. I'm locked into this movie. <laughs> so you I'm like, enjoyed what the, the movie. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And uh-huh. then they uh, she tells her like eleven year old son like she needs to be punished. She's a whore. Yeah, she does. And then she's like, what do you want to do with her? And like talking to her like 12 year old son like that. And he's like, I want to cut her clothes off. And he's like, cut her clothes off. She's a whore. She deserves it. And Mm -hmm. so he goes over there and he's like cutting her clothes off and she's like crying and he's like talking about wanting to finger her pussy and shit. And (laughs) she is, I'm not exaggerating at all about (laughs) this fucking movie. Like this is all cool. It's called (laughs) the girl girl next door. How am I supposed to know this is what the movie is? And then then they like, they, they cut her naked and everything. And then the mom is like, I bet she's given blowjobs to boys before. You know what we do to girls who do that? She starts burning her with cigarettes. Just burning her with cigarettes. The girl is like screaming, crying, everything. And guess what? It amplifies from here. It gets a little more yeah. intense. A little they burn play, enough. Taylor. I can't and so they, they literally go back upstairs. The boys come back down in the middle of the night. And the girl is like chained up, hasn't had water in two days. And the boys come back down. Like like a, a nine, ten, eleven, and twelve year old, they come down and they're like, "I want to, you know, mom's gonna find out. Mom's gonna find out if we if we touch her." And they're like, "Shut up, we're gonna touch her anyway." And so they like start threatening her, chained up, a fourteen year old or twelve year old, being like, "I'm gonna finger your pussy. It's gonna happen. And if you say shit, she's gonna know, or she's gonna know, and she'll come down here and we'll tell her you did this." And I'm watching this like, "Oh my god!" Like this is a brutal thing. It decide the the mom comes back down the next day, decides that's not intense enough. So they take her down, they tie her to a bed with her hands above her head that way, and the neighborhood girls, the neighborhood boys, and all of her sons and her watch as she like has her sons rape her in order, like like raping. And like it is it is beyond fucked up. And after she allows her first son to rape, she goes, you can't rape him, second son, because your brother's cum is all in there. That's ridiculous. You're going to go skinny dipping in your brother's scum? Gross. And then so she decides, well, we need to let men know that she's a whore and no one will want you ever again. And so she heats a bobby pin and writes in burns on the girl's stomach, lower stomach. It doesn't even say whore. Whore is only five letters. She wrote like, I am a whore. <laughs> Fuck me, crazy. please. Fuck me good. Like that amount of burns in her skin. Are you and exaggerating with that? I'm not exaggerating. Wow. This is I'm really not upsetting. It is. I won't go any gets... further because I don't want to spoil that great ending. <laughs> but it is, it is. It is bar none. I had no idea how upsetting this movie would be to watch. It's called The Girl Next Door. Does that strike you as something horrific and horrible? I knew about it, so like as soon as I didn't know about describing it. it, I was like, "Wait, that's that thing that happened." That have you seen it? Happened. I would not know. No, I would not watch the movie. I know what happened, it, and it's much worse than what you're describing. It's well, it's, it's and there worse. was also the part after the the writing oh, on the on. stomach where the the mom decided this is horrible and she's a whore, 
and she starts giving a little monologue in front of all the boys and neighborhood girls. She goes, you know, there's only one little place that makes a woman want to have sex. And if you oh, get rid of that why place, are you, why are you, why are you then it no time? longer I, wants to. I'm telling the fucked up story, dude. And I feel and like then, all, you're like one of those movie recaps on YouTube <laughs> where I've gotten like... <laughs> <laughs> All what the is the up? place? I don't understand. The, the place is, is the clitoris, and then the woman <laughs> uses. <laughs> the, then the the aunt uses a blowtorch to burn Jesus. the woman's clitoris. She ruined off. her clitoris, and then the woman dies. She dies at the end of her wounds, almost mercifully. How bad they were to her. But I was like finishing up that movie, and the credits were rolling, and I was like, "Don't." There's no world in which this is appropriately called the girl next door. Like, give us a real horror story because there's another movie called the girl next door and it's about a silly little phone call like (laughs) there's no reason for this but this this, this ruined my evening it ruined your evening the whole night like 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 our late tonight i'm thinking about this again it's so awful it's so awful that that it's it's the it's one of the most and it's not a movie that relies on the gore and stuff it's more just the thought and the knowledge of what's going on it is it's it's truly upsetting and it's and I watch a lot of horror. It is rare for me to find a horror movie where I'm like, oh, 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 oh no! But this one did it. So I guess hats off in that way. I mean, I but, mean, <laughs> but, that's, but it didn't scare you. It just like disturbed you. It was just gross. Yeah. It, it it and it's it's it, what it, it really makes you like feel. It makes me feel worse to be a human if that's what we're like. You know what I mean? It's 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 like only some it, of us, a small percentage of us. But that's what I'm saying. Like some of us are like that. Like I'm one of those things, and one of us is like that. Like, like it's just yeah. it makes us all lower. It's so awful, and it's it's terrible. I've read. I think I saw a post on Reddit once, like like one of those that described like what happened, the the whole thing. And I read. I don't want to read that. It's real bad. Um, it, it's just so awful. Uh, I don't like that story at all. That might be my least favorite story. That I, I will not be rewatching. No, but, no, it was. You don't want that one on Blu-ray. I do like I like <laughs> fucked up movies and shit like that. And so part of me, like I'm watching, I'm like, this is great. This is like really fucked up. Like I did not. I like when it catches me off guard. I did not see most of that shit coming. But then you're also then you realize it's based on a true story and it's pretty horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like torture porn. I don't like that stuff where people are like tied up and being cut apart. Like Hostel. That shit yeah. was the worst about it. Hostel was like zero percent scary a hundred percent you know if we show someone's finger getting cut off in this way maybe people will get scared there but, was a whole genre of gore porn like audition hostile the saw, saw movies yeah. um yeah that martyr the, these like italian films are French. like yeah there was this whole genre where basically it was just like how much gore can you mm. put on the screen and like that's like scary or horrific or whatever yeah but they're yeah i think they're they're distinctly different from like if you grew up I grew up watching a lot of the horror movies from like the eighties and nineties that are almost like looking back. I didn't really think of it at the time, probably because I was a kid. So they were scared of me, but they're almost like comedy horror, right? Like yeah. Freddy Krueger is like a comedy horror guy. If you've, yeah. if you've seen like Nightmare. It's a little tongue in cheek. He's yeah. made jokes and stuff. Or child <laughs> play. Chucky is like, a, it's like mm-hmm. they always have like a joke yeah. before he kills somebody or some shit. You know? it, sure. the, because like, like right in the heart of that, you had that whole thing with Congress and the MPAA where they were, uh, they, they were dragging musicians and, and actors before Congress to testify about gore and stuff. And the MPA, MPAA cracked down so hard. They would they would send they would they would make like a Jason movie or, what, or whatever. They would be like, OK, let's edit this down so that, you know, we can get an R and it come back X, like not even NC-17. <laughs> like, like they would have to cut so much out. They, they were pretty tame. 
Um, I watch a lot of those 80s horror movies. Like, like Freddy, the first uh, Nightmare on M Street is a really good movie. The second movie is just a big gay allegory and has very little to do to do with actual like Freddy Krueger and his mythos. You got to go like two more movies before you get to another good Freddy Krueger movie. Yeah, most of Freddy Krueger was... I, I didn't like those. I, don't like I didn't those like the all. Halloweens either. I didn't think those were scary. Halloween one is good, and uh, Halloween two is like self-contained. It like actually is a direct sequel, so I like that. After that, I stop watching. Fair enough. Um, I like. What is I, a what, what is a horror movie you like? Like that you that you're like creme de la creme. That's a good horror. It spooks me. It frightens me. Good plot. Something um, like Sinister, or what's it called? In, no, not I, Insidious I, or Sinister. I, what was that other one? The Conjuring. I, that the Conjuring. The Conjuring is one of the, is one of my favorite modern ones. What what's his name? John, it's not John Woo, is it? Uh, I think that might be the director. Um, it's 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 know. really good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it relies on some jump scares, and I think it gets a bad rap for that because um, I think it earns those jump scares with the atmosphere. And uh, but but more recently, like we were talking about Hereditary and the way that Hereditary and Midsummer, uh, like uh, and films like The Witch. Um, have have this really creeping sort of mm-hmm. atmospheric thing that this from the very beginning they're sort of putting you in this place where joy and happiness don't exist in this world that you're in so we're starting way down here and just wait we're going further like, like there is no happy sunshine mm-hmm. little teenagers in a high school enjoying their class and the and and there's no there's no calm before the storm we're starting out in a shitty place and wait it gets worse yeah um, i mean so, those are great movies. I, I like The Conjuring too. Too, I liked both of the Conjuring movies. Maybe there's more. I don't know. But then those other ones that were like synonyms that both came out like around 2010, Insidious and Sinister. Yeah, those were pretty fucking good too. I liked those. So I, I, I get them a little mixed up. The one with Ethan Hawke, it's the one where you have the Bagul demon who makes children kill their own families, and he he records it so he like. There's like the tree with the hanging people that yeah. find the film. Yeah. Now the first half of that film, before you realize there is a bagul yeah, demon sinister. that looks silly, is excellent. It's masterful. Like, and Ethan Hawke's a good enough actor that he can carry the whole thing on his shoulders. But once you see that there's a bagul demon and there's and and like you see it, it's kind of downhill from there. Uh, but it's it's a, it was a scary movie to me at the time. Uh, I remember when I watched. Um, it's not the ring. What is the uh, the Japanese horror movie that they that has Sarah Michelle Gellar in it, and uh, it's got the little cat boy that's going ah grudge. whatever the grudge that fucked me up when I was eighteen. The grudge I, I, got you. I, I remember. Grudge. I thought it was dude, stupid. It's something about the way the little girl like moved all this jointedly, like like really threw me off. Um, mm-hmm. But The Exorcist, when I watched it for the first time. Um, it didn't it scared me more than I think it scares most people, especially like today today, like 20 yeah. years after I was a kid, because I was religious at, at that age. Like, like like I wasn't going to I wasn't altar boy or anything. I wasn't like I didn't think too s- seriously about it, but I believed in God. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I was like, I mean, the devil exists. I mean, this demon demons exist like like I know they do. And here is a really good example of like what that can. I don't know that 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 was a, that, that was, a scary was one. Movie. Uh, that was where like the they like blacked out with makeup, like the eyes and the like white face of like that little Asian boy who like the looked grudge. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like crawling yeah. on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. I I liked the ring a lot more. 
that came out when I was like in middle school. And I remember like it being the movie of middle school where everyone was like, oh, it's the scariest movie of all time. Like, but of course, we had no perspective on scary movies, but it was the scariest to us. But I still, or I haven't seen The Ring in fucking 15, 16 years, but I remember liking it at the time when I saw it. I thought it was really scary. Yeah, different things scare me. Like, I've never been afraid of the the, the slashers because it's like, you know, I grew up on a farm. Like, like if somebody, tr- mm. somebody tries to come in our house with a knife, it's like, <laughs> what were you thinking, boy? You know? it was, it's just not going to end well. So the idea... Look, of- free knife! <laughs> <laughs> it, it's literally what you're thinking like, as a country boy, like on a farm. It's like, so somebody's going to walk up the driveway, past the dogs, <laughs> break through our big-ass door, and like, what, what, we're not going to be loaded and ready. Like, like, what is it? Like, like, you know, you're just not I'm afraid gonna, of a guy uh, with a knife. I don't know, Destiny. Are you a horror movie guy? What What do you? Enjoy? I grew up watching when, when every fucking horror movie, all of the okay. classics from the eight, like all the Hellraisers, the Child's Plays, the Jasons, the like every fucking oh, um, classic horror movie. Um, I watched a lot of the gore porn ones because they're interesting, I guess. But I think if you've um, I don't know if you guys ever did the fucking weird shit where you watched all the actual like crazy yeah. shit from like yeah. Augurish and like the really old war like, uh, and stuff. Yeah, I wish I hadn't. I watched one. I watched one about a year ago where this guy's kidnapped these two <laughs> Japanese people, a man and a woman. I don't think they know each other. And he's got them on these stretchers facing each oh, other. Oh, you're talking about the movie. The one that ends with him cutting her head off. And then as she's flying through the air, she bites him to kill him as her head is flying off. Well, that's cool if that happened. I didn't make it to the end because oh. I got to What's a part this right called? at this There's cool. a part right at the beginning. You got to of, the... We're going like, to like, like he finger bangs her until she squirts on his face. And then he jerks the guy off then until he comes on her. And I was like, oh, no. And I fast forwarded a little and he's about to cut her nipple off with some scissors. And I was yeah. like, what am I watching? Oh, that, that, movie that, was, a horror movie. that movie that movie gets oh. so much worse. <laughs> There's a part where he's like driving nails through the guy's dick with a hammer to like cut it off. And it's just like the most insanely ridiculous fucking movie in the world. That's one of the like just the crazy. What is this movie called? I don't even know what it's called. It's I weird as fuck. Damn, I want to watch it. Um, like, like, like I get on like, like Amazon has so many little, little sub genres and channels that I like go through these little deep dives. Like that's how I found that spanish language film where the girl is having sex with a tentacle alien jesus um, it, that's yeah. a horror movie like it kills and rapes like a couple people the tentacle alien does but she's like down with it and she's it's like it, it looks like one of those wild tentacle animation porns that i'm sure none of you have ever seen so i'll describe them thoroughly there's tentacles supporting the woman and there's tentacles in every orifice and she's really yeah. having a good time and that's what this movie is it's it was called like untamed i think or uh something like that yeah I think my two favorite of all the things I've seen, and people will laugh at me for these, my two favorite horror movies are, one was, and I swear by this movie, and fuck everybody doesn't like it, okay? okay. The very first Paranormal Activity. Oh, yeah. Really it's incredibly fucking weird. It's a good movie. It was a creepy, when the guy comes in, when the priest, because everything seems kind of comical, you don't really know what's going on. When the priest comes into that house the second time, and he's like, I have to leave, like, I'm, I'm freaking out or whatever. Like, that movie just mm-hmm. sets up the atmosphere. So, And they made that movie for like $32,000. The scariest yeah. part of that movie to me is when he goes up into the attic, and mm-hmm. suddenly our two, because being together, like, like is such a, you feel safe. Like, like of even, course. Yeah. Like, 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 I've had that where I'm watching a scary movie, but I've got my girlfriend with me. Now, now she's not going to protect me from fuck all. If anything, yeah. she'll get in the way while I'm fighting it. But, that, <laughs> but, but her being there is like, all right, we're together. Yeah. So, like, when you, and you have that with that couple in paranormal activity. When they're together, they're a team. 
We, mm-hmm. If I see something, then you see it. There will be no paranoia. We're like, did she really see it? Like, like we're yeah. together. But he leaves her to go into the attic to check on the noise. And it's and and, and you don't really get to go. You, he can't really tell what's up there. And it's like, if it takes him, she can't help. And if it takes her, he can't help. They're so mm-hmm. close to being locked away from each other and him being in that act and her down here. And neither one of those is such. That was the scariest moment of that to me. Mm-hmm. And there are so many like creepy He moments. finds a photograph yeah. up there that can't exist. That's what happens. And then I think right after that, maybe there's a big jump where something drags her away. Like, like, like something Wait, like that. Why can't the photograph exist? For, because it burned up in her house fire when she was a child. Yeah. It burned in that house to nothing. And now mm-hmm. it exists up there as like this charred remnant. And it was. Is, yeah. is that is the first movie the one where at one point it's either the husband or wife that walks into the backyard and is like just sitting there hanging yes. out there yeah, until the on other the one comes up. Really I remember weird. Yeah, I remember that part scaring me a lot. I think it was the husband that was out there and he was just mm-hmm. like dead-eyed staring at nothing until no, like, the wife the, comes up or maybe the wife, the, the wife is sitting on a bench. Oh, there was the one too where the wife is over the husband just staring at him while that's, like, yeah, that's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. My another one of my top two favorites is super great borderline can't be good special effects. There's a movie called Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've yeah. seen Drag Me to Hell. I really it. solid, super good movie. Really funny ending. The everything about when she's fighting the woman in the fucking grave and everything. That movie is really well done and really funny. Those are like my two, I think, like my favorite, like newerish like horror movies. I think do things like really well. I, I enjoy those two a lot. I, I almost put like Drag Me to Hell in the same category. Not the same category. It's, it's like, like comedy uh, horror. What is yeah. it called? Something versus the Evil Dead. Or oh 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 Ash Chuck, versus Chuck, Evil Dead or Chuck, uh, Chuck and someone fight the zombies no, no, whatever the it's it's like Dale and Ted versus Evil or something like that yeah T- Tucker and Dale versus Evil yeah that's it and that's what yeah, it's yeah. called like and, and that that's, is so that's good, actually remember. a really good movie I really that like it because so it's good. like it's making fun of it the whole time like they're in the boat outside like on the river and then all the kids are swimming. You know, and they're like, I don't want to upset them. I don't want them to think we're spying on them or nothing. And then the kids like start dying and they're like, if we get out and help, they're going to know we were looking at them. And they were like, (laughs) it's this thing where like it's a it's very meta. It's it's Mm -hmm. uh, the same way Cabin in the Woods was was like meta meta. Like like, like they're literally going through the tropes and and all the the multiple horror uh, enemies like like this movie is like that but they, they can't help that they seem like the bad guys from horror movies they they, yeah. like, they just seem like the, like hillbilly rednecks but really they're just like two good old boys who bought a cabin together and they want to fix a, her up it's a tremendous movie like tucker it's and dale versus good. evil is very funny i i love horror like i want a movie that's gonna scare the shit out of me like that's gonna really fucking scare me and i feel like once you've watched enough horror movies that just doesn't happen anymore yeah, it's it's hard. It's like I, it's like I don't know if it's tolerance. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's an unpopular take because it's an M Shemaya whatever the fuck. I remember mm-hmm. thinking the first Science was a really freaky movie. I love it because that was that was I one popular it, one. I wasn't. I, don't, I think on. you I have to get like halfway into the movie before you finally see the fucking alien dude in the oh, shitty. Further. I love yeah, that. Movie. Yeah, I thought it. I think movies that do that atmosphere really well. I think are. I, yeah, I give I a lot like, of uh, science was one of his great movies and and like everything tied together at the end i, I guess it's pretty yeah, it was cute. right in reverse it, mm-hmm. it, it, I, at the I, time i really loved it 
I think some people don't like it because it's too formulaic. And it's like, look, it, it, it's beautiful that way. I like it. It can be simple. But but Mel Gibson is so likable in that movie, and he carries that thing so well. And the kids are excellent actors, that Kieran McCullen kid. And, and his whoever brother did a great is. job with the cleft flip. Or... Joaquin um, Phoenix. Um, is that Joaquin it, Phoenix? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Holy Joaquin shit. Phoenix. Yeah, okay. He's got the Phoenix hair kills yeah. it. And uh, – <clears throat> And, you know, a little supporting and, you know, Shyamalan's in there and he does fine in his little role or whatever. Um, even the army recruiter down, you know, when Joaquin Phoenix goes to town, he's, he's like describing what the alien invasion would be like. That's a cool little gritty moment. They should have had Arlie Ermey for that part. It would have been perfect. When they Arlie Ermey would have swing, I was inspired. Swing like, away. Yeah, swing away. And that, like, mu oh. that music. The music goes and a dong, and he fucking swings. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's, a, it's a huge. It was more moment. of a. It was more of a, a mystery thriller. Because Mel Gibson like runs in and scoops the kid up, and like and, and like the aliens' attention goes to Joaquin Phoenix. It's it's a great scene. Kyle, would you put it in horror or would you put it in like mystery yeah. thriller? No, it's horror. It, it it's it's like aliens are coming Absolutely. in the night to take your children. There, you know, it's a global invasion of up. When it, um, there's okay, that I need moment, to rewatch it. Maybe I'm wrong. There's that moment where walking Phoenix is just about to go into full tin foil, foil cap mode. And he's watching Mexican TV footage of an alien, like running like through a garden or something. That's such a freaky fucking video. It's the first time you see anything and yeah, it is paused and you can't see what's going on. The kids, and then the thing just walks by the camera. You're like, Ooh, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Not only do you do that, walking Phoenix is terrifying. Joaquin Phoenix has a he, he makes you laugh. He's like, Vamanos, children, Vamanos. Oh, yeah, Vamanos. Yeah, you're shouting him. <laughs> and you get a little chuckle, and then you see it, and, and, and he goes, Oh, like that, like really mm -hmm. convincingly. He covers his mouth, he, he recoils in terror, and you do too, because you just saw something move in a non human, slanky, reptilian esque kind of camouflage, creepy chameleon way. And it's like, they're here already. They're among us. The scouts are here. That's what's in our fucking yard. You know, it's it's scary when they run around the house yelling and like, like they meet each other and then they look up and you hear it's like, oh, shit. And I love the whole conversation they have with the sheriff when she shows up and she's like, you know, I saw these Kenyan high jumpers jump clean over your head. And and Malcolm was like, well, OK, if we set aside Kenyan super athletes in the backyard last night pulling hijinks, what else are we looking at here? <laughs> it's uh no i, I dig that you're, one you're probably right i i've i haven't seen that since when did that come out 2004 probably saw it last 2005 it's the problem is that like um and I, and this sucks because it might be an age thing i think there might be some i don't know if i was watching science for the first time today i don't know if i'd like it but if i watch it again i know i'll like it um just because of how different media is today i feel like it's probably harder for people that aren't used to enjoying kind of like slower things to enjoy those things. They're just going to feel really boring. I think I'm not I sure. Think it's, I think it's, it hits you often enough to keep you interested. Cause remember like you've got scenes like the boy killing the German shepherd with the, with the, with the skewer. And mm -hmm. then you've got like Mel Gibson seeing the alien on the roof, but not being sure what he's, that is a scary fucking moment. Cause I'm, you guys know, but maybe Destiny doesn't. My biggest fear is, is, is fucking aliens. Those gray aliens <laughs> with the big fucking eyes. Okay. I don't believe in demons and ghouls and goblins, and I'm not no, scared just of aliens for this genius. And look, I would love, <laughs> I would love for you guys to read a headline about me strangling a knife wielding assailant to death because that's what would fucking happen. 
But okay. so it turned out it was a well-meaning canyon trying to jump over. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my duo bell and turn it to ten and go to work. <laughs> like, like I'm not worried about that either. But like a fucking extraterrestrial showing up in his in his like interdimensional light speed craft or whatever and beaming me up, <laughs> beaming me up for a little operation is like my biggest fucking fear because I don't, I don't have shit for that. Not that guy. Show me. The <laughs> Kyle, that's what you're afraid of, you pussy. I can Jesus, punch that. Show me the fire in the sky aliens, because those are the scary fuckers. Oh, is that really the guys that do the eye drill thing in that fucking movie or whatever? First, first they like throw like a handful of shit in his mouth for like no good reason, <laughs> and he's like, like vomiting up the shit, and and mm. and, and then they like. You know that like uh, fetish thing where they vacuum seal you to a bed with like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. They like yeah. do that to him inexplicably, and then haphazardly use like the the least sci-fi knife you've ever seen to mm -hmm. cut a mouth hole in it, and then they go. I think that's when they throw the shit in his mouth, <laughs> like, 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 and they're just doing awful things to him. And it's 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 believable esque as a kid anyway. When I watch this shit, yeah, look at that bitch. Yeah. He's scarier in HD. Yeah. No, no nose. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that just looks like Groot. It does look like Groot, mm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Groot's a problem, though. That's, yeah. Yeah, Groot's, Groot's, Groot's a, a nice guy. Groot wouldn't, Groot wouldn't tie you to a bed and vacuum seal you. He might. All right, to make that go away, I'm going to have nightmares. You couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm scared of, because I, I figure I can handle most of the other things, at, what's, at least what's conceivably. What's behind Aliens for you? Like, right behind Aliens, <sighs> what's the next big fear? You said you don't like slashers. But for yeah, me, like I'm, I'm, I'm not scared at all of the demon alien movies. It's more like the the insidious person you wouldn't expect that's doing fucked up shit behind the scenes. That's what's um, more scary. Body horror is terrifying. like American horror, or not American horror story. I'm sorry, American Psycho. Like that's a spookier story in a way because it's about a guy who just fucking kills people for fun and you don't expect it. Uh, you, you just got. I mean. Come on, you'd expect it if you spent five minutes with that fucking guy. That guy was weird. Um, <laughs> I, I, that, that, is so, that is so fucking true that people are like, oh, Patrick Bateman was flying under the radar. And then like he gets interviewed by, by the cops and he's like, I dabble in rape. <laughs> and they're like, oh, all right, on your way then. Yeah, I think the whole thing is that like... like I think the interpretation a lot of people have is that he didn't kill anybody in that movie. That he's just yeah, crazy he's just fucking person. crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, like none of that happened. A lot of it didn't happen. The I've, I've and read none that of the theory. I don't think it makes sense. Well, well it there's doesn't, at least it a couple if, killings that you know he didn't do because he like wakes up after something or like shit wasn't what, how it was supposed to be. So you know, at least a few of them didn't happen. Like I think the homeless guy killing doesn't he like confront all the cops afterwards and then after he like wakes up or something or yeah. And, 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 just, and just so we're clear, happened. like if if you consider American Psycho two to be canon, then it just none of us. There's an American no, Psycho no one, no two. One they did, it, Mila, and it, it has Mila Kunis in it. Don't even acknowledge it as a movie. You guys yeah. are scared of all the wrong things. Like Kyle's scared of aliens. Someone else is scared of American Psycho. I'm scared of like the IRS, YouTube's automated strike system, shit like that. Is <laughs> what keeps me up. At yeah, night. I'm, have you heard that old R.I.P. Norm Macdonald bit? Where he's like, huh, you know, everyone's afraid. You know, everyone's afraid of uh, terrorists. You know, uh, mo more likely than that is you're going to be attacked and killed by your own heart. <laughs> Imagine that you're afraid of terrorists, and then your own heart kills you. <laughs> like I, I was just laughing my ass. <laughs> I have a brag. I have a brag. I've mentioned on the show for like a year and a half now, like working to keep my blood pressure low, so I don't have to go into those stupid medicines that ruin your dick. Blood pressure. I said, I say it funny. Blood pressure. <laughs> like an Asian. 
Uh, my broad one twenty over seventy today, baby. Nice. What was yeah, mine? When I, what was mine the other day? I don't remember. Two hundred over one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> At least I, I sent you a text when I got it because I got that physical that I. Oh, paid. wasn't it good? Or was it? Uh, I, I think it was good. Yeah, I thought oh. you killed it with the blood pressure. I... Yeah, I'm sure you could search BP or blood pressure or something. Okay. No, it was. Um, I tested was... my blood pressure recently. I am blown away that I'm in a healthy range. Hmm. How Cor- the amount of salted meats I eat? Might want to get a professional take a look. Nah. Go <laughs> <laughs> to that Amazon. No. Uh, that Amazon. No, uh, I got what I wanted stuff. out of that, and so <laughs> I got what I wanted—a tacit admission that it's pretty okay sure for me to same, keep eating the way I do. <laughs> pretty sure you've got the same thirty-five dollar Amazon blood plush pressure cuff I do. I'm not sure about its accuracy. <laughs> All that no, matters I, is I the number on the machine. You know, right? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's like when you go to weigh yourself in the morning and you're like, you go to sleep and you're thirsty as fuck and you wake up and you're parched. And you just you just take a shit and you're like, fuck, if I wait like two hours and weigh myself, I'm going to weigh like five pounds less than yeah. I should. Like, yeah. that's a good number to stick with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but then you had to you set the precedent, right? Like I've had weeks where I weighed in weekly. I lost two pounds that week. I, tra- I target a pound a week. That's like how, how I like to lose. If I lose two pounds this week, is that even good news? Save some fucking gains for next week. Now I have to lose another pound to go down next week. I would have rather like just lost one pound this week. Maybe be at the high end of my daily scale so that next yeah. week I have an easy. Let pound me ask you this: yeah, What he's trying to prorate his weight loss? I, let me ask you this because because I have I have a formula in my mind. I guess that's like suffering times time, um, you know, and, and okay. equaling results Man, or whatever. It sounds and, rock solid. And, and you can you can suffer more. You can suffer more. And do it for less time, right? Or you can suffer less and do it for a longer period of time. Those are the that's the way that equation works mm-hmm. uh, sure, to, sure. to achieve the same results. You seem to prefer to suffer a little bit less and spend a little bit more time, right? Because you don't do cardio because you just don't want to do more cardio. than I used to. I've been walking oh. a lot, and, uh, like a lot. Like I walk two hour spans, but not hard cardio. That's a lot of that's a lot of steps. I haven't get- broken into a run in years. <laughs> Kyle, the answer is. I wasn't trying to like achieve a picture day. I was trying to do a lifestyle change. Yeah, it makes sense. So like, I didn't want to be, I'll make up a number, you know, a thousand calorie deficit daily, which would be two pounds a week, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, that's right. Um, And yeah, 3,500 a week. Yeah, would be a thousand a day would be two pounds a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a thousand pound deficit every day, two pounds a week. Wait, that's a big cut. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what not I what I was targeting. I was that's targeting okay. one pound a week, five hundred a day, because like I wanted this to be the new permanent me, not a three months. Sure. Break. Are you pretty much you're happy? Like you're where you're at for the most part now. I'm happy. I couldn't be a little leaner right now, but I'm not. Like I can see my abs. I just yeah. rather be leaner than this. It's but doing the two pounds a week thing is 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 a struggle, you know. Like the, it just depends on like what you've got your metabolism to. Um, are you eating like fourteen hundred calories a day, or what are you eating a day at that? Well, uh, no, no, no. So you got to ramp your metabolism up to begin with. So like yeah. by, the, by the end of my bulk, I'm eating thirty six hundred calories a day. So oh, okay, okay. so so oh. by eating thirty five hundred calories a day, I'm losing weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so that means that I can. If I cut down to say twenty seven hundred calories, twenty five hundred calories, and do a little bit of cardio, I can lose two pounds a week. Sure. See, I'm at like if if I cut well and I'm not a piece of shit with no discipline, two thousand calories a day is about where I like to be, and then that should be about a five hundred deficit a day. Target about rightish. 
Yeah, it's a it's a struggle to uh, to get to the thirty five hundred thing. Like like not. Yeah, only, that's yeah. A, that seems like that's a lot lame. of metabolism. But you yeah. you have a lot of muscle. You're stronger than me. It's just months and months of like slowly adding it and doing that stupid vertical diet thing and working on the insulin I resistance. The vertical diet needs better naming. I don't understand yeah. how a diet can be. You just gotta know what you're not supposed to eat. Diagonal. I, don't, I just I, know what I'm. I just know what I'm not supposed to eat. I know what I can eat. Like, there's, how there's do a, you resist for so long, not ordering you, a pizza or something? Who wants fucking? Uh, I can what? make my own pizzas. I don't eat pizza. They're delicious. With cauliflower crust. Fuck no, off, I use dude. my. I use that <laughs> Jew bag. I, I got some like Jew. I got this Jewish bread. Ooh, I put it on. Oh, oh, you got a little little chocolate bread you put on there? No, it's not going to be as good. That's bullshit can, pizza, I mean, I can, and we all know it. Pizza's not a good... See, I have a cost-benefit analysis on all this stuff, right? Like, the things that I can suffer with and the things that I can't. Going from sugar to stevia, huge gain. I give up very little. I, I still yeah. like my stevia coffee, right? Right. Giving up pizza, pizza's not that good, and it's absolutely shit for you. <laughs> wow. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pizza's not that good. Hot take of the millennium like, right here. Like, 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 the vertical diet works for me because, like, my favorite meal, like if I was when I when I went to Morton's the other night, like I I wanted um, a fillet a fillet mignon and I wanted yeah. um, a baked potato. Now I got like butter on my baked potato because I'm at Morton's, but like when mm. I'm eating it here, I put some like substitute stuff on there or I put some like fake ass cheese sauce or something. Greek yogurt usually it's like sour cream to me. I put and, ketchup and, on my baked potato and it's bullshit and it's low class, but it adds a little something to it. That that salsa. is so I'll put, low class. I'll put salsa, sriracha, anything, anything to get flavor in there. Like like, um, <laughs> I think it is. I'm sorry, Kyle. I'm you. But no, right. like, that's what I'm saying. Like like my diet that's food diet is ketchup. like my favorite meal in the world, which is like a baked potato and a steak, right? So like like I'm really happy to to do that, and I like to like. There's like so many variations. Sometimes I'll just slice the steak up and do like a stir fry thing and just throw it on the rice and spray everything with sriracha and just eat a big steak bowl. Um, so, so I don't know. I don't mind it too much. Uh, I, I like if I'm going to do ice cream, there's like Halo Top ice cream that's that's barely any different than a protein shake. On, on the when you look at the macros in it, and it's a Halo pint Top's of ice cream. Very good. What Here's flavor are you hitting up most of the time? Oh. Peanut butter every time. The peanut butter peanut cup. Butter every have you, have you given? Uh, cup. Have you given cookie doggo? I've had them all. Peanut butter cups, my favorite. Ooh, you know, the like problem the with dog. Halo Top ice cream is it's at home. If I have ice cream, I want to have it outside in the heat, in the sun, as a cooling factor. It's an environmental dish. It, it's oh. not. I'm not looking to have ice cream at my kitchen counter. I am really. Okay, I'll sit on the. I get. I eat the whole pint in one sitting. I like so you on the couch eat outside TV. on. Uh, I'll settle for one of those metal tables, but I'd really prefer a wooden picnic table to have like that's so where you, I dream. You would never just sit there and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch fucking Ozark or whatever," and get get your uh, whatever I that eat, protein ice cream is called. Just water water Halo Halo Top. Like that's an environment where I, I at home I would have some. I have watermelons this season. In the winter, I'll have like citrusy stuff, but in the summer, just watermelon. So no, what is your, like your your snack is fruit? Like if you're sitting there watching Ozark or whatever, your snack is like clementines or something like that? I'll either have now this time of year watermelon. Other times it's like a tropical fruit mix, like grapes and different honeydews and cantaloupe and shit. But um popcorn. I also do chicken. It depends as on as a snack. Yeah, I will I will eat cold chicken out of the refrigerator as a slab, uh, <laughs> as a snack sometimes. Fair enough. I eat a lot That's of sandwiches too. Like, like I'll just make like turkey sandwiches. I like that a lot. So fucking good. 
Do you have a bread source that's not pure evil, or you just? I mean, any carbs. Like, can't you just eat like get like the really good whole grain huge breads or whatever? The twenty three grain shit isn't that like okay? It's a. I don't want uh slow digesting carbs, so I'm just getting like the cheapest white bread I can get, and I'm eating like you know as much of as I want, right? Because I need as many carbs as I can. I'm eating like three hundred carbs a meal or something like that, anyway. So you're a bit different though, because you're burning. You you have a big leeway in your diet for your maintenance, right? Yeah. Well, I'm 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 in a surplus now. I'm I mean I'm about probably 400 above. Mm-hmm. I'm eating a lot of calories right now. It's really fun. I do my French toast for breakfast, like five or six slices of like uh, bread soaked in uh, egg beaters with cinnamon, and uh, and and I I like I grill those up and put my bullshit fake syrup on there, and it's just like a stack of them this high. So that fake good. syrup is good. It's so you, good. that was a, that was the best recommendation you've given me of like fake sugar stuff was that fake syrup. Yeah, sure. yeah, I have it all the time. I have that Greg Doucette French toast. And, mm-hmm. I put and Kyle said something that was really powerful to me. He was like, I'm eating so much of this fake syrup. I looked, I was like, it's got to add up, right? The whole bottle of syrup adds up to like 140 calories. Yeah. It's not a lot. Of like, like, like you, you look at the you syrup, drink like it. The syrup you and it's drink like it. every tablespoon is five calories. And I'm like, how? Like, how is that possible? Because then you look at like a regular fucking Aunt Jemima or whatever, and it's a hundred calories per tablespoon. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, good. I just looked. A can of Coca Cola is the same as that entire bottle of maple syrup. Yeah, <laughs> they're both. And it's a big calories. bottle. It's really tasty. Yeah. I put it on anything like that. I do a lot of variations of Greg Doucette's French toast. I'll take like a a, a pan, uh, a loaf pan, like, like that are made to like make an individual like loaf of bread, like like that big. And uh, I'll instead of I'll take the, the the French toast and like tear it into like bits and then soak it in um, that egg mixture and then just pour everything in the loaf pan and bake it and it makes this big like I don't know chewy delicious cake that you can just eat. I cover you the know, whole thing with that syrup and eat it with you my know hands. What I, uh, you know what I did for <laughs> breakfast today? I made and if this is excessive, I'm joking. I I scrambled <laughs> myself. I had nine eggs. <laughs> did you really I, have nine yeah, eggs? Yeah, I had nine eggs for breakfast. I That's 630 them. calories of egg. I don't know. I just Do you know how much niacin in that is, man? I don't know, but <laughs> I, I ate I nine did. eggs for breakfast and it No, that's fine. I, I, I was ate, full. I ate six And eggs I also had a bunch of <laughs> sausage in as Were they well. real eggs that you had? Yeah, real eggs. Yeah, yeah. Grade A large. Boom. I, I had to use a walk. <laughs> so I had much. egg whites with some peppers mixed in, and we called it an omelet. I, I do something similar uh, if I'm doing eggs. eggs. Ton of I, hot sauce. Uh, if I eat too many eggs, I start getting really grossed out by eggs and their texture, so I have to stop and go back to the French toast. But uh, if I'm doing eggs, I'm doing like three real eggs and three egg whites. It's like a mixture of the two. I use oh, the yeah, egg beaters. Yeah, I want yeah. the I want some yolks in there. Apparently. I told you guys about the. Uh, this was only a couple months ago when like I got really baked and there was nothing else to eat in the house. And so I ate like six or seven uh, boiled eggs. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. And and then your girlfriend left you. I'm sure it's like, like she, she had to my, ruin my wife. The house. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, my my farts were like bafflingly bad. What's like, worse, like nine boiled eggs or two pounds of crab? Yeah, it's a real battle because that crab uh destiny doesn't know i'm a professional crab eater i can eat it faster than anyone i can put more crab away than anyone just ask ask anyone people talk about it and 
I ate a ton of crab because I, I always I always make a scene at restaurants because they at this <laughs> restaurant in particular we went to they were like oh you can get three clusters at a time and I'm like that's hilarious give me five they're like what five clusters and I'm like no fifteen and then <laughs> then they do all that shit I farted so bad all of the next day that like on the beach my wife was like oh the sea smells bad today <laughs> and I'd be like that was me two seconds ago she's like oh my god. And she's like, how is it hanging in the air on the beach? <laughs> like, how is, how is it a fog around us <laughs> on the beach? The Have you ever farted bad. at the beach and been worried if someone nine yards away would smell? <laughs> because I have. And it was a real deal smell. But it, it was so worth it. Because like when you're in the process of eating all the crab, I live in Missouri. I don't get good crab. And so when I finally right. get good access to crab, it's just tremendous. The be- it's a meal for kings, crab legs. Is it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's why you they call like them it? king crab legs. Oh. Well, I, I I always go snow crab. The king crab leg, that's that's a newbie crab. That's okay. something that needs, you need crackers, you need all that on there because it's got spines on it, and you don't get as much meat per pop of the legs. Snow crab is the way to go. It's the most economical. You get the most meat. It's the sweetest meat. Everyone know. knows. Oh, I don't yeah. argue with Taylor about crabs. Oh, I know my fucking crab, man. Snow crab is the way to go. The way to be. Destiny, are you a crab man? Uh, yeah, actually, I think snow crab is actually probably one of the worst types of crab. You really think so? All right, let's go ahead and boot this fucker <laughs> from the call. Snow crab is the worst kind of crab. Okay. <laughs> Versus a, a really good king crab. You would take snow crab every time. Well, what is the form we're talking about? Because I'm all about steamed, cracking the legs, getting the meat. If you're talking about a crab cake, king crab meat is often better in that. Okay, so yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to a nice place, are you are you really just going for the steamed crab that you can break apart, or do you want, like, really good crab cake? I really like the steamed crab. Like, I'm, I don't dislike crab cakes. Don't get me wrong. It's just... Yeah, but if you, if never... you go to a top-tier restaurant and you can choose between the best crab cakes versus the best steamed crab, you're, you're, why would you... I'm, I'm always crab? going the crab legs because I like the taste of the regular crab meat more than I like the seasoned taste of the, the crab uh, cake. And, and it's not that the, the crab meat in the legs is unseasoned. There's a shit ton of Cajun stuff in there that was boiling in, so it tastes okay, great. Can I be super honest with you? Hit me as up. soon as you started talking, I googled snow crab verse, and the first thing that came was king crab. I've never eaten crab in my life, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You've never eaten crab in your life? I have no life. idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, sliding <laughs> about crab. Uh, <laughs> you, you had me fooled. But, <laughs> but no, yeah. well, next time, hit up some crab. Get some steamed snow crab. I, You know what? Crab I came from the Midwest. Like I came from the Midwest. And Same, man. It's something that I took me a long time to learn, okay? Um, I don't like fish. I can eat fish now. I'm at a point in my life where I can eat it, and I won't make faces. But in the Midwest, there is a fishy, fishy taste to all fish. It's a fishy, fishy taste. And, um, even, and now that I've been to places in the Caribbean, I've been to Cancun, Arubia, um, and, um, and in LA and I've had fresh food, fresh mm-hmm. seafood, but there's still, when I go to bite it, I'm like waiting for that, ugh, that nasty fish. And it's that just really hard to get over there. Yeah. I can eat sushi. If you give me good tuna or whatever the fuck. And you know, I could like, I can eat it. I'm not going to like be a baby about it, but I would never choose it over like a really good steak or like an awesome, you fair, know, fair yeah. enough. But like, mm-hmm. if you haven't had like crab does not get fishy cause it's not fish. Like it, yeah. it just oh, it's like shellfish like or something, meat. right. Or whatever. Yeah, it it yeah. tastes, tastes tremendous. It's a crustacean. Mm-hmm. It's a, a sea spider, effectively. <laughs> True. And it tastes great. I wouldn't want to eat a real spider, but a sea spider? Yeah. 
They got delicious meat. I mean, a ri- if there were land spiders the size of a snow crab that had delicious meat in the legs, I'm mm-hmm. down. I'm totally game for that, for sure. Oh. But there's not. Spiders are gross. That sounds horrific. If there was a land spider that had meat similar to a snow crab, then you I would be, be a semen. <laughs> You'd be I a semen? I would escape the sea spider. I would escape the spiders of the land and, and go to the oceans. I would no, be it's a- not a dangerous spider. It's just a, it's just a it's, big spider. There's no way. There's like a, a, a cat-sized spider, and it's not dangerous. Well, it's dangerous to fucking cats. Not to you. It would hurt me. I could lose a thumb. I mean, even if it's like venom like a bee, then it's injecting so much, I feel like my arm's going to rot off. Well, now I don't know what I'm talking about. I was well, trying you're to talking about cats. I'm just trying to make these giant spiders like, like coexist with people, and I'm not going to have it. Fine. There probably are giant I'll show you. Crabs. There are. It's called crab? the Japanese spider crab. <laughs> and I actually spent, I actually, believe it or not, I actually Googled earlier today if it's possible to purchase a Japanese spider crab online and then have it come to your house so you can cook it up and eat it. And then I found out, like, Zach, pull up a picture of a Japanese spider crab. It's the largest uh, crab on Earth, sometimes a leg span of 15 feet, very big. And I was like, that must taste good. But then I saw online, apparently they're kind of kind of middling, not even worth killing to eat. So I immediately lost it. No, just for the... Just for the story? No, I haven't done it, but I'd be down. Have you seen a Japanese spider crab? Just now. I, there's, yeah. um, these are huge, right? Oh, they're, these are huge. they're enormous. They're Far and scale. away the biggest crab species. Not even and, um, In Omaha, we have a, one of the largest zoos in the world. I don't know why, but they have a huge aquarium. And in that aquarium, they have those. They're like this big, like these walking things on the ground. And they look alien. I think they come from like really deep in the sea. Like normally a normal yeah. thing would never see it. But yeah, they're huge and they look like fucking alien animals. I guess a lot of stuff at the bottom of the sea or close to there looks like weird fucking alien. The fuck is that? <laughs> that's some forced perspective nonsense. I refuse to believe that exists. Yeah, I don't think that's, or that's not what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, that, that, that's nonsense. Have it you ever heard of the, um, have you heard of the lop? Are they lobsters or whatever the things? There's some animal at the bottom of the, let's see, not at the bottom. The things that punch at like the speed of sound. Have you ever heard oh, of Oh, yeah, those yeah, little yeah, trigger yeah. shrimp or whatever. Shrimp, or shrimp or yeah, okay. The mantis shrimp. Yes. There's another name for it. But yeah, that's it, the mantis shrimp. They'll break aquariums. If you get one, you hear like a snapping, popping sound. And he's not hitting the glass. He's moving so quickly that the water hits the glass. And it will break the aquarium and make the whole thing leak out. <laughs> It's a problem, and they're great Why I get to look one at. of those things. Oh, uh, they typically come as like uh, accidents into the rock. Like you buy rocks, <laughs> and the rocks oh. have all sorts of little critters and worms and stuff like that. You don't want this thing, even though it's very attractive, uh, because it ruins it and eats all your other fish and stuff like that. But they come hitchhiking still. Oh, it doesn't just fuck up your your tank. It eats the other fish. They eat fish in the wild. That's that's what they do. They they punch the water. The burst of water like presses against the other fish. It basically knocks it out, and then they eat the knocked out fish. Jeez, that's yeah. cool. Okay, yeah, and they hurt you. Like if you were to try to grab it or something, like it, I guess you figure out if it could break your aquarium glass, it'll hurt your finger. <laughs> it's yeah. It's never happened to Jesus. me. But... Did you ever have one? No, no. Oh. But it's something that like you read about and know the signs to look for. If you're a reef keeper, the highest echelon of fish man, then uh, you need to be aware of the, I think it's called pistol shrimp, but you mantis shrimp risk. 
wouldn't 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 it be the the guy at the like aquarium tending to the whales and such though? Wouldn't he be the highest level of aquarium keeper? Yeah, I feel like they would rank you based on the size of the animal. Like the the no, whale no, no, guys. No. No, you, think, <laughs> you think because you've got like a yard of of coral at your house, you're the, you're the stupidy top tier. You're the okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Okay, you're the Michael Jordan of uh, of the four games. I, I am, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm the best uh, he's ever been. I think unless you got scuba gear on, I, I'm not. Because <laughs> I see him at the Georgia Aquarium, like they're fucking scuba up to go do stuff. Like, 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 there's whale sharks in there. It's really cool. It is cool, but, yeah. Destiny, I, I know you're like like me, a fellow Midwest boy. Does any part of you ever think you'll make it back to Omaha or anywhere in that region, or are you? I get depressed just flying into that city. (laughs) If my son didn't live there, I would never, ever go back. It is actually agonizing to be. I don't know why this is going to sound really, I don't know, privileged or disconnected or something, but just like, I feel like there's just like nothing for me that exists there. Like in terms of like everything that I do online, like the things that I'm interested Mm -hmm. in, the issues I talk about, like who my friends are. You're an internet being and you still feel like this physical location has nothing for you. Now, yeah, it's just like when I'm flying into Omaha, like I'm looking at the whole city, like what is there for me here in this entire city? There's literally what, nothing. What's in Florida? Yeah. Um, Miami just seems like a cooler place. My wife likes to be here. I have some friends down here that I know personally. Um, and I Miami. mean, weather, that's huge. Well, I just, I came from LA, which has like perfect weather. Oh, so it's hard oh. to compare to fucking Miami, but. Did you own a place in LA? No, always apartments. Uh, I own a house in Omaha where my kid and my uh, kid's mom live in, but. Roger that. Yeah, I would just because real estate's so insane. Like, I bet if you had a place in LA, it would have grown to like half your net worth. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, real estate is is, is the that's real something estate... that we haven't figured out yet in the United States. We're getting pretty close to having to do something about that. Cause yeah, dude. I just is it gonna crash the... again, like two thousand eight. Well, I don't know what it's gonna have to do, but it, maybe in Raleigh they're like it takes forty percent more money to buy a place now than it did a year ago. The problem wow. is that like. Before when it crashed, okay, everybody says that it's going to be like 2008 again. The problem before was that mortgages through a whole bunch of weird tricks got like plugged into all of these like international investment markets that just drove the fucking demand for these types of like financial products, mortgages and shit up insanely high. The issue now though is that slowly over time, what's happening is there is genuinely a massive fucking demand to live in cities. That's not artificial. Like some of the prices have probably been driven up because of a combination of inflation, a combination of some supply chain stuff, a lot of which has been resolved. Um, but I think like people keep looking for like these ways. We got to build affordable housing or we need to like raise the interest rates. You can try to do tricks like that, but we need like to genuinely overhaul how we do zoning in the United States because there's more people that want to live in places than there are houses and the costs are just going to continue to go up. There's no way to get around that. It's like a physics problem. Like, But the people don't want to live in the kind of houses that you just proposed, right? You're like, you change the zoning and what he means is change from like low and medium density housing to high density housing. Yeah, like Americans need to get over themselves and learn how to live in fucking high density places because it but, is a seven trillion times higher quality of life. And until they figure that out, they can starve on the fucking streets and be fucking morons. It's so but that quality of life thing is a matter of opinion. There are people who would be like, I'd rather drive 40 minutes to my house with the yard and a swing set than drive 15 they minutes to my apartment. They should be able to do that. Then, yeah, they should drive two hours out of the fucking city to go live where they well, want. But actual hours. cities should That's be actual commute. cities. In the United States, like, I, and this, it's true here. It was true when I lived in Glendale. It was true when I lived in Culver City. It was true when I lived in Huntington Beach. I should not be in a high-density place 
that has like a fucking 10 story apartment or whatever. And I can walk across the street and see these dilapidated shit fucking houses that are going for 850,000 a pop because the zoning is fucked. That's unbelievable to me. If you want to zone for some single family housing and, and ruin your shit, you can do it. But like there, there, there needs to be way more ultra high density like places in the United States because it makes public transit work better. It makes retail work better. The places you can actually walk. Like in, if you go to Europe, you can walk anywhere. Anytime you're in an apartment, like, oh, if I need to get some milk in Europe, I'm like, oh, I'll be right back, Molina. I'm going to go downstairs and get some milk. If I need it in the United States, like I got to get my grocery list. I got to go down to my fucking car. I need to drive 15 minutes away. I got to do a whole fucking ordeal. Like it is so agonizing. You ever go on the, cities. Uh, I mean, that, that's more of a civil planning thing. So like, <sighs> that's, how no, that's a car thing. Zoning, no, no, but... you're talking about the subreddit. Fuck cars. <laughs> like, 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 that's like, that's <laughs> part of it. They talk about that shit, but yeah. Yeah. This is the Just... whole front page of that. It's it, because like, oh. if you eliminate cars and the, and, and the, the infrastructure to facilitate them, then like life just improves so dramatically does it I mean, really if you live in the suburbs well, like, it, there's there's no way for me to walk what? to the store comfortably what they're like, saying I have is you to get, get rid of the suburbs and just create more density or like move so, I, so I have to so I have to lose all my room in my house and live in an apartment well, no no, no we're, we're not saying I, I don't I don't think the fuck cars people want to like Make okay, cars. well then, fuck I, that plan. Fuck I, you. No. I, I, th I think what they want is for there to be, to be no no cars in the cities. Okay, well they can have no cars in the cities while they're getting beaten up and murdered at high rates. Like, and <laughs> yeah, I obviously like, am biased because I live in St. Louis, which is the most dangerous I'm, city in the country. Do you live in is? Don't answer this if you think it's the wrong question. Do you live in a the St. Louis city or do you live in a nearby? No, place in no, Louis? I. He's down. I, lived, down, I, I lived in St. I lived He's in St. Louis City for, every day. for two years, a couple of years ago, up until twenty, the very end of 2018. And then I bounced to the suburbs and I like okay. it a lot more. I just, because like I have a Raleigh yeah. address, but you guys probably everyone see my house from the Google yeah. Maps. <laughs> like, you know, even though it's a Raleigh address, it's not really dense. Same thing. Yeah. Like I couldn't get mail delivered to me with the St. Louis address, but I am okay. not near the city. Like I'm not at all. No, I'm by 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 design. And I mean, yeah. St. Louis is definitely different than some of these other cities he's talking about. Like St. Louis is a third world hellhole downtown. And that's not exaggerating. Like it, it's I remember. the. Riot. I know. I know a lot of my friends now that none of us have ever been like, oh, be careful. But now it's like, damn, it's I go to the cards game. Cities. I got to stay in Ballpark Village. Otherwise, it's too scary. It's There's weird. A where lot I, of US cities I am. I have these problems. I like I'm, I get. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a world away from places that are six miles away. Like whenever I see like murders and shit in the news, they're not far from me by paramotor. Like it, it's a very different environment from like my yard and my neighbors. Like they all seem like nice people, but mm -hmm. uh, it's not that far. Like I am in Raleigh. So what were you saying, yeah, Destiny? I, I, I was just saying, I would get so mad with, like in 2015, 2016, I, cause I was, this is when I'm debating like white nationalists and shit. And they're always okay. like, you gotta look at, look at some of these cities and how dangerous they are in fucking Germany and Sweden. And, like there has been like an increase in crime or whatever, but it's like, okay, bro. But like, have you ever been to LA or Chicago or fucking Seattle or Miami or like any of these like major cities? Cause dude, they're like, it is another level of insanity in the United States, how dangerous some of these places are. Yeah. Like I remember going to, through some European cities, like I'll ask friends and I still do this. I'm a fucking American. I'll be like, are you ever worried about like, getting shot here? And like getting shot. What the fuck are you talking about? We're not in fucking Russia. What are you, you're not going to get fucking shot. No, we're we're going to get stabbed, right? idiot. Like, yeah, you get stabbed. Yeah. But Hey, listen, I'll take my chances against some dude across the street with a knife versus some dude with an air 15 that comes in and decides he wants to kill white people. Okay. Listen, but like, yeah, I don't know that it's, 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 uh, we're in a really sad state of affairs for a lot of us stuff, 
And the thing that bothers me is I know we can do better if we could recognize that there was a problem so that the political will would exist to fix it. But it's we're just not there right now. And it's very frustrating to me that I go to like, I remember in 2013, I, I lived in Warsaw for three months. And I'm thinking like Poland, shithole country, obviously it's Poland. And dude, in three months in Warsaw, I never needed a car ever a single time. I could ride those, the the tram and the buses. I even like looking at the maps without speaking the language. I mm -hmm. got around that entire city. I never felt like I needed a car ever. And I get everything is actually nice. And, yeah, every, yeah but, everything in Europe is so much nicer. Or like the trains, like I can go from two places that would be like a three hour flight and go to the airport or the show. I can take a train for like 60 bucks to go from two hours and it's like the easiest, nicest ride ever. And like, oh uh, yeah, I don't know. There's American cities are very, very, very frustrating. Yeah, I mean, but it's almost like, what is to be done about it? Like at this point, so many things have been built up in the suburbs. Like that, most like people prefer got. to I be built it. out, <laughs> to be living further away. I have a good time. I drive into the city. You get right to like uh, everything's so concentrated, and then I drive out of the city and I go home, and it's it's, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, I like the suburbs too. I'm it's great. I have I have a I have a giant home gym in my basement. <laughs> it's safe as hell. The 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 uh, I have to drive everywhere, and if I want to go to the city of St. Louis, it's quite a drive to see a Blues game. But guess what? I don't fucking go to St. Louis very often because it sucks. Like that's why I don't go. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily because of the crime or anything like that. Although that does play a part when you're talking about a city like St. Louis, but it's, it's just that the crime has driven out all of the fun stuff out of the city other than Bush stadium with ballpark village right there. Like that they have like an area with bars and stuff. And that's literally it. They, it feels like a few years ago, they built ballpark village to be like, Hey, you can go to fun bars and stuff right from Bush stadium where the cards play. And you cannot leave that area. You can just stay right here the whole time. And now, like, that area is getting dangerous. There was a oh, murder man. in the middle of Ballpark Village, like, two weeks ago. A guy was watching a sports game and got shot in the head. Like, what? <laughs> it's a horrible place to live. And I hey, don't want to be so here. <sighs> I remember that stupid fucking, do you remember that stupid fucking Seth Rogen tweet? Where he tweeted out, Casey, Casey Nestat tweeted out something about how he got robbed in LA and he just got so pissed off. And I would get pissed off getting robbed. And Seth Rogen tweeted out, like, oh, well, I've been robbed like 15 times. I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's really a big deal. Like, I've never felt violated. <laughs> like, bro, you're what? I hate you so much. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I'm just worth $60 million. I don't yeah, mind I getting it. robbed. Shut up, bigot. What an unbelievably fucking stupid fucking. I hate God, I hate these people, but I hate them too. It, I has he made a funny movie in 15 years? This guy can fuck himself. <laughs> Honestly, Rogan? no, has he made a funny movie in 15 hey, years? Hey, hey, he was in Pineapple Express, okay? Chill. I like the North Korea. 2008, that was fucking 14 <laughs> years ago, fine. Oh, what's the end must come or something? That... The end? Is this the end? Is it the end? I thought that was yeah. very good. I, it's a shame what happened with James Franco. Okay, that, that one was funny. <clears throat> like Wait, that. what happened with James Franco? <laughs> well, he like um, uh, molested, no, well, there was a, he was he was trying to get the underage fans to his uh, uh, hotel room and stuff, and then a lot of like situations where he was like exerting power over underlings in the business, um, oh, lots of sexual well, assault, me too type stuff. So like uh, they're not working together ever again. Like like, like he's kind of been you, cut you, out. Of you know how place. I knew that guy sucked is he's one of those celebs that like gets a business degree after they're famous, and it's like. <laughs> There is only a like Shaq did this. You're a fucking retard if you are Shaq level famous and then you go get an MBA as like a little bit of clout. Like, yeah, you think that Stanford is going to fail Shaq? 
you fucking idiot. You could do whatever you wanted. You could show up naked. They're going to give you a degree. And so these people like already have multi-million dollar deals with like fucking, you know, icy hot. And then they go get a deal like to be like, I got an MBA. It's like, okay, you're an idiot. You're a fool. Why are you so mad at Shaq? Like furthering his edge. He's probably like, he might be the first to... person in his family to get a college degree. What the fuck, Taylor? Well, that's racist. I'm, I'm, I'm literally the first. Per- I'm, I'm the first person in my family to get a college degree. So I, I don't see how. Well, that's wait, when did you wait? When did you graduate? 2013. When was your first PKA episode? 2014. Oh, okay, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you guys follow? Um, I feel bad for bringing them up. Do you guys follow any of a DSP story? I know Darkside Phil as a character, but I don't oh, really know shit. anything about him. If this is like a, I'm actually envious of all three of you because there's so much you get to explore. If you're looking, he's like a Wings of Redemption type character, I guess. Just mm-hmm. there's no such. There's only one of those. Let's. let's oh let's no, 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 no 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 no! Give, give him a chance. Maybe you'll like it. <laughs> let me see if I let me see if I get a crowning achievement here. Let's see one of the one of the <laughs> one of the larger events in his life. Okay. Yeah. This fuck there. He has the most dedicated anti fans in the world. They have their own name. They're like the sons of Kojima. They have their own name for how organized they are. They are the sons of Kojima. They are the sons of Kojima. Um, And they just hate him so much. They hate him so much. Oh, God. There are so many things. So this guy actually was able to one of the one of this is one of many events in his life. He was able to. That's a badass name. Yeah, he gambles away. So he gambles away a lot of his money in these gacha games, I guess, like WWE champions, and people can like see his account publicly and everything. He he makes like just the worst financial decisions time and time and time and time and time. He has like a condo in another state that he can't afford, but he doesn't want to rent it to anybody because he feels bad about it. But he doesn't want to sell it because he feels bad about it. And then he rents in another state and he raises money for it and talks about how he needs to be off table. So he goes through all these financial hardships, leases like a new BMW, and says he got a great deal on it because the salesman told him it was a great deal. Just like more and more. This motherfucker, okay, actually manages to file bankruptcy, discharges all of his debt, and keeps all of his, like, video game systems and everything by saying that they are, like, essential parts of his business, essential parts of his business. As he's going through the bankruptcy proceedings, all of his anti-fans are losing it because they're like, we're not going to let him get away with it. We can't let him get away with this. It's not possible. And while they're doing the, because I think this is during COVID time, so they're doing some of the bankruptcy stuff on the phone, like, or on Zoom, I think. Some of his anti-fans are calling in, pretending to be um, creditors. <laughs> asking him about his purchases and stuff on the <laughs> so they're releasing these logs of them calling in and it's like Phil are you, is it true that you and this lawyer's trying to be like I don't know if he's supposed to answer that question and the judge is like I don't know what this guy's trying and yeah it just but he actually managed to do it he went through the bankruptcy he got rid of like over $100,000 of debt people saw all of his credit cards were maxed and then he's like right back to where it was before so he's doing like um, I think like a week ago he did a stream he was like guys YouTube made it so you could gift subs now, a thousand of you gifted subs, and I'm happy for that. You guys need to know that if you're not tipping, I don't get that sub money for a month or two. I need the tips because I need the money now. <laughs> and so he has, seeing, he has like a cash flow problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, I need the cash. And people are seeing every day him getting these new WWE champions. I think somebody mathed out that he was spending, it was like four figures a month on this like gamble game while he's like fresh out of bankruptcy. <laughs> just, that, right. just, that's just like a take. That guy, he has a very, very interesting life. Okay, okay. Well, he sounds Redemption-esque. Okay. But I'm going to need to know about side characters, the family, <laughs> how much incest, give or take, we're talking. I need to know. I mean, how much does Dark Side Phil weigh? We talk, is he over 300 pounds? No, he's not that big. He's not. That okay, big. so there's a lot more of Wings of Redemption. No, he's, he's not big enough to, to make fun of. 
He can't fill wings. <laughs> he couldn't fill wings pants. I know that. He absolutely couldn't. None of wings us can fill wings feet, pants. Though. Does he have little? Does he have a, a dancer's fit? He's size seven. Size seven. Are we? Did Women's. we stop making good FPS games? Are there any more coming out? Or Battlefield yes, kind of died. Well, I, Call I, of Duty's I, dead, and it's been dead for years. So Dark Tide, um, that's the, the name of the game, right? It's uh, it's uh, it's made. Oh, Dark Tide. That that seems like it's a Warhammer 40k uh, uh, game. That's a first-person horde shooter. So you, it's like a co-op game where you and three guys of different no, classes. Wh- like fight, uh, uh, you know, you don't like that. You want like come. Am I a shitter if I just want like another like? black ops 2 or like another oh. good battle i just want like another like cool i'm like, like tar- shooter game we're, run we're never gonna get another like, cod see, for it's me it's not that's... a battle royale maybe or that's not like a fucking um like Stimulator. a third person whatever yeah or, or like a horde thing yeah do you like tarkov because that to me that's it <sighs> i was gonna i tried playing it once and i i just checked my mag all the time and then i died i didn't i never learned the game <laughs> i need to actually go back I, and it seemed so, like a fun game but so i've got a significant amount played in it, but Woody's probably got more, almost certainly. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've played about three. I've played two full wipes and maybe one half wipe, um, and you know, gotten to the point where like you're a level forty and you've got so much money you can't spend it all. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, beaten the game. Um, okay. That that's when I usually get bored of it and I kind of quit. I've got everything. I I have all the money. I built built all the things, and I I still think it's like the second best shooter of all time, right behind Rust. Um, if we're talking about a game that you can play forever, like, mm-hmm. like if you're talking about a game that like it's worth investing like your hard earned your hard time to like get good at today because three years from now it'll still matter if you're good at Rust or Tarkov. I think it will. Rust just for the first time ever changed their spray pattern. So that's a little wild. Yeah. Uh, but but Tarkov, it's this ever evolving thing where you're constantly getting new content for that original purchase price. And it's really, really fucking intense game. It's it's so I I can't get a uh, an adrenaline dump rush out of anything like I can Tarkov. Yeah, damn. I really miss the old um, before. Not to shit on anybody, but like before the PvP meta overtook everything, I really miss the old Daisy and the old Rust, where you could genuinely have just like wild fucking encounters with like random people that you would meet. I feel mm. like it's really hard today because I haven't played DayZ in a long time, but for Rust, it's generally like, it's like hardcore PVP shit, right? You're grinding out VPs for long rifle AK and then you like, that's all you're doing basically. And then you're raiding. Um, I, I don't know if you guys played those games a long time ago, but where you could like run into rent, like you'll run into like two people that are talking to each other in like broken English yeah. trying to figure out how to build like a hut or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> there were so many funny, fucking authentic, crazy encounters back then in games. Uh, before everything got like hardcore meta out, you know. No, it's still like that. If you play on, if you if you stay off of like really competitive servers, if you find a server that's got like a, it can have a population of a hundred. That's its max, but there's only yeah. thirty in there. Maybe like mm-hmm. those guys are just goofing around. You can go in there and like role play with them and chat and like a lot of times it'll be kids who literally children who don't know what they're <laughs> doing. And I don't know. It's fun to be like, hey, little guy, you want some help? Like, like come on, let me show you how to build a house. And, and you oh, know, Jesus. then you decide whether you're going to be nice to him or not. Like, like maybe you make uh-huh. two of them fight to the death and you, 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 you're like, all right, I'm going to give, I'm going to give everything I have to the winner of this rock fight. And then you make two kids fight to the death. And mm-hmm. then no matter what, you kill them both, you know, sure, like, yeah. like, like, just, just being mean and silly. It's a fun game. We spent endless hours just like being shitty to children in rust, you know, just, just spiteful mean <laughs> stuff. <laughs> do you ever, yeah. Woody, do you ever worry about your kids running into pedophiles online? <laughs> No, he well, 
I was going to say, no, he only plays Minecraft, but that would be the place oh, where a pedophile shit. would want to. I was going to say, I listened to Nathan on his Switch. Some, on, I think it's the Switch, right? I'm so old. That's yes, just the one they Switch. hold. It's yeah. Got, it's a, yeah, that they way, play my, Fortnite on? The youngest is 19. I don't think they... Oh, fuck. Never mind. Yeah. You're way... De- never mind. I forget. Yeah, Pedophiles are going to be like, who is this old guy? Yeah. I was going to say, because I'm listening <laughs> to him play like Fortnite. Yeah, pedophiles would be like, oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> An adult. Uh, yeah. I listen to him play these games, and it's him and like three other kids in voice chat. And I don't know if my mind has been internet poisoned, but I'm just thinking like, man, if I was a pedophile, I'd be playing Fortnite 100% on a Switch. <laughs> there are so many kids here. They're all so dumb. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Colin's like 6'2". He won't shave, so he has like peach fuzz like all the way. It's, they don't look like real whiskers, but he's got all this facial hair. Mm-hmm. He'll get a, there. Those a, real whiskers will start sprouting soon. Yeah, he's yeah. like a man. He's so as somebody that's <laughs> I don't think you're too much of a boomer, Woody, right? You understand like teenager experiences and stuff. You're connected to internet culture and stuff. Um, how do you deal with when your kids, do they ever have like annoying angsty teenage phases? Um, yeah. I, so I, I try to protect them a little bit from like the rages of the PKA audience. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, and you don't have to obviously don't go yeah, into anything uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious. A decade ago, mm-hmm. like when hope was 12 or something, um, yeah, that that was like sort of the roughest part of the whole experience, I would say, when mm-hmm. she first started. I, I felt like she didn't like me for no particular reason. Sure. Like, I think this is just a thing that happens. You know, teenagers, I, I think it's part of the maturation process to sort of push away from your parents and get your own space. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. here like, what I do? I, I, yeah, I saw a Reddit sense. post the other day. I wish I could remember like like exactly how it was written out, but it was something about they were they were describing why teenagers are, are just so horrific to be around. And, and, and they were like, <laughs> They're not children anymore, and they just have realized that, like, this is the world they're going to have to live in, and the rules <laughs> aren't always fair. And they're coming to grips with that, that, like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to be one of those adult people soon. And this is – and I was like, yeah, yeah. Kinda, you kind of are coming to grips. The world is kind of shitty. When you stop being, like, a child, when you really do start looking at things with, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, beyond chocolate bars and ice cream and, like, the yeah. next, like, sugar fix, basically, like – it is kind of a dark day. <laughs> I try it to is. be, there's like a lot of, obviously, because I do political debate and shit. So I try to be empathetic towards like other perspectives, conservatives or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm more left-leaning. I, I have to, there were, I've gotten into a couple situations where like, I don't know if you guys have seen any of this, but like kids are trying to cancel kids today online for shit. So somehow I got caught in a Twitter thing where it was like, an, they were trying to cancel, I think it was an 18 year old for like having a kind of sexual flirty relationship with like a 15 year old. They like went to the same high school and I'm like, this is crazy. You guys are insane. Mm -hmm. And nobody was like being rapey or whatever, but it was just basically like they flirted for a while. And then somebody told the girl that was 15, they they were like, this is really bad. You're getting abused. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And you need to write a document. It's like, okay. But I I realized as I was talking to these guys, it was really tempting for me to say like, you guys think that this is like the worst thing in your life. Like this isn't really that bad. But then I realized, I guess when you're a teenager, every time you have a problem, it really is the worst problem in your entire life that you've ever you've had. Ever up had. To that point. Yeah. yeah. Cause when you're 15, like I'm thinking like when you're 18 and you end like your first like big relationship, that's probably the lowest point in your life because you've never experienced anything that bad before <laughs> yeah. or every single thing, like going to college is the most important thing in your life. Moving away is the most important thing you've ever done. And having like your first big friend fight or whatever, like, yeah, I guess you are. It's really a lot of huge moments where it's like, I'm 33 now. Like you lose friends, you lose relationships. Like you live and you learn and shit happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for teenagers and early twenties people, everything is monumentous. Yeah. They're, they're experiencing everything sense. for the first time and it's extra traumatic. And it seems because it is the first time it's the only time. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's 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 not just they don't think of it as the first time they're like mm -hmm. this is the only relationship relationship that will was ever going to matter this was it yeah yeah i'm like romeo from romeo and juliet yeah. it's time to fucking end it it's like that first girl you match with on Tinder and you're like, this is the one. And then like three <laughs> lines later, she unmatches you and you're like, oh my God. And then you just start swiping around on everyone. You're like, oh, fuck it, really? <laughs> yeah, every friend you've had through your teenage years is like the best friend you've ever had. Like that little one I had when I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. It was just stupid. This one I have at 16 year old. That's, you know, the friend that was supposed to be mm -hmm. mine for my whole life. And the romantic relationship, same thing. That was puppy love. This right here at 16, this is true real love. Yeah, this is real love. I'm an adult. I'm, I have a license. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so yeah, you, I think you gotta like excuse kids for, yeah. for being, for being complete assholes. Although like, I don't know, but like, it's it's really difficult to tell if it's one of those things where like every generation is the same essentially. So don't act like this generation is the crazy one. It, right. I I think that the propagation of of you know just just cell phones everywhere like like uh, um, that's the wrong word. Uh, the uh, just so many cell phones everywhere and so many videos of what of the crazy things that are happening are leading us to believe maybe that things are uh, are, are, are <sighs> crazier than they ever were before. Because like I don't know, I watched that video today of some high school kid just like bashing another high school kid in the head with a chair for no reason <laughs> yeah. like this oh, kid no, is like sitting there right. and he's just like cracks him and the kid's like concussed like why i saw that video that was fucked up and i mean there's a lot of fucking weird kids in schools and now we get to see all of it because of but, cell phones but, right but and people are probably like that in my day that never happened it's like maybe you just weren't around cool kids because it happened at my high school like i saw yeah. like, like i remember like no, I remember in your day it so just well. wasn't video look andrew stevens grabbed that fucking lunch tray walked over and i can't remember the kid he hit but he hit the kid in the back of the head so he was sitting eating he hit cracked him in the back of the head with that thing and it shattered the whole lunch tray with those plastic hard lunch trays <laughs> it, it shattered in in such a way that like shrapnel flew everywhere and i shit you not a corner of it flew off and hit this black kid who was sitting across from the kid that he had assaulted and it hit him like good in the temp like like up here on the forehead above your eyebrow like right where the skin is thin him. where the skin is thin and it, it, it like blunt forced like a knot immediately is forming mm. this huge uh hematoma and the the black kid jumped up and oh and they started beating the shit out of him right there like, like, like it was a, it was a beating it was you know hilarious. sounds deserved that was a great day. And that was just yeah. one of the days. There were always assaults like that. I've seen so many. There was always assaults. There really were. You know what was different my day versus now? Now there are Electricity. kids with, <laughs> there are kids with Asperger's, there are kids water. with autism, there are mm. kids with ADHD, which I guess is different than ADD somehow, and and like all the different things that you can be diagnosed with and the different ways that you can get help and drugs, etc. Okay. Back in my day, kids were retarded. And kids were assholes. Like those were the diagnoses available to you. And <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't really help. They just put them in like the special needs class and <laughs> ended Jesus. their life or something. Yeah. Like, but now yeah. there's all these different uh, techniques and ways to work around the different things that yeah. you struggle with. I think in you some part, ways, part of that problem that like they had at my high school where I've talked about the poop bandit who would uh -huh, shit into a paper uh -huh. towel in between oh, yeah, classes yeah, yeah. and write things on the wall. Like that. That happened in a way that no one could stop. No one could stop him. He was too clever. He was too quick. I don't know how. Like he always, I don't know how he always had to shit. 
but he always had to shit and then he would Magic write stuff marker, on it. And well, here's the thing. Me. This is where your deduction fails you, okay? You're assuming that there was only ever one shitter. Mm. Uh, there, there was, was a, a second, second shooter. shooter. <laughs> yeah. This could have been a team of guys. You don't know. <laughs> Up on the grassy knoll. No, this this guy, like I know Kyle and Woody know the story. This guy, his name was uh Mike. I think I was and, here when and you he told was, it, yeah. yeah. He uh, was a Mike was in the uh he was in the developmentally disabled core of the school, except he wasn't there because he was retarded. He was there because he was so badly behaved they couldn't put him anywhere else. And so he just had free run of the school <laughs> because all the other teachers were dealing with retarded kids and he would just leave. And then go write things and shit on the walls. And like, and he would write things like, ha ha ha, you'll never catch me. Or uh, <laughs> literally, I remember explicitly walking into a bathroom one year, 11th grade, and I walk in to take a piss and I was about to take a right. And then above the urinals was written, ha ha ha, you'll never catch me in human feces. And That's so many letters. It's the amount of time and the amount of times he had the to roll to add the third. Thir not what just, I, what not I just, always thought was like he had to reapply. Yeah, like, not just whore. <laughs> he wrote the whole "I am a whore" and men something like the reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he wrote everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if he had a stencil that he just taped up and then he took double hands of shit and smeared it everywhere, peeled oh, it yeah, off, like and like ran away? Yeah, I mean, someone might have caught him faster. I. I've said it before. I remember explicitly the morning I walked in and I was like, oh, Mike. And he was walking out of the bathroom and he goes, oh, Taylor, you might want to. He, he talked weird. He was like, oh, hey, Taylor, you, that might be a bathroom you, you don't want to use today, you know? And I was like, Mike, you fucking bitch. Like, you just shit all over the bathroom in our hallway again. Uh, yeah, like he was. He, uh, he was actually was like a, um, a secret keeper. He, he knew I was. About. He knew I was cool because, like, I was okay with him. Like, I more out of fear. Like, I was like, I want to stay cool with this guy because he was also the guy that uh, showed up early at like three a.m. to the school one day, and he smeared mighty putty into every lock. <laughs> <laughs> and so right. no one was able to get into the school that day until they removed <laughs> all of the doors with from the hinges. Which was very funny. <laughs> every, every, everybody was cracking up that day. Like, do you hear? Do you hear somebody put mighty putty in the locks? And we're like, yeah, yeah it was Mike. And they're like, yeah, we all know it's Mike. Don't fucking say anything, dude. Like, <laughs> it's obviously Mike. It's the same guy that's been writing things and shit on the walls. But yeah, high school, you know, classic. They, what did they do when they caught him? They didn't catch him. They never caught him. The no, they never did his job. See, they, in, in and out like a demon's whisper. But I tried to pull he, that stink bomb wow. nonsense. I someone ratted me out right away. Just, just right away. No, I'm not gonna fucking rat on someone. Mm. I, I remember once I got called into the principal's office on like a Monday morning once, and they were like, "We have good knowledge that people were drinking over the weekend at Ian's house," and I was like, "Well, that is reprehensible." <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, "So you weren't there?" And I was like, "No, and don't believe anyone who says I was." <laughs> and, like, and they like tried to get us in fucking trouble for drinking over the weekend at the school ended I mean, up backfiring i mean you stand up to questioning as long as you can right you know he, he was like we know you're the one with the stink bombs and i'm like i don't even know what a stink bomb looks like <laughs> was that like an experience? I, I, are you talking do, about do not are you talking about like <laughs> like some wily coyote thing like, like I, I was like i have no idea stink bombs like we can search your locker and i'm like search it i don't have a locker so i think that's hilarious threat yeah <laughs> <laughs> later on he was like so where's your locker and i'm like i don't have a locker he's like well you 
suggested you did back there. I was like, what? Well, you know, I didn't think you'd go search it. And he's like, well, where is it? I know I really don't have one. They didn't. <laughs> it was a thing. So no, I was but, fucking so, with you. He's like, we can search your car too. And I'm like, search it. I don't care. Let's go right now. And he's like, all right, let's go. And he gets up. We take like five steps. And I'm like, yeah, they're in there. Let's go get them. <laughs> <laughs> like once I saw that he was going to go, it's like, <laughs> just so you know, as like, like as we're walking, I'm like, well, yeah, they're in there. I'll get them. <laughs> oh, man. And I had so many in there, too. It wasn't like there was but one. But I feel like was... you could have. Oh, they can't search your car. Bro, I... at school, that's some authoritarian shit. They'll steal your phones. They'll do fucking any. Or at least I went to private yeah. school. They'll do. Fuck... They'll put a chastity yeah, fucking cage in right. your masturbating too much at home. Okay. Those motherfuckers <laughs> had a lot of power over your life. They'll take I... all your shit. I they think do. I was imagining a scenario in which maybe they called my parents and told them. And like maybe my parents end up there and 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 then either my parents are gonna be like, what I, I would have to count on my dad to be cool enough to be like, no, he doesn't have them, and no, you can't check. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not going to check because I believe. Like I need him to be that cool. Like, oh, like and I can't cool. and they might accidentally get my mom instead. And and you know, like like I just can't count on either of them to be slick enough to like pull that move. And not be like, my son's not a liar. Go look for yourself. No! <laughs> no, no one should be able to look. It's, it's reprehensible that they even ask. That's where we stand. Yes. How like, dare like, you? My honor. So I couldn't. I, I knew it would be worse if I went through that whole process, not only with him, but with my parents who would in, maybe get drugged there. So I was just like, yeah, they're in there. Let's wrap this up. Two days out of school. Yeah, let's do it. Like, <laughs> All right. Should we call it a wrap here? Yeah, I think so. Thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors, as always, of course. Mm -hmm. And thank you, Destiny, for gracing us with your presence this evening. Yeah, thanks for having me. For sure. Italian. All right. Man. PKA 598.